to the Pulp MX Show, presented by BTOSports.com. Coming to you live from Las Vegas, right outside the Lion's Den, with your host, Steve Mathis. And now, strap in and get ready. It's showtime. I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah. Pulp MX Show, presented by BTOSports.com and Fly Racing. Coming at you! Monday night, live in Las Vegas, May 25th, 2015. Not far from the lines, Den. We're right outside of there, right in Las Vegas, Nevada. Thanks, everybody, for listening. We appreciate it. Great show lined up tonight. We have the BTOSports.com, Gabba Gibbs, X-Brand Goggles, Tear-Offs, NFAB question of the day, race tech emails, and uh, and much, much more. And uh, thanks to uh, BTOSports.com, Fly Racing, Race Tech Suspension, Vortex Racing, Roost Graphics, X-Brand Goggles, NFAB Jeep and Truck Parts, Hot Cams, Works Connection, Atlas Neck Braces, FMF Racing, W Wheels, Guts Racing, Two Under Underwear, Galfer Brakes, KTMPartsExpress.com, and Black Ops Moto all on board with us tonight. Yeah, I'm looking forward to having having you guys listen in. It's going to be a good show. Kenny Roxon on the show. That's right. King Kenny Roxon on the show. Filthy Phil Nicoletti will be on to talk about his first ever podium in 450 motocross. Sean Collier also on. Sean Collier is a privateer guy. He rode the two-stroke invitational race at Glen Helen National this past weekend on a KX500, and he dominated. Then he lined up for the motos and went 21-20 in the 450 MX class, so it's... um. It's going to be interesting to talk to Sean about riding a two-stroke, Sean and uh, racing the National on the same day. And, uh, yeah, lots more planned for you tonight. Lots of Glenn Helen talk. Jason Thomas, of course, will join us at some point. We had a nice dinner with JT last night. And uh, you can get this show on iTunes. You can get it on the Pulpamex app. You can listen live on the app. You can listen listen live on TuneIn if you're too cheap to buy the app. And uh, also to Amazon if you're making an Amazon purchase. Go to Pulpamex.com. Click on the Amazon banner and uh, make your purchase, and then we get a little slice of that to uh, to keep people coming in and uh, keeping putting out the show that you all enjoy. Yeah, thanks for uh, thanks for listening, man. Strap in, buckle in, listen, laugh, and learn. We got a great show ahead of us. Taking your calls, producing the show, holding things down over there. He was very very early today, and uh, I'm impressed by that. The Devin Gibbs. What's going on, guys? How are you? I'm doing all right. Killing it? Always. Always. Happy Memorial Day. Happy Memorial Day to, day to you, too. Yes. Uh, Did I, you go I, visit any troops? No. Okay. No, I, I may have watched Super Troopers, though. Yeah. The, um, Close. The, 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 I didn't really realize it was Memorial Day. I probably would have um, not had a show. Mm-hmm. I wasn't really thinking about it. Um, so, yeah, whatever. This is another day. We could have done it yesterday. Uh, yeah. Or tomorrow, I mean. Or yesterday or whatever, but... Yeah, whatever. Yeah. All right. Uh, if you got a question for uh, Gab- Gabby Gibbs at Pulp MX Show uh, on Twitter, um, and you can um, you can get us a question for that. So, very excited to announce our in-studio guest. He's in here for the entire show. We flew him out. Uh, well, actually, drove with us from back from uh, from Glen Helen, and he's here yesterday and today. And we had a we went to Target together. We went to dinner. Gone for lunch uh, today. Went to the cracked egg a couple times. Good guy. Top privateer in the sport. Coming off double shoulder surgery. Some friends of mine just the other night went to hear this cool 
Top Jimmy Albertson. You told everybody everything we did since I've been here, but you didn't tell everybody what we didn't do, and that's kind of where I'm at. We're going to stop the show well, like that. Here's the thing. I, I bring a co-host in. I pay for the meals. I pay for the flights in and out. You know, I let you do everything. And we didn't go to Kevin Hart. Jimmy is pissed. Jimmy Albertson wanted me to buy him a ticket to Kevin Hart I mean, comedy it's, show. It's, it was They were super cheap, too. He almost walked out of the show. He almost didn't come around. What? You almost didn't come yeah, out. No, I, yeah, no, I almost, almost left. Yeah, I almost yeah. walked home. I'm sorry for the top Jimmy nickname. No, that's okay. I like it. It's like I said, it's, it's, right. it scares me um, whenever other Jimmys do good because I'm afraid I'm going to lose the name. <laughs> I love your top Jimmy helmet, too. It was good. Oh, yeah, it was good really stuff. good. Uh, thanks for coming. Thank you. I appreciate it. Uh, we had fun so far. We went to Cabo Wabo Ooh. for dinner Sammy, last night. Sammy Hagar. Sammy's place. He wasn't there. No. Uh, what if he was, though? Oh, gosh. What we, if we he would was? still be there if he was. Oh, it would be awesome. We would just died there. Went to Cracked Egg a couple times. You went for a run yesterday. I went for a mountain bike ride. I worked not out again together. today. I did not. Yeah. So you, you, you just wanted to mention me working out so you can mention yourself working out. No, I'm saying, like, I'm talking about, like, how we bonded. Like, yeah, I know. We, we are like, the same. We drank, we drank probably 12 <laughs> cups of coffee. Every day. Every day, yeah. You uh, you are the on the Arma Energy Yamaha team. Did we just become best friends? I think we might have. Yep. Do you have bunk beds? <laughs> Do you have some bunk beds? Yeah. Um, Arma Energy Yamaha Jimmy Albertson. And on this show, everybody, you're going to get a special treat. On the Papa Mech Show, presented by BTOsports.com and Fly Racing, Jimmy Albertson is going to announce his rider for 2016. What? We have a mystery guest coming up in the 9 o'clock hour. you got to stay tuned the whole show the if you want to find show. out. That's how I'm doing it. Because I'm not getting any press releases or anything. We're only debuting it on this show. Um, Jimmy Albertson has inked a second rider for the Armour Yamaha team, and it will be unveiled in the 9 o'clock hour. Yes. Can't wait. It's going to oh, be fun. I can't wait either. Um... Is it Ronnie Mack? No. Is it Trey Kennard? He failed a drug test. Okay, is it Trey Kennard? And then Trey Kennard wouldn't handle our shenanigans. So. Okay. All right. Well, that's my two guesses. I mean, we gave him, you know, we matched his money that he needed, obviously, because mm-hmm. we have so much money. Right, right. Um, um, so, yeah, exciting times. And Roxon and Filthy Phil and Sean Collier. They're all riding for Arma? No, they're on the show oh, tonight. Oh, they're on the show tonight. Okay, uh, good. Collier was your, you got him on. You said, I like how Collier. about Collier? Yeah, and, nope, that was and, my. And you got him. I know he hadn't been on. Um, well, I, I didn't know he hadn't been on, but I was pretty sure he hadn't been. And Collier's a good story. Yeah. KX500. Like, and two-stroke race, four-stroke race. Had a star ride, walked away from it. Like, yeah. Well, I think the cool talented thing about guy, him is, like, guy. He'll just, like, you'll just forget all about Collier, and then he'll show up at a race, and he'll top right. ten. I remember, I hate to bring this around to Tim Ferry. No, I don't. But um, I remember Red Dog, Factory uh, Cowie days. Kyle Summers was giving him all he could handle at Thunder Valley. And he was like, I don't know who this guy is. Yeah. I don't know what his name Dumb is. Dog. And that is what Collier does to dudes at oh, Glen Helen. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> They're like, I don't know who this guy is. But Watch he's, out for number 207. It's all over me. So Sean Collier will join us. Jimmy Albertson's mystery rider will join us. Gibbs. Maybe it's Sean Call here. Gibbs. <laughs> yeah. Any guesses on his mystery rider? Uh, no. I don't know. I, Ronnie Mack was it, but he failed the drug test. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. no. It should be exciting. I can't Kyle wait. Regal. Dude, you that's, know that's what? A good guess. You, got, you got Husky money? 
That's a good guess. No, no, no we're we're blue. That's not a bad guess though. It's yeah, not Kyle Regal though. It's no. not Kyle Regal. We're blue. Yeah. We're blue. Yeah, Armor Energy Motorsport Yamaha. Yes, but BTOSports.com. Uh, yeah, so listen, Jimmy, um, Indianapolis, dual shoulder surgery. Your shoulder surgery popped out, and uh, I like I gave you a notepad and a pen in case you had questions or you had thoughts that you yeah. want to ask the guest or whatever. I normally do that for our co-host. You have drawn a photo of a dirt bike rider over jumping over a pit of a croc- with a crocodile in it. This is what Supercross is going to turn into. <laughs> I'm this glad- is what Dirtworks is going to start building. Is crocodiles in between their jumps? Okay, Gibbs, can you tweet that out on our tweet that out on what he's drawing? Is that the 2016 Vegas map? I think so. It is. That's actually Jimmy's plans for his 2016. It's the Monster Cup. (laughs) Yeah, Joker Lane will have a crocodile. Um, We got your emails. We got your voicemails coming up. We've got uh, a lot of good stuff coming up. Oh, by the way, Jimmy Albertson's appearance on the show. I mean, seriously, out of all of our guys that are with us on our show, they've been with us a long time. Who's the most natural person to present you on the show? What do you mean? We have sponsors, and they present different guests. Fly Racing. Fly Racing. Fly Racing. Great. Light hydrogen yes. gear has revolutionized the world of lightweight racing apparel. Inspired by Canard and Short, and maybe Albertson, the light hydrogen line has been fine-tuned over the past four years to set the standard what athletes expect out of racewear. Under, unlike other lightweight gear on the market, the Fly Racing light hydrogen has kept all their features like zipper lock and patented 2D buckle system. Check out FlyRacing.com. Follow them on social media at FlyRacingUSA. Man. I, uh, the light hydrogen gears. By far and how my about and how about look? You have done um, you have done fly racing. You've worn fly racing for a number of years. Yes, and they're a great company. They've been behind, yes. behind the show, the Fly Racing Moto Sixty show. They're great guys. How about fly stepping up and being the presenting sponsor of the Nationals this year? They've been stepping up every year, and this is just another thing they've done. How um, soon until they build a space shuttle? I don't know. And they but, send Max and JT I mean, to the moon. I think the big thing with Fly is how much better their gear has gotten every single year. They find a way to make the gear better. And like now, the gear's top-line stuff. It's awesome. I absolutely love it. And for them to sponsor the Outdoor Nationals is just it makes stuff a lot easier Dude. on me, that's for sure, because yeah. I can just blast them out whenever I want to, you know? Dude, too, like, like uh, their mountain bike stuff is killer. Um, you know, I've been, I've run, I run their stuff, and it's awesome. And, like, their gear nowadays is just phenomenal looking. It's great construction. They got the lightweight stuff, the, the vanit stuff. They make and, everything. Yeah, they're... They, High downs. They are on a roll. Hey, so what we're going to do, I don't know how long we're going to do this for, but every time I think that you make a good point tonight, like if you if we're talking to a guest mm-hmm. or we're discussing Glenn Helen, which we're going to do shortly here, or we're, whatever happens, if I feel like you've made a good point, you're going to burn the audience out with this. I am going to hit this. Okay. And every time I think you're doing well and you've made a good point and everything else, so okay. is that is that okay? Yeah, that's fine. Okay. So say something. Like, um, Steve drinks way too much coffee. Yep, there we yeah, go. That works. I think huh? that's going to go well. I, yeah, I, I don't see how in four hours. I, I don't see how you're going to lose. No, no. I don't <laughs> see how that's going to be uh, any problem in four hours. Uh, Guts Racing, official seat foam of uh, the Monster Energy Pro Circuit guys. They make the seats for RCA. They make the seats for Kyle Chisholm. Uh, foams, covers, lightweight uh, foam, um, grippy covers, uh, seat bases, carbon bases if you need them. GutsRacing.com. Um, go on sponsor deals on Pulp Mech Show. And uh, find out the discount code for the folks at Guts. Great guys down there. And uh, we, uh, we're we pumped to um, to have them on board with us. And, of course, uh, two under, two under, uh, dot com, T the number the number two, UNDR.com. Uh, great underwear. And i got to get you some. And great guys. Fantastic company. And uh, patented Joey Pouch. 
and no drip tip system. No drip tip. That's yeah. impossible for me. Uh, they got it. Two I, unders I, got I it. I struggle with wide underwear because I put it away way too early every time. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> if that it's works, gonna be, good. It's be good. <laughs> uh, hey, Glenn Helen, uh, race. We're coming up with Kenny Roxon too at the the bottom of the hour. Uh, RCH Suzuki's Kenny Roxon will be on. Uh, Glenn Helen has come and gone. You are doing the announcing for the series. You're doing an internet pre-show on Ally Sports. You're a big part of the series. Your wife, um, Georgia is her name? Mm, Atlanta? Yeah. What's her name? Something like yeah. that. She is the uh, NBC Sports uh, mm-hmm. pit reporter. She's doing a terrific job. And uh, so you've been at all these races. Eli Tomac has swept them so far. I don't want to start talking about 24-0. That's silly. No. But let's talk about 24-0. I mean. Dude. He ah. looks, he's, I mean, look, we knew he would be good. We all knew he'd win races. He would challenge for the title. He's better than we thought. He right? is a lot better than, I mean, yeah, he's better. And nobody, it's not like you can say, oh, well, everyone else is just not good. No, everybody's good. He's just gooder. <laughs> you know, like, he's, he is. He's really. He's, he's just gooder? He's very gooder this year. No, he's stepped it up so much. Like, I don't know if he stepped it up so much that his bike just. They've got it dialed, you know. And, like, his starts are all right. They're not. Him and TC at the end of the year last year, though, they were both killing it. You know, him yeah. and Trey both. Yeah, yeah. And, um, and I think that having an off season of getting their new KYB stuff a little bit more dialed in and set up that it really shows now. He's on fire. And um, there's nobody even close right now. We'll have Roxon on a little bit. He's dealing with some back issues. He didn't ride, a long, he didn't ride for about 10 days before Hangtown. He'll get better, and Ryan Dungey will get better. Dungey, of course, having a little bit of a bike malfunction and uh, getting six in the first moto. But, I, I mean, I don't want to jump to conclusions, but the, you watch him. We watched him, Jimmy. He's standing up everywhere. Yeah, we he's not taking today. his feet off the, the pegs. He's, he's, he's going through corners with his feet up, standing up barely, touching, putting his ass on the seat at the apex of the corner and, and taking off again. I mean, there's just he just looks on another level. Yeah, no, he he. I mean, we were watching him on the last lap, and he's still just off the pegs everywhere. Yeah, or off the seat everywhere yeah. on the pegs. Right, and that's if they're gonna keep letting these tracks go away like they are, that's how you gotta ride. That's, just... <laughs> that's a good point. <laughs> it's a great point. Yeah, good point. Seven zero two five eight six seven eight five seven. Give us a call, yeah. and uh, we'll uh, we'll um, have you talk to the top Jimmy Albertson, and uh, nine o'clock hour introducing. Him. Jimmy's new rider for 2016 on the Armor Energy Motorsport. Happen in the DP because if you ask me, it was not good. It was not a good day for Michael Lessi well, in the GP. CBS did a terrible job of um, of letting us watch that race yeah, because it was some recorded car race. First that it we was got. first it was truck racing and then it was um, car racing. So we didn't get to watch it, but um, yeah, yeah, didn't get to watch pa- either. Model. On paper, not good. What happened? That would, don't ask me. I didn't get to see it. I know. It's crazy. Um, yeah, not not a good showing for Michael Essie. Maybe we'll touch on that in a little bit. So, did did you see... Okay, we didn't see a bad of a, as bad of a beatdown from Eli Tomac and Glenn Helen as we did in Hangtown. I'd still say we saw a beatdown, yeah. though. Um, who improved from... Who improved, you think, from Hangtown to Glenn Helen the most? Um, like, did you see... Like, can we get... Are we going to get a... I don't want to say a battle for the lead, but are we going to see... Are you talking about just 450? Yeah, 450s. Like, who, who stepped it up? I mean, Anderson, I thought, had a great second moto. Um, that freaking third through tenth is just like a jumble. Like, yeah. nobody really stepped it up like that much more. 
Yeah. We talked about Will having a better race. Reed was good. Reed, Reed was good. Yeah. Reed was much better. I'd say Reed was the better. The he stepped it up the biggest out of everybody. Because at one point in time, I thought that he was going to. I thought he was going to make a charge for the podium, last podium spot in the second moto, and then he lost his goggles, and it kind of yeah. Went, he was moving forward. Though, it yeah. went south from there, but at one point in time, you're like, well, I mean, Reed's going to be on the podium today. Yeah. So, um, do you think Dungey? Do, does the three to ten pack, and we're talking Barsha, Pike, maybe Filthy Phil, as amazing as that sounds, the three to ten pack or three to eight guy, are they closer to Dungey than Dungey is to Tomac right now? No. Dungey's Dungey's pretty pretty close. Um, would would have been really close that first moto. Mm-hmm. Like that would have been. I feel like if Dungey's bike wouldn't have malfunctioned, that even if. Tomac would have passed him. He could have at least saw what Tomac was doing and mimicked him a little bit. But if it's like if you're if you're out of the sight from seeing what they're doing, mm-hmm. then you're screwed. Yeah. So Tomac basically got to follow Dungy, see all the bad lines he was taking, see everything what he was doing, and yep. then make a move. Then freaking Dungy got to see nothing. You know. <laughs> then Dungy got to see nothing as Eli was gone. Yes. Um. I guess we'll see. Um. I guess we'll see Roxon get better, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. Can Roxon can Roxon a hundred percent be beating Tomac right now? I think um, is he too far I back after missing tracks, time? I think on certain tracks, Roxon can can win. Because you know how it is when you miss time, you know doesn't doesn't stop for you. The racing doesn't stop. Tomac or Roxon's missed a lot of races. Yeah, no, he's missed a lot of races and he's not been riding properly. And you just lose time testing. You lose time mm-hmm. practicing. I think the big thing is just doing motos and being comfortable going that thirty plus two. And it's intense. The tracks are way rougher. And it's just you know he's gonna it's gonna take him a couple rounds to get back in the swing of things. And it's nothing crazy. No one needs to freak out like oh man, Roxon's lost it. But um, he's he'll be back. He'll be back in like. I don't know. I'd say three weekends you're going to start seeing a full Ken Roxon. Okay. With that, let's move on to my next question for you, and it's the NFAB question of the day. Um, let's uh, let's move on to that. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. The NFAB question of the day. Dress up your Jeep, truck, or SUV with the hottest-looking, hardest-working accessories from NFAB. Visit n-fab.com. Great guys. Proud sponsors of the JGR. NFAB, Toyota Team, Auto Trader, Barsha, Nicoletti, and Pike. And that's why I want to do the NFAP question of the day because I want to talk about those three guys. Ooh. Barsha was sec- third overall, right? Yeah, Barsha was third overall. And Pike was fourth over. These are Hangtown results, Mathis. Oh, no. What's going on here? I'm so stupid. Dummy. Uh, Barsha was second overall. Pike was fifth overall. And Nicoletti was ninth overall. Now, Nicoletti could have done a lot better, but he crashed in that first first lap of that first, second moto. But. Here's what I want to talk about. Uh, they were all three were impressive. Yeah. And Pike was impressive at Hangtown. Barsha impressive in the one the moto. The NFAB question of the day for you is at the end of the year, who is going to be the top JGR NFAB rider? Who is going to be the top rider in the points at the end of the year? I think Barsha. Barsha? Yeah. Okay. Why? I don't know. I just. 
I just think Barsha will be the best rider. I mean, there's... Thanks, yeah, for, thanks for backing that up. I know. I'm lad. not going to give you a hit for that. Yeah. yeah not, that, that is not... <laughs> Terrible point. Um, no, I'll make a better point. Give me a reason. Give I'll me a give reason. I'll give you a reason. Um, Barsha did get third two years ago in the championship. Mm-hmm. He can make a whole championship. I know that he's had some injuries lately, but um, before he had those injuries, he was a pretty consistent dude on finishing championships. Mm-hmm. So just the last year has been a kind of a bad one where he hasn't been able to finish championships. I think he'll pick up where he left off, and he'll he'll be at the top of that group. When, when you look behind, at it, he'll be at the top of the group behind Rocks and uh, yeah, and Dungy. Rocks and Dungey and right. Tomac. When you look at those guys, I mean, nothing against Phil and nothing against Wes and Pike, but when you look at those guys, Barsha's got the top end talent, doesn't he? I mean, the talent, the experience of being a, a front dude. Like, you look at Nicoletti and Weston Pike, they didn't have much of Light's careers at all. Pike did not have a, was a non-existent Light's career. Phil's was very short. So, um, you know, you, you transfer over that winning into right. into the 450 class. And um, Barsha's won Outdoor Nationals. He's won, you know, he's won Supercrosses. Mm-hmm. He's... I'd say he's a winner, you know, and, and not say that Pike and Phil won't beat him a lot, but I think you're going to see him consistently being more up front because that's just where he's used to being. Um, Phil's, Phil, I think, could have some really good races this year, but there, he's going to have bad ones like he had that second right. moto. And then um, Pike, Pike is impressing everybody, and it's almost like it's, we're just used to it now. That's just how Pike's going to be. He's going to kill it. Gibbs. Who's going to be the best placing JGR rider in the year? Uh, if Barsha doesn't crash, I say Barsha. But if not, Pike. But crash what? What do you mean? Crash his motorcycle. Yeah, but like, do you in mean general. all twelve rounds or just? Well, no. I mean, just you yeah. Know, the, you know, Barsha's known to kind of. I don't know. Right. He's right, right his, now. His, Pike's, his riding's hectic. Pike's looks, Pike's third looks in good. points too. Yeah. He's third in points right now. Um, Pike's more that, consistent. That is the end fab question of the end-fab.com. Uh, we'll ask JT the same thing in a little bit. I want to get his his opinion on it. Now, there's been probably no rider that's improved as much outside of you, Jimmy, as Weston Pike. <laughs> yes. Does Look, it wasn't that long ago that you were working Pike, I'm sure. Yeah. Working him. Everybody was. Okay, a lot of people were. Yeah. What's gone on with him? What's happened? Um, I and why can't you do that? <laughs> I think that, I, I mean, there's no reason why anybody can't do it, but he just put all the pieces of the puzzle together, and he's not mm-hmm. scared. The dude's, he's, he, uh, he yeah. just, his attitude is really everything. And, I, you know, people say attitude's everything, but it, it really is. And in his head, like, he's just, like, his attitude is completely, like, It is, it. isn't it? Yeah. You know, FTW. I'm how, going for this. How about that almost crash? Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Right. Like, did it, did it even look like it really phased him after that? He's still on the throttle, ripping around. You yeah. know, kind of gets squirrely a couple sections after that too. And it's, I mean, he crashed a lot in Supercross this year. Yeah, and um, you know, when you start just saying like, I'm just gonna go for F it, it, right? Like, F like it. basically, what he's doing is he's put he's unzipping his pants and he's putting his balls on his crossbar. Yes, and he's exactly. like, I don't Throwing care, balls over. out. Mm-hmm. He is, and that's um, you know. Before it was is like, that, is that was, frustrating for a guy like you, or is it? No, not, it, okay. not at all. I okay. mean, I mean, I think it's frustrating for more for the team managers that Weston Pike harassed and called over the years, <laughs> begging for rides, and they didn't do anything. And now yeah. I guarantee you, like they're just sitting there going, "What the hell is going on? Like, why are you letting Weston Pike beat right. you?" Well, but, hey, uh, even this year, the JGR guys—they had—they're talking to Wilbur, they're talking to Tickle, they're talking to Dean Wilson. 
We're talking to all these guys, and Yamaha was like, hey, we want Pike. And Coy Gibbs told me, like, that's fine. I got my guy, meaning Barsha. Yeah. Like, almost an afterthought to put him on the team. Like, okay, Yamaha, we'll make you happy. Yeah. And now, like, and it just it paid off big time. He resigned there. You know what I mean? He's a good fit. No, he's killing it. Yeah. Hey, speaking of which, we're going to announce your mystery rider in the 9 mm-hmm. o'clock hour. You get a lot of calls from guys? Like, you, know, yeah. you have a spot? Like, yeah, So I did. you're in that spot where you were calling dudes a few years ago and shutting, getting shut down, let's say, and now you have to shut guys I down. I know. I don't mean to be like the dick sometimes, but sometimes you just get a call or a text from a rider and you just think you didn't. Right. You're just like, no, it's going to go anywhere. It's just like, oh, man, like. <laughs> Please. And then, and then you, you put it off, and then all of a sudden I'm looking through my text messages a week later. I'm like, man, I never even answered back to that. Oh. Well, now it's late. I'm like, oh, <laughs> no. Like, I mean, it's uh, it's a dickhead move. I mean, I would never lead anybody on to, yeah. The, yeah. to anything else. But You just, yeah, you find but, you're missing time to get these guys back to these guys. Yeah, and I get it. Um, Armor Energy. Please tell me Sepkovic has nothing to do with it anymore. No. No. no, he does. I mean, no, he, he does. No, you involved. can't tell me that. He's, he's not. He's not the the sole owner anymore. So no. Okay, because I mean, honestly, that guy is a is a piece of work. Yeah, he seems to have. have people don't really seem to like him. Um, <laughs> don't seem to really. I like I met him for the first time. Oh, you didn't know him? I didn't never met him. No, I met him for the first time uh, at Supercross. Seemed like a nice guy, but I just have heard horror stories. But, yeah, um, yeah. He's but never yeah, no, never we, done anything to me besides be terribly uh, out to lunch about Jason Lawrence uh, back in the day. Yeah. But I've I've got people who worked with him as their their client, and he was just like that guy is yeah. Well, it's just tough because like every time I go to work, well, a deal, you, every time I go okay, to well, work I was a say, deal, this, do you, this affects you probably. Yeah, every time I go to work a deal with somebody, I'm just like, hey. Um, so uh, I've got this Arm Energy Racing thing we're doing. We're doing Yamaha's. The first mm-hmm. question is, is J-Law and Hollywood involved? I'm like, no. <laughs> they're not. Um, and there's I, a reason why people ask that. Yeah, there there definitely is. I mean, like I said, I mean, I've obviously I know J-Law from racing yeah. through the years and then him just, you know, being an idiot. Yeah, when he blew you out on social media. I mean, yeah. like he doesn't know you, right? He doesn't know, not at all. He was there's just no upset about the Armor thing? I guess. Like that was what it was? And he sent some like brutal messages. He like, dur- he like, Facebook message my wife saying like, "Oh, better watch your back, boy. Like, you got beef with the crew. My crew's gonna be there." I'm like, "Dude, like, <laughs> be real." And then he like was like, my, like "He's you're... like, my boy Hanny's gonna set you straight." And I'm like, "Me and, and then me and Hanson are like buddies, you know." Yeah, yeah. Hanson's like, right. "I don't know what the hell that goofball's talking about," you know. Right. Um, that sucks. It, it it does suck, you know, because at, at the end of the day, like I look at him. Uh, J Law is like a marketing tool, yeah. and I believe if he wasn't such an idiot, then it would have been a cool marketing thing to actually get J Law straightened up and get him, yeah. get him riding, practicing properly, and and yeah. put him on the team. That would have been cool. But it's just like the more and more I know about him and find out about him, it's just mm-hmm. like God, he is really like a delinquent. Well, you're like you're like. Look, if I roll through Jersey, I'll be scared. The what? next time I, you're like, uh, your crew will get me. When next time I roll through yeah, Jersey, I'll be super not scared. Even that. I know people from Jersey. <laughs> My trainers from Jersey. I'm not worried about that. Um, yeah, it, it's it's definitely. I I've had people ask me like, is Sepkovic involved with Jimmy's deal? And I'm like, I don't think so. I don't think it has anything to do with it. Yeah, and, and it's like I said, I'm, I've only met Scott once, and I. I, you know, I yeah, I got along with the guy. I don't I don't know anything bad. But if somebody comes out and acts like they got a problem with me off the bat, and I don't even freaking really know him, like J Law, it's like you know I don't got time for that. Pulp Ain't nobody got time for that. Pulp Extra presented by BTOSports.com and Fly Racing coming up with the RCH Suzuki's Kenny Roxon, uh, Phil Nicoletti, Sean Collier, and the Mystery Rider.
Oh. Who could the wrist me rider be? Question mark. Is it Tim Ferry? Oh, you oh wish. My God. It'd be epic. Oh, uh, what Can, if it was? Well, that's why I asked you if you wanted to be a mechanic for the team earlier. Would you do it? If I if I said Timmy was going to race Supercross season yes. for us next year, yes. would you yes. come back? Yes. Would you spend? Okay. Yes. Yes. I, I want to get out of this media thing. Back into Timmy. I, I just, I'm getting a little, people, listen, regular listeners know, I'm getting a little frustrated slash tired. We need to get Timmy on uh, and see if he wants to sign right now. We should do that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and we'll bring you out as a mechanic. Okay. You want to call him? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, let's call him. <laughs> I could use any excuse to call him. Oh, oh, Timmy. <laughs> Hold, I don't even know if he'll answer. You're shaking. Hold on. We got to come. We got, we got, um. It's like me with McGrath. <laughs> Timmy's had the same number for uh, his whole career, too, by the way. So, Ooh. like, it's easy. Yeah. Um, let's see if he answers. Is it one five? We got Kenny Watson coming up right away after this. One five, one five, no, one wish. five, one five, one five. I, w- I wish it was. No, because i got to tell him I was on. He's not going to be smart enough to know that's on the no, air. No, thanks. <laughs> Timmy Ferry. No, thanks. Tim Ferry, this is Jimmy Albertson with Arm Energy Racing. How are you doing? <laughs> From, with who? We, Arm Energy Racing. We're wanting to offer you a contract for the 2016 Supercross season. Timmy, would you come back to racing and I can t- spin the wrenches? Um, Steve wants to be out not. of the... Steve's getting it's out of the media. Memorial Day, and we've had a big day here. There's no way I can do it. <laughs> you won't be recovered from Memorial Day by the time Anaheim comes around. <laughs> no. Way too many jello These shots. Memorial Days, are all, they're all blending together. <laughs> Dude, we'll get you. Listen, I can dust the wrenches off. Jimmy's got a solid program on Yamahas. I'll dust the wrenches off. I'll get out of this media game, and we will come back. We will take over again. I think you're going to have to soon, though, because there's no way you can keep this going on. <laughs> no, I agree. Why? I saw that texting you like the other day. I was thinking, I cannot believe this radio show is still going. <laughs> I know. Thanks for listening all those years. You know years what's funny? Too, by the way. It's uh, it was Memorial Day today, and Steve had no idea that it was like for veterans. He was just had a shrine of Tim Ferry stuff and like <laughs> praying about your remembrance of your career. Hey, uh, so you're not coming up a retirement. Um, not for pro, no. Not for pro. <laughs> Canadian? <laughs> Canadian pro? Canadian we... pro? Is that like, is that still pro? Or is that <laughs> it's, it's still pro. Hey, uh, okay. Jimmy, Jimmy wanted to know, um, uh, he couldn't believe that you let me have the Summer Cross trophy here in the yeah, studio. Yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty cool, huh? Oh, yeah, it's nice. It's clear and it's got a bunch of fingerprints on it. Remember when we won? Remember? Yeah, it was a big day. Beating McGrath? Oh, it's fantastic. <laughs> All right, look, we'll let you go. I, I, we cold call you to see if you want to. Jimmy said that he'd hire you right now for his second spot next year if I spun the wrenches. Clearly, it's not happening. No, I'm done, man. I'm over it. What about, out- I'm over it. <laughs> what about outdoors only? No. No? No. Not after looking at Hangtown, it was too rough. <laughs> too rough. <laughs> the 40-year-olds can't ride that kind of stuff. When are you coming either. back to Oklahoma and we're going to have a lap time battle? I feel I still think I can beat you, actually, in a lap time battle. No way. Was he close to Not you? Not possible. Was he close Not to you, Jimmy? Not even close to me. Jimmy. I beat, you, I beat you on Ronnie Mack's bike. Timmy, were no, you close? 
You were close. Is to that Jimmy. not true? I beat you on Ronnie Max bike. No, he did beat me on his bike, Dad. But dude, I'm. Were you riding right, your? Give me, give me two. Give me two weeks, and we're in. Give, give me two weeks. All right, I'm gonna cut. Uh, give Give me two weeks of riding after my shoulder injuries, and we'll come off. We'll practice. We'll train for two weeks, and then it'll be a showdown. <laughs> Perfect. I, will, I won't even ride till then, and then let me know when you start. I will. Two weeks on. And there's no yeah. secret riding either. I've got spies in Florida right now. Uh, hey, trust me, I've not been riding. <laughs> Red Dog, we got Roxon on the other line, and he's more important than you at this point. Oh, but no, no. Um, so uh, this, this always happens. <laughs> yeah, I know you're <laughs> a big listener. Story of, the show. of my life. <laughs> uh, thanks for thanks for taking the call, and sorry you're not coming back racing. All right, see you guys. See ya, Timmy. Timmy Fair, everybody. All right, let's get to our next guest. He's the reigning 450 MX champion, uh, coming off a rough hangtown. Pretty decent Glen Helen, other than a crash, and uh, I'm sure we'll see him up on the top step pretty soon. Brought to you by Vortex Sprockets. Kenny Roxon, what's up, man? What's up, ladies? <laughs> we tried to get Red Dog to come out of retirement. I can spin the wrenches for Albertson's team, and he just shut me down. Yeah, I can't believe it. No that. way. Yeah, dude, because, Kenny, you think you've seen speed. You didn't see Red Dog in his prime. Not. He didn't see Red Red or Bud's Creek Yeah. when he hunted Carmichael down. You didn't see that, Kenny. I didn't see that. I was probably like, how old was I? 2000. <laughs> Gosh, he no, makes me you would have been thirteen in oh seven. You would have been thirteen. <laughs> I think it wasn't oh seven when that happened. It was two thousand four or three. Oh, oh yeah. Well, there you go. That's about right. Yep. Yeah, two thousand and three. Kenny rocks. Or uh, um, Ferry Mathis beat Carmichael at a couple of motos. Our, my, they're, they're pretty big. I watched in two thousand five. I was at Mini O's and Kenny was riding eighties against Jason Anderson. And how do you do? Uh, they wadded together. That's all I remember. <laughs> you wadded. I wadded with- hey, I wadded together. I, we wadded at that the first year. I think I don't know. It must have been oh five and oh six or oh four and oh five. I think it was oh four and oh five. Yeah. So oh five was better. Okay, so Jimmy was Roxon a big deal? Like you guys knew who he was? This he German was kid? just this kid wearing a lot of pink, and I didn't know <laughs> much about him, but he was ripping. And uh, and him and Jason Anderson were just throwing down. Yeah, I think he crashed in the whoops, and Anderson hit his bike and just cartwheeled. <laughs> yeah, yep, yep. It was yeah, good. Dude, I, I can't believe you remember that. I just got I'm a I'm a freaking book of information. Um, <laughs> and you did Loretta's one year too, right, Kenny? Back in the day, I did. Oh eight, yeah, oh yeah, eight Loretta's. That's right. Yeah. Um, hey, uh, welcome to the show. Thanks for doing this on Memorial Day. I appreciate you taking the time for us. So, oh no worries, man. I love it. <laughs> no, you don't. But that's yeah. fine. I, I do actually. <laughs> well, you know, it's one thing. It's always once I'm on the phone, I'm like, oh yeah, this is fun. Okay, seven zero two five eight six seven eight five seven. You got a question for uh, the four fifty motocross champion Kenny Roxon? Give us a call here on the Pulpamex show. Um, other than that crash in Glen Helen, a much much better day for you uh, at Glen Helen as opposed to Hangtown, huh? Yeah, it was. Well, obviously, the first moto is kind of kind of a bummer. Um, Anderson, and, I think it was Anderson, and I got See? together there. <laughs> you and Anderson, you guys can't Once separate again. this beef from 2004. <laughs> this is a throwback. And uh, so then we, you know, obviously had to come from pretty far back. I don't know how long it took, but it must have taken a pretty long time because the other guys were gone. <laughs> right, yeah. And then, um, but um, I was I was okay with that uh, with that eighth, you know. I mean, I saw the pit bull a few laps ago, and it set Baggett like 20 seconds ahead, and I was like, you know, I'm just going to mm-hmm. stay here in that position and then um, do work in second moto. And obviously second moto was a bit better. I actually threw it over before the, I think it was before the, yeah, before the finish in that little right-hander. Mm-hmm. So uh, that lost me a lot of ground. But, um, I mean, overall, though, it was, it was you know, better than the weekend before. We're just mm-hmm. going to improve. 
Um, yeah, the back injury keeps having a rough uh, hangtown. And we talked about it a little bit after the race. It's good now. You lost, you lost some valuable training and practicing time coming into the Nationals. And it's good now, but it's one of those things where it could come back or you could just keep racing all summer, huh? And you'd be fine. Yeah, um, it, it could, yeah. I, I think um, like the way I feel now, I think it's going to be fine all summer. Mm-hmm. But at one point uh, or right after the season, I'm definitely going to have to get it fixed. And it's really not a big deal. Like they just go in there with like a hot needle, and it basically like melts the fracture or something, and fix and it can fix it for life. You know, so uh, yeah. And that'll that'll only uh, only you know let me sit on the couch for like six days or so. Wow, that's it, huh? So uh, that yeah. should be pretty quick. It was just unfortunate that it happened, you know, the week before hang time. Yeah. So like, why couldn't it happen? If it happens, why couldn't it happen like a couple of weeks before then? I would have had more time, you know? Yeah, yeah. Get it fixed right. right away. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, you're all, you know, you take the time off, you're getting ready for outdoors, and then boom, just strikes. Um, yeah, so when you went out for practice at Hangtown, I mean, dude, you're, you know, you put in whatever the, 19th time or 18th time or something like that were you thinking like i don't know if i can race the first moto how how close were you to not even racing no well um in the morning like well as a friday night i was like man if that if it stays like that there's absolutely no way i can race mm-hmm. but you know you do have adrenaline and it's kind of for for practice it's really just uh you don't have as much adrenaline so i didn't really know because i haven't done anything that could move i didn't know how far i can go right because you know the pain was there and it wasn't really too much the jumping part, but it was like every once in a while you just do a movement and stuff, and especially sitting in the corners, you know, obviously the track got super rough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so I was just rolling around the whole time. I'm like, man, I knew that in the race I can, you know, make something happen. You have way more adrenaline, and, and uh, I didn't want to make it make it worse pain-wise, so mm-hmm. I was just rolling around, really. Yoshimura Suzuki's uh, James Stewart and Blake Baggett use uh, Vortex Racing. Babbitt's Kawasaki uses Vortex Racing. And uh, you, you, you can, too, the V3 Motocross Bar, 1,000 different gear choices, VortexRacing.com. Bringing you Kenny Roxon on the show. Yeah, what I was going to say, though, is um, people don't understand whenever you do take time off the bike, even if it's just a week and you go into the weekend cold and you've just been trying to fix an injury all week, that... Sometimes you can deal with the pain, but just the awkwardness of kind of not being prepared on the motorcycle sometimes is just like arm pump, and then you're just not flowing correctly, and then it just kind of compounds the whole injury. It always like it always blows my mind because it's really, you know we do that so much and it's a week, but man that week throws you off. It does. You wouldn't think so, but <sighs> it does. And it's so funny because uh, mechanics or team managers are like you don't forget how to ride a bike, and I'm like, well, you know. You know, sometimes you do. <laughs> I don't want, and especially coming from Southern California track, they're like freeways. Oh you know, yeah, you right. to the weekend, and it's a hundred times worse. Dude, I don't want to bring this around to me and my super athlete training schedule I'm on. But I took, I took ten days off the mountain bike. You just love no, talking I'm serious. about your mountain bike. Seriously, my heart rate. So I took ten days oh, off. Yeah. I went back on a mountain ride, my my normal ride. My heartbeat was ten beats higher. Oh, yeah. I'm like, wait, I just took ten days. That's it. No. I was struggling. Ten days is a lot, dude. I yeah, I was frustrated. Yeah. I'm like, I can't believe I, I lost the gains in ten days. A lot of well, times, yeah. Go on, Kenny. Yeah, um, it's really it's not that you you still have your base, but you do you know, um, and you don't really realize when you're in good shape, it doesn't you know your breathing is so mellow and like you got everything dialed in mm-hmm. in the system. I would say in a routine that one, then you do go and then you kind of like forget to breathe and everything. It just throws everything off and. 
And it's not like you're less fit. It's just, mm-hmm. you know, you're just a little bit out of it. And But if you are two weeks off, and then, you know, it could come back just as quick. So. Right. That's right. what I was saying about um, Adam Censorilla. I was doing um, I was doing some sort of interview or podcast with you. Or I don't even know what <laughs> I was doing. Right. I've been doing so much BS lately. But uh, they were kind of dogging on his fitness. I'm like, yeah, I bet he's fit. He's just... His riding fitness isn't there yet. Yeah. To get used to focusing for 35 minutes and, and the riding part of it, you know, there's no doubt in my mind that the kid's fit, but it's like it's a different thing racing. Right. Yeah, uh, no. yeah for sure. And, and you always put, you know, you do, you do practice and you think you're pushing, but when you do go on the gate, I mean, it's just, just push that extra notch again. That's just how it is. Yeah, absolutely. Let's take a phone call here on the Pulp Mech Show presented by BTO Sports and Fly Racing. Tyson, you got a question for Kenny Roxon? Actually, first, my eight-year-old daughter wants to give Ken a quick message. Okay. Goodbye, All right. What was that? I didn't hear it. Say it again. Good luck this year, Ken. Oh, thank you. How sweet. <laughs> so, so my question is, uh, it, they seem to be making a concerted effort to keep the tracks more rough this year versus last year. Do you, you as a rider, do you see a big difference in that, and do you think it's going to help you for Germany and our team with USA and the motocross the nations. Well, um, to be honest, even last year, or actually the whole time I was in the U.S., the tracks have actually been pretty rough all the time. Even last year, mm-hmm. um, I do remember when I was in Europe and I used to watch some of the outdoor stuff. It seems like they had a few years there where they flattened everything and it was just you mm-hmm. know straight freeway. But for as long as I'm here, the tracks have actually been pretty rough and. It also, you know, it depends. Track conditions this year obviously have been uh, pretty cold and mellow. And, um, like, this weekend it, it, it started raining and or the raining the night before, so the track gets way deeper, and that makes a big difference too, you know. That's true. Both both weekends we had rain. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Big difference. Good point. You're right about that. Which I love, by the way. I mean, I wish – like, I'm never a big fan of, like, that little bitty and sometimes rain. Right. Because it messes – I like when it just – Poor, all there is. <laughs> I'd really rather have that than just you know a little bit of rain. Right, right. Yeah. yeah well, we saw you at Indiana. It went well. Yeah. When it rains. Uh, it <laughs> th- thanks, Tyson. Yep. See you guys. Thank you. Appreciate it. Uh, Kenny Roxon on the show, uh, taking time for us here on the show. It. Uh, when are you going back to Florida? When's that going to happen? I am. Well, I'm leaving here Wednesday. I got press day in Colorado. Yep. I don't actually know how that's going to go because I think it's raining there too or something. <laughs> yeah. But um, but um, uh, after Colorado, I'm going straight back to Florida. Okay, and you'll be nice. there for the rest of the year? Yeah. What? I can't wait to get back. <laughs> no. Are you still down by Alden's place? Uh, the well, Baker I still Factory? have my house there. I'm going to go right at uh, Ed Rondo's place, so RV's old Oh, place. nice. Yeah, Trey was down there for a little while. He yep. said it was really nice. Well, the big one, five. Oh, yeah. They he, call it the nest. That's the nest. The, <laughs> yes. Yeah, there's the nest, there's the bakery, there's the yeah. farm. We call Trey's the compound. I think, uh, I think uh, Lake Baggett's farm is down there, too, somewhere. Yeah, the Chupacabra Ranch. Oh, he actually has his own place, huh? Yeah, he bought a whole property. He's, wow. going, he's going to town Baller. on that. So, Kenny, what uh, what about your bike setup with you not riding for Hangtown? And obviously, I think you're the kind of guy that's not, you know, you just kind of ride it and you, you can ride anything. But how's the testing going? Are you behind? Or is there more stuff you want to try on your bike to, to get a better setup? Or how's that testing going? Um, for sure. Um, we do, uh, have been going back and forth a little bit on, on some things. And, uh, I, I definitely think we can get better because I'm usually the, I'm the kind of guy, even last year and the years before I find a setting that I like and I ride it the whole time. Right. Even if it is a little bit off something, I just leave the way it is because I'd rather adjust a little bit. Yep. Obviously not if it's too far off, you got to do something. Right. So, uh, we have been, uh, been trying some things and stuff and, uh, 
Uh, I think it's going to take a little bit longer. I just want to have a, a mm-hmm. good base, and then from then on, like, I'll, I'll just write it, and, and that's when I do the best. That's when I start right. feeling comfortable, you know? I like that because, I mean, you knowing what your bike's going to do is the big thing. As it's long as it's not doing anything thing. unexpected, then you can, you can adjust. I agree. Um, you know what, um, Roxon? I, I I talked to you after um, I saw you after Hangtown for a little bit, and then I talked to you after Glen Helen. Um, you know, you know, you're winning the Supercross series. Had your ankle injury, it didn't go well. Um, you know, you had to miss most of that series. Now this year, you come in with the back injury. You're already a lot of points down, and I'm sure you know that. But man, your, your attitude, like you're doing interviews, you're talking to fans. You know, it's not working out the way, you know, right now you'd love to be the Supercross champion and winning this outdoors, which you very easily could have. But, man, I like your attitude. Like, you're like, huh, shit happens, I guess. But you're still still kind of the same guy. I like that. Oh, you know? yeah, for sure. I mean, I mean, I love the sport, and, and it comes with it. You know, some years or, you know, a period of time goes good, and sometimes you're down. But, like I said, um, I'm not going to let that bring me down. I um, still love the sport, and... and uh, Man, it's it is it is what it is. I mean, there's right. nothing that I can do about it anyway. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I might as well think positive. You know, I mean, what's that going to do if I you know start thinking negative and this and that? Mm-hmm. And you know, I'm still going to go out there. And even if this year was kind of a struggle, um, sometimes that is just the way it is. And everybody has those. So uh, yeah. yes. I'm not really like negative about anything. Some dudes are though. Some dudes get grouchy. They don't want to do much signings. They don't yeah. want to talk to fans. I mean, people people forget how young you are too. I mean, shoot, you started riding GPS when you're like. 15 years old it's yeah. you know, you've been around for so long people you know as a normal person you probably think you're dang near 30 years old <laughs> right, yeah. I know, but, right? but well, um but you have still so, so many young. years that go good and stuff you know at one point yeah. it, it sometimes just is what it is and and uh, i'm glad you know as long as it is nothing super super big you know like a broken arm or whatever that's always just small to me which is which yeah. i'm thankful about you know <laughs> right, right and um so after a, after a long period of time, and people forget that sometimes, you know, now they see me injured and stuff, they're like, oh, you, you know, say whatever. But, I mean, it is what it is. Yeah, yeah, no, exactly. No, I like it. I, I just I want to give you props on that. Um, Thank you. Lakewood, you like it? What do you think of Lakewood? Yeah, I've always I've always liked Lakewood. Um, obviously, we're at altitude, so mm-hmm. that's going to change the bike a lot power-wise, but it's for everyone the same. But, man, I... I really don't have any track where I'm going to, and I'm like, dang it, that place again. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Even so, um, even Washougal, huh? Uh, yeah. Oh, you got me there. <laughs> um, I do have to say, I do go into every year. I'm going into it with a positive mind because right. things can change. Um, but yeah, that looks like it seems like that's one place that kind of gets me. But I'm going to change that this well, year. Well, look what? at look at Trey at Washougal. He's just basically killed himself every time he's been there. But the right. one time he didn't, he went one one. Yeah, no. <laughs> so that could be yeah. you. And I, and I mean it exactly. I, and I don't mean necessarily Washugo for your results. I know you haven't had a great time there, but a lot of riders struggle at Washugo. They just the dirt's gone. It's slippery. It's hard to get traction. It's got the shadows that nobody likes in the woods. Yeah, you know, the shadows are insane. Like every year, I'm going there, and I'm like, yeah, you know, shadows, whatever. And you kind of forget about it. But last year, for example, it was so bad. It was, it's crazy. <laughs> Uh, hey, uh, thanks for coming on, man. I appreciate it. I didn't want to keep you too oh, yeah, long no on the holiday. Um, thank you for doing this. Uh, I know you'll get better from here on out and uh, give us a, a little bit of a race there with that number three dude. Right now he's uh, he's on fire, so I look forward to you getting uh, 100% and getting back up there, man. Thanks for doing this. For sure it is. You know, I mean, give credit where credit's due, right? Yeah. So mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. We'll, uh, we'll get there. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. Thank you, Kenny. All right, guys. Later. All right, see you. 
King Kenny Rocks and Vortex Racing, you bringing you Kenny Rocks and email Roger at Vortex Racing for forty percent off. And uh, yeah, great guys uh, down there at Vortex, and I, I mean that like there's some dudes who wouldn't do a radio show after the start that oh, he's had. No. He's like the team manager marketing side. Like, he's like a wet dream. Well. <laughs> <laughs> like, basically. Tell well, where's my button. We, damn it. Yeah. There we go. Um, I hit the iPad. I was so excited. I hit the whole iPad. Yeah. Um, no, and we talked about this. JT and I have talked about this. If you're a gear company or you're anything, a gear, a team, is there a worldwide rider Better for your company than Kenny Roxon right now? Like probably not. The uh, only thing worldwide exposure you're going to get better uh, off if you have is probably Travis Pastrana. You know, and that's yeah. not in motocross. Look, you know, his English is perfect. He appeals to Europeans. He's a good-looking good kid. Looking he's head, a yeah. nice guy. He has a flair and a style to him. He's, no, he's young. I mean, th- if you're a, a company in the sport, open your checkbook up to get Kenny Roxon to endorse your product. No, it's definitely you know. He made that. I mean, obviously, the Hart and Huntington guys were going after a big guy, yeah. and I imagine that contract wasn't small. It's RCH, not Hart and Huntington anymore. Yeah, Hart and Ricky, Hart and Carmichael, Hart Carrie, and Carmichael, Hart. something. It's not Hart and Huntington anymore. RCHRC. Um, yeah, so I just like having him. I thought it was cool that he did the show. I didn't think he'd do it. I was like, hey, do you mind doing it? And he was like, no, I'll do it. Yeah, so. he's pretty. Up for really yeah. anything. I mean, he's the best rider in the world, and he's off to a bad season, off to a bad start. You know what I mean? I see him racing for a long time just because he's very good at at, um, at still having fun while doing it, and a lot of guys struggle. <laughs> yeah, I know, absolutely. BTOsports.com, Fly Racing, Race Tech, Vortex Racing, Roost Graphics, X-Brand Goggles, NFAB Jeep and Truck Parts, Hot Cams, Works Connection. You use Works Connection? Oh, yeah. Who what doesn't? Do you- How can you pull a whole shot without a Works Connection whole shot? Device? Right. Do you use it's a perch too or no? I use a perch. They used to only come with the um, the Honda ratio. Yeah. For them, and oh, they, they don't were, anymore. And they were garbage. No, I'm gonna say that no. they were garbage. They were garbage Wait, on anything. The ratio or the perch? The ratio. The perch was great. Yeah. The feel was good, but the ratio okay. wasn't correct. No, so let listen. me let you let me spit. No. Because Works Connection is a no. great sponsorship of mine. I know, but wait a minute. The reason they only made the Honda ratio is because everybody loved it. I know. Maybe not you. Maybe no. Not you. Will you listen to me? You, uh, you are you a rider? You are not a rider. You are oh, really? a dumb mechanic. I, I'm not a rider. You are a grease monkey. Oh, wait a minute. Let me pull out my Manitoba titles and I'll show you how much of a rider I am. Okay, so let me talk. Blah, blah, blah. Okay. So on 2009, yep. when you were on the Honda ratio lever onto the Yamaha, mm-hmm. you could not pull the clutch in for a start without it creeping. Now they've done ratios for all the bikes, and mm-hmm. the clutch perch is absolutely amazing and awesome. And as soon as I switched to it, because I did not know they switched ratios, as soon as I tried it, I was like, yes, this thing is order, yeah. order a billion of them because <laughs> these things are awesome. Eric down there, WorksConnection.com. They've been on our show for, I think, three or four years now. Yeah. And been, been, been a big part of it. So we thank those guys. They, they make they, all sorts of good stuff. They make great stuff, yeah. Radiator braces, uh, the whole shot devices, yeah. the skid plates. Shit, Honda runs a radiator brace. It just buys them. Guys. Yeah, I know. They just buy them. They're mm-hmm. like, you know, F it, we'll buy them. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, great guys down there at Works Connection. Uh, Atlas neck braces, official neck brace of uh, Jason Anderson uh, and uh, many other riders in the pits or on Real Poto as well when he gets back. FMF Racing, you use FMF. Oh, yeah, who doesn't? You and Little D are tight. Oh, so uh, tight. FMF Racing. W Wheels, thanks to John and Kristen for the hospitality. Glenn Ellen, I was in the W Wheels yep. suite. John's good dude. And Tom. Guts Racing, two White. under, Galford Brakes, KTMPartsExpress.com, Black Ops Boto. Let's take a break early a little bit because Filthy was whining about the 10.15 uh, start time for him. 
for the call-in We got to do Phil now. No, we'll take a commercial, then we'll come back, oh, and we'll, we'll call Phil a little earlier so he can get the bad. Off. He's going to get grumpy quick because he's already grumpy right now. Yeah. He's so, Grumpy Cat. He is. He's, 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 he's Grumpy Cat. Wah, wah, wah. He started the Grumpy Cat. <laughs> All right. Top Jimmy Albertson in studio. All show. And uh, much more to come on the show. Thanks for listening. We'll see you after this commercial break. Hey, guys. This is Jason Thomas. I wanted to talk to you for a minute about fly racing. Fly racing has grown by leaps and bounds since I started wearing it back in 2003. If you go back and look at a picture from back then, and flash forward to now, where you see guys like Trey Kennard, Andrew Short, Justin Brayton, Weston Pike, and the 250 Rockstar Husky team wearing, you'll see what I'm talking about. We're now producing premium products, but our goal to give you more bang for your buck hasn't changed since those days. Our F2 carbon helmet, worn by all of our pro riders, is what I consider to be the best value in the motocross world. Our new Evolution 2.0 and light hydrogen lines have been continually improved and perfected over the past couple of years to give you the ideal fit. Whether it's off-road, supercross, motocross, or just riding in the backyard with your buddies, we have something purpose-built just for you. I invite you to check out our website at flyracing.com and, of course, your local dealer and online retailers to learn more about what we have been working on. Follow us on social media at FlyRacingUSA and post pictures of you riding on our Fly Racing wall on our website. From all of us at Fly Racing, I want to say thanks for listening and support companies that support Pulpamex. Pulp MX Show is brought to you by BTOSports.com. Whether you are looking for new gear, helmets, boots, or you need to rebuild your bike from the ground up, BTO is your source for all of your motocross needs. As a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM race team and the heart of the BTO Sports amateur motocross team, it is obvious that we are about more than being just a store. We support the sport that supports us. us. We at BTO Sports want to give back to you, the listener, for supporting us and the Pulp MX Show. Use coupon code PULPMX when placing your order at btosports.com for a VIP listener discount. Certain brand restrictions will apply. Race Tech. Privateer proven. When riders choose, they choose Race Tech. Supporting the world's fastest racers. Providing factory-level products, support, and service to the everyday rider. Each setup and product is 100% guaranteed and made in the USA. When racers choose, they choose Racetech. Visit Racetech.com for a full listing of suspension parts, tools, and information. Or check out Paul Feed's Motorcycle Suspension Bible, your guide to everything suspension. To receive 20% off parts and labor, enter discount code PULPMX2015 when ordering. Racetech. MFAB is the undisputed leader in high-quality accessories for your truck, Jeep, and SUV. For products that are as unique as your vehicle, check out MFAB Off-Road Accessories. From Nerf Steps and Lighting Accessories to the all-new Adjust Step and Endura Step. MFAB has you covered. MFAB products are handcrafted in the USA, delivering unsurpassed quality and durability with cutting-edge style. Available in cab length, wheel-to-wheel, and fed access models, MFAB Nerf Steps offer the widest array of configurations to access your vehicle. NFAB also offers a wide range of mounting solutions for auxiliary lighting, including pre-runner light bars, light cages, and full replacement front bumpers. All NFAB products are backed by a lifetime craftsmanship warranty and a five-year finish warranty. To find out where to buy NFAB products, visit www.n-fab.com or call 866-806-NFAB. NFAB, truck products for truck people. 
Usually, safety comes at the expense of comfort or mobility. Notice how we said usually? Back in 2007, many of you bought the wrong neck brace by mistake, and we don't blame you. We did too. But there's good news. You don't have to make the same mistake again. Since then, things have changed drastically. The all-new line of Atlas braces are 20% lighter, have three times more suspension in them, maintain the much-needed flexibility, and even contact 27 more percent surface area of your body than the competition. All in a smaller overall package to make it feel like you're wearing less. The experience speaks for itself. The only thing left to do is join RV, Jason Anderson, Dean Wilson, and Martin Davalos to experience why Atlas is the fastest-growing neck brace on the market. Get yours today at atlasbrace.com. Follow them on social media at atlasbrace to find out new and exciting things all the time from Atlas Brakes. We thank those folks for coming on the show. If you're on the fence about a neck brace, please try the Atlas one. Best one out there. How's it going? My name is Chris Laredo. Patrick Barker. Scott Lewis. My name is Ben Schirmeyer. I'm a mechanic for Jason Anderson. Weston Pikes mechanic. Wrench on the number 10, Justin Brighton. I work for Justin Barsha. We are running uh, Galfer. Galfer. Galfer brakes. That's the best thing, yeah. It's like better on Galfer. For 2015, X-Brand has added stellar new colorways to our exciting Volcano, Phantom, and Limited line. You know Nick Way demands the illest style, and now with RCH Racing's Brock Tickle on board, we have assembled a motivated squad. Our simple approach to a fresh look, unmatched comfort, and elite performance remains pegged in the red. You can rest assured knowing X-Brand has you covered with a full offering of lenses, tear-offs, laminates, nose guards, and our zip-off system. Order direct through the EKSBrand.com store and enter discount code PULPSHOW15 to save 30% now. The leader in design and development of high-performance dirt bike camshafts, Hot Cams is now a proud supporter of the Pulp MX Show and its listeners. Looking to increase the horsepower of your engine without spending a fortune? You need to get a set of Hot Cams. Engineered using state-of-the-art valve train software and CNC machined from 8620 billet steel, Hot Cams camshafts are one of the most economical, reliable, and easy-to-install ways to add 5 to 10% power gain to your engine. By selecting one of our three stages of camshaft profiles, you can specifically tune the power band of your engine to best suit your riding style. Designed, dyno-proven, and made in the USA, Hot Cam's performance camshafts are used by privateer riders like Jimmy Albertson, Mitchell Oldenburg, Michael Lieb, Adam Entignap, Nick Schmidt, and the Monster Energy Leading Edge Kawasaki team. Hot Cam's wants to help you get the extra power you need by offering all Pulp listeners a 30% discount on all orders placed online at hotcamsinc.com. Type in the discount code HOTCAMS2015 at checkout. Hot Cam's Unleash the power within. Works Connection is proud to be a sponsor of Pulp MX because just like you, they're passionate and dedicated to the sport. For over 23 years now, they've been producing innovative products like their Pro Launch Start Device and the 123 Easy Build Elite Perch Line. Just take a look around the AMA Pro Pits and you'll see Works Connection's proving ground for products under the canopies of Yoshimura Suzuki, RCH Racing, Star Racing, and other top teams. Plus, they now stock hints and clutch components, peg armor, ARC levers, and Fasco products too. Works Connection, your one-stop shop for cutting-edge products. Visit them on the web at W www.worksconnection.com and use the keyword PulpMX for 20% off your order or visit your local outlet and check out the new lineup of products for 2015.
Do you own a KTM like Andrew Schwartz? Then listen up. You can stop searching for the best place to get genuine KTM parts and accessories. Grab a whole shot like Shorty. Go directly to KTMPartsExpress.com, your number one online source for KTM parts and accessories. There's no shortage of genuine KTM parts in our huge warehouse, as well as a full selection of KTM power parts and power wear accessories. We also offer the same aftermarket parts and accessories that you see on Shorty's bike for your own KTM. 29 years of experience would be impressive, but we have over 35 years of experience in the motorcycle industry. We're here to serve you with a huge inventory, great prices, and fast, dependable service. The staff at KTM Parts Express is not short on experience. We'll process your order with speed and accuracy. Our goal is to get you the parts you need in the shortest amount of time. If you're in need of KTM Parts or accessories, this is the place to shop. Roost MX. Roost MX, the official graphics company for both Cobra Moto and Cycle Trader Rock River Yamaha team. For over 16 years, Roost delivers professional level graphics for every rider from amateur to pro. Choose from our huge selection of graphics online and make yours one of a kind. Roost also offers a wide range of other custom products from t-shirts, sticker kits, helmet kits, trailer graphics, and more. With our quick 48-hour turnaround, shipping orders is top priority. Be sure to check out the new Pulp Nation section to get your Pulp MX swag. And follow us on Instagram at RoostMX for monthly sales. Get your equipment looking fresh by visiting RoostMX.net and use the discount code PULPNATION to save 20%. RoostMX. Motocross bikes have become very advanced over the past seven years, and yet ignition coil technology hasn't changed for almost 40. Almost 40. As a rider, you change sprockets, exhaust, ECU mapping, and even engine internals to gain an advantage. So with four times more energy than that of a stock ignition coil, the Black Ops Moto ignition coil is race-proven to help engines starting, throttle response, and acceleration when it's needed most. The Black Ops Moto coils are designed for two-stroke and four-stroke engines, as well as vintage and Evo bikes. Replace those tired, worn-out ignition coils with proven performance coil. Stop overlooking the obvious and contact us today. Pulp MX listeners will get 15% off just by emailing or calling us directly at Black Ops Moto. You can also visit us on Facebook or at BlackOpsMoto.com. Black Ops Moto. Hey, 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 hey. W-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-
Internet, Peters, Partridge, Freeberg, they all use and trust W for all the wheel needs. If they trust W, why don't you? Don't buy a, a set of cheap wheels. Just because you paid $500 for a set of wheels, you're not going to put those on your bike. They're not that good. Really, seriously. WUSA.com. Anything you need. Cool colors. Better strength. They've got it. And they've been proud supporters of the Pulp and Mech Show for many years now. And we thank those guys. WUSA.com. Do it. Don Emler had a simple vision for FMF Racing when he started it in his garage back in 73. Provide top-level U.S. racing equipment at the grassroots level. 43 years later, FMF Racing is known for delivering the world's top performance exhaust products. Today, Don's vision continues to guide the family-operated company in its 100,000-square-foot, state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in the heart of Southern California, where 100% of everything is built under one roof. FMF is factory. Vortex Racing, the leader in top quality racing components for over 15 years, is now a proud supporter of the Pulp MX Show. All Vortex Racing products are made with the best materials and the tightest tolerances. All because Vortex Racing is owned and operated by guys just like you. Enthusiasts and riders that demand the best. We have over 1,000 different gear choices to suit your needs and track conditions. All sprockets are cut from 7075T6 aluminum and come in an assortment of colors. Want something even stronger? Check out our full line of laser-cut steel sprockets. Besides sprockets, Vortex offers V3 oversized motocross handlebars that are 29% stronger than the competition. With years of research into these bars and top riders like Arena Cross champion Tyler Bowers putting their trust in them. You know these bars can take the abuse you'll give them. Remember, there's a reason champions choose Vortex. So the question is simple. Do you want to join the ranks of James Stewart and FMX legend Ronnie Renner? Choose Vortex. For more information, check out VortexRacing.com. All Pulp MX listeners are getting hooked up with a discount on any Vortex Racing product. Just email Roger at VortexRacing.com for promo code PULP2015. Or call him at 800-440-3559, extension 222. See you on the track. Hey guys, it's Brady Chisholm here. Listen up. You'll spend $9,000 for a new bike, $3,000 for bling, and you wonder why I have monkey butt? I'll tell you why. You didn't go to GutsRacing.com for new seat foam and cover. Guts Racing has been the leader in seat technology for 25 years. They've worked with every top rider at some point in their life, and that tradition continues. With riders on teams such as Cycle Trader Yamaha, Moto Concepts Racing, RCH Suzuki, Yoshimira Suzuki, Pro Circuit Kawasaki, Geico Honda, they have worked with them all. They have riders like Cal Chisholm, <laughs> Ben LeMay, Matt LeMoyne, Ryan Sipes, Brett Metcalf, and many, many more. They have been working behind the scenes with factory riders for over two and a half decades. So here is your chance to join stars of Supercross, Motocross, Arena Cross, GNCC, and FMX by taking advantage of the discount they have going on. If you head over to GutsRacing.com and use the code PULPMX2015, it'll save you some money, save you from having monkey butt. It's a win-win. Head over there and check them out, guys. 
everybody. Pulp and Mech Show presented by BTOSports.com and Fly Racing. It's your song. Yeah, I know. It's nice. Wow, it's my song. But you said I get two songs. Yeah. Tonight. Um, did like Gibbs? And, does Gibbs and Phil have like a special relationship? Because technically, Phil rides for Gibbs. Never thought of that. You're right. And and he, he seems to be getting along on that phone call. And he earlier. also he also rides for Moser Engineering, Moser Heating Systems. Oh. Which is very similar to our Moser. Yeah. So. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back to the show. The guys over at Rusamex are pumped to be part of our show for this year. They're not your average graphic company. In addition to graphics for your bike, they offer a wide range of custom products, from T-shirts to sticker kits, helmet kits, trailer graphics, and more. Pulp Nation code saves you 20% on RoostMX.net. They have a whole section on their website for Pulp MX fans. Uh, shirts, stickers, bike graphics, sticker kits, Pulp MX uh, section for those guys, and we thank those guys for Roost MX. Roost MX, uh, official sponsor of uh, Alex Martin, who is Ooh. just killing it right now. I know he's riding so much better than Nicoletti. He got he, away from Nicoletti, and he, he and got a improved. second, and Nicoletti could only muster a third. Yeah, I know, terrible, right? I know it's awful. Roost MX bringing you Phil Nicoletti. Welcome to the show, Phil. <laughs> hey guys, how are you now, Jimmy told me earlier that you lived with him for a while or something. Oh, yeah. Jimbo and I actually, it's me, uh, Jimmy, Trey, and I. How long, Jimmy? Four, five, six Four months? Four or five months. I was telling the, I was telling the, um, I was telling the scrub story from Millville. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I'm that much I, I better won, than you, Phil. That yeah, you did win that <laughs> battle. <laughs> In the end, I, Phil, Phil wins always. I won that battle, no doubt about it. Oh so, shoot! Did, he, did you tell Steve what what happened with that whole deal and how? You, well, you can mean, explain it again if you want, but I'm pretty sure I told it oh, spot on. Yeah, tell us, oh, tell us, Nick, Phil. No, well, we're at this little, you know, that little track next to Millville called Meadow Valley. Well, we were there. Jimmy wanted to go up, leave Oklahoma, go up to uh, Millville and ride for a little bit because they like trout fishing or some crap. We like rode that sick thing. tracks while we were up there, though. Yeah, we did ride a couple really good tracks. So we just took Jimmy's Fun Mover, went up there, kicked it for about a week and a half. Well, we were over there riding their um, Meadow Valley, and they had a little Supercross section. I don't know, the front section was more jumpy. And I told Jimmy, I go, uh, or something, we should have a, you know, set a time who could scrub through this section the fastest. And we were going out after, you know, lap after lap. And sure enough, Jimmy risked it for the biscuit. And uh, No, but let's, let's you know, tell the initial lap time. They were like right around 30 seconds, and I'd already smoked you by like two seconds, which uh, you were on like a lawnmower at that point, and I'm riding a factory Honda. Were you on? So, yeah, exactly. And I said that in the story earlier. Was this 1110 or was this KTM? This was, uh, this was dog food Kawasaki. Oh, dog, yeah. dog food Kawasaki. Yes. They weren't yeah, good yeah, bikes, even before. It was even before well, they, Dog Food You had like a stock, basically a stock practice bike. You were raced by Carbon. No, remember, like I was, actually, I was paying uh, Brett Q like 150 bucks a week to ride his 08 450 during that summer. During because, the week, he my, was. <laughs> I know. And then I'd show up on Saturday and I'd race my Cowie 250F because my practice bike was such a piece of junk and all my practice engines were blown up. You 
I didn't have any motors. Yeah, and, like, it was pretty bad. Jimmy's brother, yeah, Jimmy's brother was my like practice mechanic, but he couldn't do anything about it because he wasn't allowed to open up the engines or anything. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was I was paying Brake Q 150 bucks a week for a couple weeks straight to ride his 08 450. <laughs> hey, hey, 450 that was just roach too. <laughs> that, yeah, yeah. People I, don't really I didn't care. People don't understand. Like it was uh, Phil McFarlane, Tommy Hahn, and PJ. Yeah, I uh, and, no, and, Chis- no Chisholm. Chisholm. Chis- and people don't understand. Yeah. Like they look on the outside, they're like, "Look at this team! Look how bitching it is!" And meanwhile, Phil. Uh, Phil was definitely the redheaded stepchild, though. Uh, yeah, it was. I mean, Tom, Tommy and McFarlane, and I think even uh, Chisholm got pretty good stuff. But uh, yeah. it was definitely Tommy and McFarlane were like the, you yeah. know. A guys and Chisholm was maybe B and I was F. <laughs> yeah, I could vouch for Phil on that. It, it was just F. like, honestly, at some points I was like, dude, why don't you just like go buy a 450 and forget about this? Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, like it, it's tough. I could. I, mean, I don't know if it's much like that anymore, but yeah, and back then it was. It was tough. Like, I, I could have used the dog food sponsor if I was on the team. Oh, you know. No doubt. Um, so the best part of Jimmy's story, though, is so he he separates his shoulder, and mm-hmm. he goes to the hospital or whatever. The factory Honda is leaned up against a tree, and I guess just a bunch yeah. of dudes rode it all day. Yeah, I don't think gone. Phil knows yeah. this story because, like, but just like a year and a half ago, I was up at Millville and I was talking with some people, and they were like, "Yeah," or I was at I was at Meadow Valley. That's what it was. I was at Meadow Valley, and they're like, yeah, yeah. Dude, everybody was riding your bike after you left. <laughs> and then I went over, and I told Dan, I went, told Dan Bentley, too. I was like, dude, I guess like four or five people rode my Honda um, after I like, wrecked it. That's great. That is great. Can you imagine? Uh, you're just like, oh, my God, a factory Honda. Check me out. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, you should have heard Jimmy scream, yelling at the paramedics because, like, they wouldn't give them any, like, morphine or medication yeah, yeah. or anything. And we drove <laughs> down him. that gravel-ass road for, like, six yeah. miles. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. want to die. He, he called, he called the, McCara, the, the medics. They were a bunch of clowns. Effing clowns. Slapdick. Yeah, effing clowns. <laughs> and they were effing slapdicks. And meanwhile, his face is green, like, green flash pale. Like, his shoulder, it looked like he just broke his humerus. That's how gnarly it was. Yeah. But it was just a separation. I, it, right? yeah. No, it was just... It was, it, no, it's it, it dislocated into his armpit. Oh. Yeah, it was so, weird. I was for sure yeah, I so broke my like, arm. And then Phil... And yeah, I thought you did, too. And Phil's just sitting there oh. going... Look who, look who won the scrubbing but contest. If you don't know, if you don't know Phil, like he might seem like a hard cookie on the outside, but he is like the most gooey, moist thing you've ever met. He's like, no. Jimmy, it's going to be okay, buddy. We all love you. <laughs> like, I'm going to take care of you all week. I'm going to make you soup. Uh, <laughs> we, we, all, we all love you. That, yeah. Uh, then Phil, like uh, the outside that, Phil's like, I'm going to punch you in the face. Yeah. No, and that's the BS part of the story. Did you see my not comment true. today on your Instagram picture? Yeah, it, hey, it's not my fault. Georgia came on to me. Yeah, it's like, what I are you doing talking I, to my chick, dude? <laughs> There's I, nothing I could do about can it. I, can yeah, I? Can I? Can I tell people what you said when we were watching the show yesterday? Yeah, you can go for it. We're watching the sh- the race yesterday, and downstairs, yeah. and it com- and the show comes on, and Georgia comes on for the first time, and Jimmy just goes, "I heard that chick's a whore." <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I heard that. Oh, this is mine. Jimmy. Well, Phil no, told me that. Yeah, Phil, Phil told him that. I guess he's been on the podium talking to her lately. Right. Uh, I was, uh, I've never been close to that. It literally made me laugh out loud. I'm like, oh, my God, that's awesome. Uh, yeah. Gotta um, love Georgia. That's uh, a sweet girl. And what is she doing with this asshole? Like, know, seriously. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Oh, God. She, hey, she, she needed a green card. She messed up. She needed a green card, yeah. and I needed. I can relate. I needed a green card. You know, I yeah. can relate. Like, it's, hey, it's she's yeah. stuck, though. Uh, Roost MX yeah. bringing you uh, Filthy Phil on the Pulp MX Show. Pulp Nation saved you 20% at RoostMX.net, who are proud sponsors of Alex Troll Martin. Dude, Troll. <laughs> Let's talk about him for a second. I mean, just a second though, because we all have talked to Phil. No, I know, but the guy's unbelievable. He, he got away from you though, Phil, and he's been doing better than yeah. ever. Yeah, and I listen. I I can't knock it. He has been killing it. There's no he's doubt awesome. about it. And I and I thought with the third in my moto, I kind of redeemed myself from Hangtown mm-hmm. because him and German were bashing me pretty hard. Right. Yep. And then all of a sudden, like I get back. Um, you know, I'm getting undressed and everything, and all of a sudden I, I look out to see the star, and I see the 31 machine up front, and I'm just like, sick. And then I went back in, threw my knee braces on, came back out, and then lap one, I see him, he's out front, and I'm just like, here we go. Right, here we go. Second, I was just like, son of a gun, he won up me. Dude. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> you're, you're like, I can't, even, I can't even beat the guy, like, my best ever moto finish. Yes, I, can't I even. know. <laughs> I know. He's got oh, a no. second his, before, though. No, he's got a he got a third got at a third. Uh, South. He got a third. So, Did he not get a second I, that yeah. second moto? I guess not. Yeah, he got set. Yeah, he got second at uh, at Glen Helen, but third was his best one. A best uh, moto finish. Yeah, um, up until and he was uh, he was fourth overall that day at Southwick. I think. Oh, he was. Yeah, but uh, anyways, yeah. yeah, he he's killing it, and so yeah. are you though. Like, yeah, I know it's good. We we just talked about the JGR guys. I mean, you, Barsha, and Pike all had. I mean, look, you you, you folded under your, the podium pressure in the first lap of that second moto. You know, by launching yourself. But other than that, what a great day for your team and everything. Like, it's phenomenal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I uh, I agree. I mean, first moto is obviously the what. I've worked my whole career for, yeah. um, and granted, I did. I did get a little gift with Dungy stalling it, but so yeah. did Reedy and Pike and I yeah, think yeah. Baggett. So they all moved up a position. Mm-hmm. And like I said, I've gotten the shaft so many times in my career. <laughs> it's about time I finally got something thrown my way. I remember one you time know? we were at the house in uh, Trey's, and Brett Q, um, his mom brought him a pie. Okay. And um and Trey and and Phil's sitting there and he's like got this disgusted look on his face. He goes, "Brett, you just get all the breaks." Like <laughs> like you got like, pies. You got pies and I have no pies. <laughs> Your mom cooks you a pie. Anyways, yeah, no, I agree with you, Phil. Like um if you podium an outdoor national, it is it is not no. a fluke. No, you don't, don't do 35 care. minutes and, and no. you know, fluke And to it. be honest with you, I thought you were going to podium it anyways because you were coming on strong there at the end with Barsha. Yeah. Yeah, you were yeah, catching no, Justin. That. Yeah, you were catching Justin. So Yeah, like, uh, it, you know, last couple laps, like, I figured out some of his lines, mm-hmm. and I used some of my lines that were better than his. And, you know, I kind of started reeling him in a little bit. Like, he was kind of in – it's hard for, like, when you're being hunted like him and – there's no one in front of Justin, like Tomac and Dungey were gone. So he was kind of in limbo. So mm-hmm. for him to stay focused like that, that's pretty tough. And that's what I've always struggled with is like when you're in limbo land and trying to stay focused on yourself. Um, so I use that to try and catch up to him. But then at the same time, I had the 22 hounding me for 35 yes. minutes. And yeah. I had, I mean, 
I couldn't believe it. And fi- for 15 minutes, I thought it was Grant because I seen a bunch of all the T2 guys like Root and Amon. So I was yeah. just like, oh, great. Now I got JG on my ass. Glenn Helen, JG is he, dangerous. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He knows a track. And I was just like, he's just going to punt me. And uh, sure enough, like I was going up Mount St. Helen and I seen the 33 machine coming down into the corner before Mount St. Helen. Yeah. I was just like, oh my God, I go, it's an old dog that's just <laughs> hold, hold on though. down. Hold on, though. You're coming down Mount St. Helens. You're able to look to the right enough down at the bottom no, of the corner? No, I was, go- I was going up. And he yeah, was okay, okay. Right. yeah, yeah. All right, because I'm like, yeah, whoa, wait a so minute. Like, yeah. yeah, so I like looked over my peripheral and I seen the 33 and I'm just like, holy crap, I go, Reedy's on my ass. <laughs> and, and, um, and hey, last week... And then I, Last week you caught and yeah. passed them and left them behind, yeah. and, and you're like, okay, Both this motos, and right? Then, and now, next thing I know, I was just like, man, maybe like 25 minutes, I can try and break them <laughs> or something. But he was there the whole entire moto. It's uh, like, it's, driving his bike. And hey, Jimmy, Phil's not even a SoCal track guy. No, I you know I, what I mean. What did like, I say? I said this earlier, and I know I'm not going to revert back to stuff we've done, but <laughs> Phil will be better on the East Coast. Yeah. And also too, he just the he doesn't even like like California people. He hates everybody. Yeah, he doesn't like In and Out Burger. He doesn't like any of that. You know, he doesn't like what California stands for. No, he likes so. uh, it. It is it is terrible. Like right now, I'm sitting terrible. outside and I can see stars. I, I have green grass and there's green trees. I don't just have bare brown nasty looking mountains and tumbleweeds blowing around. It's too bad you don't live in Vegas. No. We could you could yeah, come in, you come could in every hard. week. Yeah, uh, God, I don't know how you do it. How can you? Think about living. I don't know how he does it either, Phil. It's terrible. I have a huge cocaine. At least way better than that. I have a huge cocaine problem in Vegas. Yes, it's a supply and demand. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Um, How many people in the how many people in the autograph lines uh, talk to you about your your black cloud, your your angriness, your your grumpiness because of the Pulp Mech show? Quite a bit. And <laughs> you portray me as a horrible human being. I know, I know. Terrible. Phil, I'm and trying to change that right now. I'm trying to change that right now. Uh, somebody, somebody hit me up on Twitter and said that um, you were saying something. He was asking you about sitting next to Alex, and you said, yeah, I don't even like him. And then Jeremy Martin said he's going to put you over a berm. Never yeah, first yeah. chance he has. <laughs> yeah. Can't Unreal. help but love those two. They got, <laughs> they like uh, they're, small pe- they, they're, they're small people, but they got big hearts. Hey, they are small. They are small. They haven't gotten this much attention strong. since that oh, role yeah. they shot with uh, Lord of the Rings. <laughs> no, exactly. It's, yeah, it's exactly. good to see, like, after Return of the Jedi, that you yeah, got, still, I know, got, it's still great. got war. Yeah. It's great seeing him back on TV again. Uh, 702-586-PULP. you got a question for Filthy Phil Nicoletti from the uh, JGR Yamaha team. And, Phil, I'm over there quite a bit with the Wiener Schnitzel sponsorship, so why can't we eat anything that's free? And uh, it's good stuff. So. And you won't? Yeah. He was yeah. over there mowing hot dogs down. I just, I just, I just had one. I just had one. Hot dog. Um. Yeah. And he and he comes over all stealth, like he doesn't want you to know yeah. he's there mooching off of you. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. right. You see pictures, like of course it makes sense now. Right. You know how much I saw Mathis when I was at Crossland and we had Chipotle every weekend. Oh, hey, I'm, you've probably seen him every week. Yeah, every weekend, oh, yes. Fantastic. And then guess how much I saw him when I rode for uh, this year when we had the Arma deal. Yeah. Uh, nothing. Yeah. And well, and Chris Crossland one time stopped me in the pits and said, "Look, I know I don't have Chipotle." <laughs> But you can come by, man. You can come by. We don't have Chipotle anymore. And I'm like, nah, I'm out. Yeah. No, sorry. <laughs> it's, yeah. It's, it's easy. That's, um, that's crazy. I was Unreal. Gonna... Hey, Phil, so um, you like Lakewood? Uh, what do you think of that place? I, I know it's not. It's still sort of close to SoCal, but what do you, how do you feel uh, about it? 
I I don't know. I mean, it's still not my favorite place, but it, it's definitely better, you know. Um, like, I, I just, I don't know. I just like being on the East Coast, you know. Colorado's nice. It is greener. I'm all about the scenery. Scenery. You know, if, it, <laughs> if it's crappy scenery, I'm over it. Do you remember when Phil, you know? no, sorry, interrupt you. Do you remember when no, Phil? No, you're all right. Go ahead. Remember when Phil was in a van with Varner? Varner oh, yeah. Dog, riding a KTM? Yeah. Just love no life. rides, no nothing. Yep. Just I'm on a KTM 250F. I'm going to jump on Ryan Morris and yeah, dude, loop him out. I'm going to loop him out. Jeez. Jeez. Uh, oh, Ping that, was, that, that, I'll never get away with that. Ping was mad at you. Ping was, Ping was mad. You, hey, you, it don't matter, was, dude. Even the PC guys were mad at me. He wasn't even riding. <laughs> <laughs> You're like beat it, bro. He's not even, if you love him yeah. so much, go speaking, hire him. Speaking of crashing your brains out, let's talk about your second moto. <laughs> like geez, I saw that replay on um on the TV. You stacked. Yeah, it was a good one. Yeah, it Man. hurt. I was like, glad yeah. to see your shoulder was okay. It's like you kind of checking it out, and it's like, are you doing all right yeah. after that? Are you feeling it, it today? It, it hurts. Yeah, he said. <laughs> yeah, it it hurts right now. It hurts, but uh, I was gonna ride tomorrow with Barsha, but I'm gonna skip tomorrow. Maybe ride Wednesday. Give it an extra day, but yeah, I. I uh, I imploded myself pretty good. Uh, it kind of sucked because going into that section, I was doing a little double into the corner. Yep. And mm-hmm. I was doing it on the first lap, uh, or first moto, mm-hmm. and I was making up some time on Barsha. And then on the parade lap, I rolled it on the right side to check it out. But somehow, during the moto first lap, I ended up on the left side, and I hit a soft spot, and I think a rock because there's some harsh thing I hit, and it just sent me into an endo, and oh. it was game over. The worst there part no about it was, yeah, it. you didn't, like, roll. You just stuck. It no. was just like yeah. nothing. The, the worst part about it is he got up, you know, dead last and got 21st. Oh. Like, that's yeah. the yeah, worst. Yeah, but to be fair, I watched you. I thought, were you, were you in front of or behind um, Brayton? What place did uh, Brayton I was get? In, I was in front yeah, of Brayton him. Yeah, Brayton got 22, I, actually, I think. Oh, okay. I had, I, had crashed, I had crashed another time, like, I don't know, maybe 20-something minutes in. <clears throat> I crashed on one of the rock okay. climbing hills. That makes sense. Um, yeah, so I was like, you know, 18th, 19th, and 20th were maybe eight seconds ahead of me, and I would have gotten them, mm-hmm. but um, I crashed, and then after that, I was just like, man, screw this. <laughs> but It's good, you though. Know? But all that work for like, nothing. I don't know. No- yeah. But what I like about watching this year, dude, you're attacking like everything. You're on the pegs, yeah. like, good. Like, yeah, I've like- seen you years before where you, you're kind of not, I mean, you, you look like you're trying out there, but it's like, you're getting beat around a lot, and like, Today, like yesterday, watching you, or two days ago, whenever it was, it was like you were up over the bike, over the pegs, charging into stuff, like strong on things. You look like you're more physically fit this year than you have been in years past. Yeah, it, uh, I mean, I feel I feel much stronger. Our bikes are getting a lot better than what they even were last year. Um, last year, we had all new suspension with KYB, so this is our second year with KYB. And Johnny Orr, our suspension guy, he stayed out in California. Uh, last week with us, we did some suspension testing at Paula, made some gains, and, you know, it's just all, you know, development and stuff, mm-hmm. and, you know, it shows with Justin, myself, and Weston, like, our yeah. our bikes our bikes are really good, you know, I mean, it's it's hard when, you know, like, Barsha had a rough Supercross season, and it's easy for people to look, look at that and say the negative things about it, but at the same time, it's not like he's not a talented rider, and it showed this past weekend, but I mean, even for myself, like riding with him here at club uh, for the past couple of weeks and, 
you know, we're neck and neck. And when I got into that first moto, it was mm-hmm. just like, all right, yeah, it is kind of like a day at the practice track. Right. And I just thought about that the whole entire moto. Do, um, even with Reed trying to cut my throat. <laughs> do, um, uh, you know, but does, yeah, it worked out. Does Weston and Barsha interact much, or are you the guy that's the middleman trying to, like, hey, everybody? Let's go get um, lunch. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> it, uh, yeah, they they actually they do get along pretty good. Um, yeah. You know, there's definitely not any hostility. I, I think Phil's um, lying. Obviously, I think Phil's just yeah. saying. No, that. no, I, I'm I'm really not. Like when we're up in the lounge and stuff, we you know we all talk and stuff. And okay. actually, when they were in Charlotte for one of our first test days, like uh, Justin Weston and I, we went out to dinner. You know, hung out. And, you know, it was actually a good time. So good. Yeah, I don't know many other teams that are taking their other you know teammates out. And going I, to there. At yeah. this point, JJ. Well, Jimmy Jimmy used to take Mitchell off for dinner, but now he's very angry yeah. at Mitchell Oldenburg, yeah. so he's not taking Mitchell Oldenburg anywhere. <laughs> about that, and we're going to talk about yeah. that. We're going to talk about we'll that, later. that later. We're going to get to that later. Um, yeah. But what I was going to say is, JGR has to put you on for Supercross next year, right? Like, I mean, I know you don't want to answer uh, that question, so that's an open-ended question. Well, his contract's not, probably up. He, he's probably Phil's probably on a series of one-year deals. No, he's on a series of one-year deals. But like, you've been such a good, good. Um, you know, basically a rider for them and a good fill-in, as they like to say. But I mean, yeah. shoot, you the race, Supercross races that you did do, you did really well, and you qualified out of the heat race a couple. Easy times. on the real well. Are you kidding me? How, he qualified out of the heat. <laughs> yeah, no, he did. But then what do you it, mean real well? He had problems in the mains a lot of times. What was your best main? A tenth or a twelfth? Twelfth. Uh, 11th. 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 Suck it. A lot of How, injuries yeah. this year. A lot of injuries no, this year. No, this was before people got hurt. Listen, I'm the biggest filthy fan ever, but... Well, what would you get at San Diego, filthy? Twelfth uh, at San Diego and fourth in the heat. San Diego so. and fourth in yeah, the heat. No, the heats you know, are good. Suck it. The heats are good. Suck just, it. He has a problem in the, in the, uh, in the mains. Hey, uh, <laughs> filthy, how much do you think, like, talking about Supercross, you know, you didn't ride the last, I don't know, six or so? How much? Yep. How much is, is your success now? Because of you were just on an outdoor program, you were just motoring down. How much? How much did that help you, or, or does it? Or uh, yeah, it it did. But like for you know my my realistic plan was obviously I wasn't doing any supercrosses. I ended up doing ten or eleven. Yeah. But was to prepare all year just for outdoors, get a really solid base setting and everything like that. But um, obviously racing supercross through a wrench in that. So even our whole team's outdoor s- setup kind of got started late, you know, like even factory Honda, like they had Norin, you know, he stopped after San Diego. Yeah. 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 You know, he had 15 weeks or 16 <laughs> weeks to get those guys ready or whatever. Right. You know, like we really only had three or four. So it's not like we got way far ahead. Um, but we really didn't start making gains till maybe a week and a half before hang down, you know, cause it's, right. It's hard when you only, you know, we got one suspension guy between three guys. I mean, it's a mm-hmm. lot of effort. And, um, um so, yeah, would you want to stay there next I, year? Do you want to, would you do the same deal again? Or would you look for a supercross ride? Or what was your thoughts uh, on that? Obviously, I, I, I want to stay where I'm at. I mean, I, I, I truly, you know, I, I really like the guys and they treat me well. And, and it's, and it's an awesome fit, you know. Um, do you need, you know, an, do you need an agent? You don't have an agent, do you? <laughs> No, I don't. I don't make enough to where I can. I'm Phil's really agent. I'm going to be Phil's agent. agent. No, too late. I am. <laughs> I'm going to be Phil's agent. I'll be, I'll yeah, be I've good. got him a 
uh, $5 contract with Arm Energy Racing for next year. So, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to yeah. present that to him. Phil, we're going to announce we're annou- we're announcing the mist- we're announcing Albertson's teammate next year. Yes, we've signed the, a rider. We signed a Jimmy signed a rider 9 o'clock hour. So it's after midnight. I'm sure you'll want to stay up. We're going to announce Jimmy's second rider on second the on rider. the show. Are you serious for oh, next year? I yep. swear. Yep. 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 Already? Hey, you got already locked in. Dude, yep. I told wow. you. Hey. Tell, I'm, hey, tell Coy Gibbs, I, what's I up? gave Phil a call at one point. You did? Yep, yeah. I did. You know, hey, my, no, my good buddy Phil. Jimmy gives me a call every year, and it's the same thing. One time, it was actually so bad, Jimmy <laughs> couldn't call me. His brother had to call me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's so true, though. Yeah, it's so yeah. true. I love just, Phil. Every time I... Listen, I, I, can't, I can't call Phil and tell him this same spiel again. You, you gotta call yeah, him. Yeah, you gotta call him. Yes. <laughs> hey, but hey, have I not always had something... Always, but you have, have but you have not ever you have not ever taken my bait. I I'm gonna, I have not caught the fi- Phil fish yet. I'm gonna no, I'm gonna no. pull koi aside this weekend. He, look, that's the koi fish. I'm talking yeah. about the Phil fish. Yeah, I'm gonna pull the koi fish aside this weekend. I'm gonna try to get your deal hammered out and done. If yeah, not, be... if not, we got we got room for a little fill. Yeah, right? fill the semi. Oh, that'd be terrific. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Although, I, I mean, you couldn't yeah, keep he you, doesn't hey, know. you couldn't keep one rider happy. He jumped. So huh? no, you, you well, couldn't keep you your know. one rider happy. You had one rider and you couldn't you couldn't keep him happy. You know, they want to be pers- you know, persuaded by the bling bling <laughs> and the artwork at Troy Lee The artwork. You know, yeah. Yeah. Like like Jimmy wasn't persueded by the bling bling at one time. Yeah, really, yeah right? oh I was. Yeah. I was we oh, all exactly. have been. Phil was persuaded. I know that's and I, what did I I think I talked to you about um about yeah. this and I, what did I say? I completely understand. Phil was persuaded yeah. by, by the uh um flat black box van. And the dog food. And the dog food. I was persuaded by the red stamp on my passport that said you're not allowed back to the Australia. Oh, I forgot a, all that, about that. Me too. I forgot all yeah. about that. Yeah, you were yeah. you were uh, you were pumped to go down there and do all that, right? Like it was it was going well. Yeah, for you. I'd still be down there, you know, having a beer on the beaches of Australia right now if I could. But right. oh, it, it's crazy how it all worked out. I know. Years huh? Later, four years later, and it's here and. Man, it's it's crazy how everything. That was four out. years yeah. ago. Gosh, that seems like yesterday. Yesterday. Yep. Yep. How oh, old are you now, oh, Phil? Yeah. You're like a year younger than me, right? Twenty six. It's game over. Twenty six. I'm twenty six. Wow. Yeah, you are old. Yeah. I feel like it's over for me, and you know, <laughs> yeah. well, it is over for me. So that, that means you're coming next. Hey, I'm I'm right with you guys because next year will be my twentieth year of going to the races. Twenty years really? of going to the pits. How do you do and it? And talking to you, idiot riders. Like seriously, do you wish you could talk to Phil and I every weekend? I talk to Phil every weekend. I do. I love it. <laughs> Phil gives me my hard dose of reality. I wanted to. I, I was know. doing the Racer X post show um, this weekend, and that was my idea because we're not going to do a recap of the race anymore. We're just going to touch on topics. I wanted to get a mm-hmm. Alex Martin, Phil Nicoletti oh, brawl yeah. interview <laughs> afterwards, no. but both you guys had boned out. I'm not doing an interview with that knobhead. <laughs> See, that's what I want. This is what we want. Oh, yeah, no, they're they're they're, go- they're go- like Pacquiao and no, Mayweather to get them together. They're gold for this interview. We we need to get them on a comedy tour. Yeah, you know. No, um, I'm not let's take it. some calls, Phil. We got f- fans okay. want to talk to you. Uh, yep. Nash, what's up, gentlemen? Gentlemen, what's up, gentlemen. Nash? How are you? Memorial Day, gentlemen. What's happy Memo- Happy Memorial Day. I'm very thankful for the country that we live in, as we all are. But Phil. 
I'm dying to know as my motivational coach for life. You remember me from last time you called in. You know? I'm, I'm I remember you, Nash. That rider, nobody. Uh, I'm thinking of the Phil mindset. And look at it, paid off majorly this weekend for you. Congratulations, well done. Thank you very much. I've always been there All for right, him, so now, Nash. Nash, I've always been on the fil- filthy bandwagon. Everyone knows that. I love filthy Phil. Yeah. He's awesome. He's real. He's, he's not one of these play toy people that tries to be something he's not. What are you saying about me, Nash? <laughs> What the fuck? Well, Jimmy, you're good people. Come on, guys. <laughs> okay. Woo. Jimmy's, wa- Jim- Jimmy's wife, though, is, is the better half of that couple. Dude, so. Jimmy's wife is really cool. I met her up in New York, and uh, yeah. she's great. She took uh, my kids She's the only professional out of the two. Yeah, she really is. She needs to drop she's that accent. Nice. We're going though. with uh, Jimmy Lindsay this, this summer. Jimmy Lindsay? <laughs> I can't wait to hear the mystery rider come out. Ooh, oh, he's sure excited. you're not keeping it coy? Nine, o- unintended? Nine o'clock it's hour. The, it's the hype. It's the hype Dude, that's building. I'm thinking Weimer. I think he's still Weimer. Okay. Well, wow, that's not a bad guess. Signing a hurt rider is tough, but I, I, I have thought about that's that. That's not a bad guess. Um, I thought maybe, um, I don't know, what Regal. Gibbs Ooh, said Regal. Regal is a good Ooh. guess, too. Could it be Regal? Yeah. Yeah. That would be I'm good go marketing. I'm going, I'm, I'm going with J-Law. <laughs> yeah, well, we've heard this before. We've we've heard these rumors. J Law, Jersey's finest. They seem to get along on, on social media. Great, oh, J- Jimmy yes. and J Law. So yeah. Oh, I'm sure Phil was the first person to walk up to me after that all went down. The, the next time he I, saw I me, was he was like, "Oh, J Law on Instagram." <laughs> <laughs> he just loves it. Oh yeah. All right, uh, Nash. Well, hey, the, the real. I do have a true question for Filthy Phil. So Filthy, yep. we're starting to creep our way back east. What what do you love when you pull up to the track in the morning and you see? I, I'm dying to hear. Is it moist, ruddy chocolate cake, nasty technical, or is it sun-baked hell? Like something, what what makes Filthy Phil smile when he pulls up to a motocross national in the morning? Unadilla makes him smile with the mist. Yeah. yeah don't yeah, tell yeah. him what he likes. Even like, I mean, High Point, I really don't like High Point, but when you got the mildew and the fog at Unadilla and High Point and stuff like that, you can't beat that. The mildew? You know? I don't like mold. No, mildew. What? Oh. Not mildew, mold. like, you know, stuff on the grass. Oh, like dew. What are you, what are you, just moist. regular like dew. dew. Morning dew. Yeah, yeah, dew, whatever. Morning dew. I don't, morning I don't dew, know. Right? Morning dew, right? Morning dew. You got all your, you got your all New York mafia and the, the East Coast mafia coming to support you? Yeah, uh, yeah, hopefully. Um, I think uh, Coy's going to make some uh, some T-shirts and stuff for Unadilla, uh, which, would be, which would be pretty cool. So hopefully maybe we can... Sell some of those to some fans and get them out there for Unadilla. But yeah, um, yeah, I'm pumped. So what about so it's the dark way. dirt, dark dark dirt, morning dew, and nasty technical stuff, and also doing Pulp MX Media yes. as well. Yeah, please, uh, Pulp MX Media is BS. But I mean, he, he, the gnarly ruts of Dilla and you know Red Bud and High Point stuff. I mean, people don't understand like you know what it's like to go through a. 50-foot-long route. I mean, it's, it's pretty technical. I, I mean, Jimmy pretty crazy. Oh, I, mean, I hate it. Absolutely hate it. Enduro trails with the Martin brothers afterwards, you know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, 2002, I rode Red Bud the day after the National, untouched. Mm-hmm. I motor triple X days. We stayed back. We rode the track. I was. Yeah. It was not fun at all. Yeah. Not fun. Terrible. <laughs> had, 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 Worst had, nightmare. Had a terrible time, you know? So. Yeah. Yeah, well, um, thanks, now, Nash. Now you can thank hey, Roger cheers, guys. That's what filthy year. gnarly. Cheers. See you, Nash. Uh, yeah, thanks, DeCoster Nash. are putting forth for the second and leaving. They're leaving the tracks a little rougher than they yeah, ever have. I'm, so I'm, it's crazy. I don't think I've ever ridden a national track where they never touched it. 
Yeah. They did some jump faces at Hangtown. I think they probably did some stuff this weekend. Yeah, they did a uh, A little bit. Obviously, the start straight or whatever, which that's pretty um, pretty standard. That doesn't get rough anyways. Um, They didn't fix anything at Hangtown. Nothing. Yeah. Coming down some of those hills, like some of the faces, I mean, it was gnarly. Like, I've seen God a few times. Yeah. Holy crap. You know what's awesome is um, we're doing the live announcing. You know Lurch, Phil? Yep, yep. Lurch, um, Lurch fumbles, and it's the FMF downhill, and he calls it the FML downhill. <laughs> I was like, I think most riders are thinking this is the FML downhill right now. It Definitely really Weston Pike is. was thinking the FML yeah. downhill. Uh, yeah. RoostMX.net yeah, bringing you filthy fill. Just so. get, yeah. get the plugs out of here. No, they pay money, RoostMX, and I have to get them in while Phil's okay, on the phone. that's fine, but Pulp I mean, don't you cut over Phil when he wants to say something. Wait until he's yeah, done. Sorry. Christina would be pissed if you didn't get her plugs in. Ooh. Right, exactly. They've been doing killer business yeah. because of the they've dissociation been, with the Pulp Show. The, they've been yeah. killing it just in general. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. Speaking of that, so Christina now, uh, obviously the owner of Roost MX and the manager of Rock River. Or Rock River. Yeah. She's 0-3 for Alex on the podiums. Oh, that's right. Yeah, because yeah, she didn't make either Supercross round. She wasn't there this yeah. weekend? And she wasn't there this weekend. Yeah. yeah. Well, she just and needs I, to maybe I, stay I, at home from now on. Right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So she texted me, congrats today, and I go, well, it's nice to see that uh, I'm not to blame for Alex's success now that you're 0-3 for his podium. <laughs> yeah. It's a good job. <laughs> I, I uh, did a quick little interview with her at, uh, at Hangtown while I was doing the live announcing, and she was just like ear to ear from the from the Hangtown performance, and then Alex yep. even was way better at Glen Ellen, so yeah. she was definitely yeah. crying. The Martin brothers are what two and three in the points, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 phenomenal. They're in control doing it. Yeah, and yeah. and what did Alex change from last year to this year? Oh, that's right, X brand goggles. Ooh, that's right. Alex is now X brand goggle athlete, and now he is killing it. Yeah. yeah. Meanwhile, I see you in there between practices scrambling because people are having fog issues and stuff. They don't even know what to do. Yeah. The, the, uh, and Troll asked for mirrored lenses for Glen Helen, so I brought up mirrored lenses. And, and early on, I'm like, that's not going to work, so I had to change out all the lenses. So yeah. I was actually working. Oh, God, for, God forbid if you had to work. Oh, man. <laughs> I remember one time I was, yeah. um, I, we got, I was texting Mathis because I needed like a roll-offs or a spare set of goggles on the line, and he wrote, I'm in the stands, bro. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, uh, fair enough. You might as well ask the company to ship them there. <laughs> yeah. Hey, listen, all my athletes all my athletes have roll-offs built in their locker. They no, have spare goggles not in their at locker. freaking Anaheim 3. You would have had them. I no, think. I didn't have no? them. I swear. Okay. I didn't. Well, maybe early in Supercross, I would have not counted on, <laughs> yes. the, on the rain. <laughs> hey, listen, bro. Oh, listen. And I ro- that's when I rode around the whole time with no goggles on in the main event. And every yeah, lap. Yeah. Every Math has cost you the race. Yes, and every lap, I would have had, had the win. Because guess who yeah. beat yeah. Dungey? Hey, guess who beat Dungey in the LCQ? And then Dungey went on to win that night. That was you. Yeah, that was me. And, and then run. Dungey. Oh, hey, 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 wait. Well, oh, you up. were in that race. I was winning that LCQ <laughs> for the last That's half. right. <laughs> and then just, I, you got top Jimmy on the last one. Yeah, lap. you got yeah. jacked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I got done. You know not well. to mess with me in Son the LCQ. I could have hung myself after that. Oh, I, I bet so you good. were. You were. Uh, 
God, that, that cut really. I just can't. I was like, Dungey's not going to make the main after I pass you. And I look yeah. back, and you've just, what did you do? Just see, he collapsed. Phil collapsed. No, you no, had literally no, four I, corners. I down the corner, yeah, and I had the roll of Supercross triple. And then oh. I was like, man, I could have punted Dungey, but then I was just like, oh, that'll be my career if I punt Dungey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, like, like, I already landed on Ryan Marias, so I can't. Oh, oh my gosh, I know. You're career, just so. starting to get your career back on track. Yeah, exactly. No, I don't know about that. I had missed three main events prior to that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, that was real. But, but getting back to my uh, story is I would have won the main event oh, here we go. because Dungey won the main event. Right, yeah. And I had yeah. beat Dungey before mm-hmm. then. Mm-hmm. And every lap I went around the track, I saw my goggles laying on the ground. And every lap I cussed Mathis through the next section, just reminding myself. <laughs> uh, enough about me. This is about Phil. Uh, yeah, this, I'm this sure 50 other riders have done the same thing. You know what? And they all were Mathis's and, riders. And Alex, Martin, yeah. and Alex Martin is killing it this year. And the X-Brown yeah. goggle is the reason. So you two can suck it. Okay. Listen, here's the thing. All these other asshole in the goggle companies, all these other assholes that work at the goggle companies, they've yeah. a 100% spoiled you jerkies. Jerkies. Because, oh, hey, precious Phil Nicoletti and precious Jimmy Alberton need precious goggles for one slow lap around before the main event. If you want to even act like you're better than like, John Knowles at the goggle biz, no, like, I know, exactly. you just no, better just like, say. I'm going to leave right I'm, now. I'm not better than John Knowles, but assholes like Knowles have spoiled you guys. They're goggles, bro. It's not rocket science. No, like, but... Here's a spare yeah, hey. pair. Here's a spare pair. You know, and here's your race pair, and there you go. Have a good day. You obviously... You know what I mean? But- this isn't see, you Manitoba. don't you don't know how important goggles are until you lose them. Then shit really hits Ooh. the fan, and then you hate your goggles. Listen, guy, you know? I've never I've never had to hate Knowles ever in my entire Knowles life. Knowles is solid. I'm not saying I'm better than Knowles. Knowles is the best goggle guy in the sport in the biz. But what I'm saying yeah. is, assholes like Knowles and Paggio and Hedgie have spoiled yeah. you guys, and now they're making yeah. me look bad. I'm lazy, and they're making me look bad. I have I wear Oakley yeah. sunglasses for uh, the. The yeah. TV stuff and yeah. Hedgy, Hedgy has never failed me on a set of sunglasses. <laughs> so fantastic. really, yeah. you're the only person who's failed me. All right. Dude, well. I actually, I got, I have a pretty funny Hedgy story. So I don't really know Hedgy, Hedgy like Dungy and oh. the other guys. But so at Hangtown, first practice, I go to, you know, hop on my bike and head down there. But for some reason, like, oh, I was just like, man, I'll make sure I got clear lenses in my goggles. So I go to pull my goggle out of the bag, and I'm, like, looking at it. I'm like, what the heck? This looks so funky. I didn't have a goggle strap on my air brakes. <laughs> what? <it's> like, <laughs> yeah, and I was just like, huh. And I looked at Spencer Bloomer, my mechanic, and I'm just like, you see this? And, like, he just started laughing. And then it didn't help that Padge was right there talking to J-Bone. And I was just like, hey, uh, Jeremy, <laughs> check this out. And Padge was just like, oh, let me get a picture and send it to Hedgy. Yeah. So okay, I've never, a picture. I've never built a pair yeah. of goggles without, without a strap. Without okay. a strap. Gosh, you're on fire right now, man. I know. <laughs> I know, but for some reason, it was just weird that I took him out of the goggle bag because I'd never do that. Right, but right. I would have rode down there and I would have just been like, Cundy. oh man, sweet, experimental goggles. <laughs> experimental goggles. <laughs> no strap. Yeah. Do you, yeah, want, you, you just get duct tape and duct tape them onto yeah, your helmet. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, do some electrical tape out yep. of yeah, it's you, uh, you idiot riders. You've, you're spoiled, and it's all the other companies that have done it, and you're all to blame. It's not me. 
It's the other guy. Uh, I just think it's your work ethic, honestly. <laughs> that well, honestly, I just think it's your work ethic. <laughs> Filthy, uh, thanks for coming on the show, bud. Appreciate it. Uh, hey, it's late it's, where you are, so, yeah. I appreciate you guys having me on. It was a good talk. Thanks. Congratulations right. at Hangtown. And, yeah, man, your early season surprise right now. and People are loving it. And keep it up. Love you, Phil. I appreciate it. And, John, or, um, Jimmy, I will not be staying up to listen to the hour. Okay. Or the okay well, then. 9 o'clock, whatever the deal is. So you can text me right after. Well, then I guess you'll find out at Anaheim who my yeah, I guess you, is. No, no, you know what? I guess you'll have to wait till January. I guess you're going to have to That's wait till he's in front of you. Ooh, harsh. Harsh. All right. I'm going to bed. I'll see you <laughs> I'm going to sleep. See you, Filthy. All right, bye. All right, bye. All right, Filthy Phil Nicoletti brought to you by RoostMX.net. JT. Yo. We had a good day yesterday. Good dinner. Off. Good dinner with you and me and Jimmy and Pookie at Cabo Wabo. <sighs> Dude, what if Sammy would have came out? Uh, Yeah, I don't think – I think you're, you're never going to get that one. Yeah. It would have been awesome if Sammy would have came out with our chicken tacos and everything. Like, what's it's his recipe. Right? Yeah. Hey, hey is that Sammy's uh, restaurant at the airport, too? No. No, it's... Sammy's Beach Bar and Grill? It's not? Oh, there's one at the airport? See, you know Sammy's Beach Sammy Bar and Grill at the airport, yeah. Where? What terminal? South, Southwest Terminal. Oh, man, I've never even noticed. I guess it is. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't fly out of there too much. Whatever. What the hell happened? So... Uh, yeah, that, that, but that's his, right? Like, that would be Yeah, his. yeah, no, it is. Yeah. Okay. Um, right. Very exciting time on the Pulp Mech Show, JT. Uh, at the 9 o'clock hour, Jimmy Albertson will be announcing his second rider on the Arma Energy Motorsport Yamaha team. Lame. Oh, I like it. I think I know who it is, and that's good news. Yes, Ooh. I have me and JT have oh. conversated oh, about f- this. Fuck, I wanted to, like, so. keep JT on, no, like, no. buzzing. Well, JT is he's part of the program, man. Okay, all right. Well, damn it. Well, we're going to announce it anyway, so. <laughs> like, I can't, I can't no, be like, I'm, I'm, I'm. I can't call, like, JT and just say, hey, look, we signed this guy or anybody over there. Like, the it's kind of nice to let your sponsors who help you the year the before say, The second rider hey, will be like? wearing Fly? Well, yeah, that's obviously the will goal. You, I plan on staying in Fly for the rest of my life. Will the second rider ditch your team halfway through the season like your current rider <laughs> did? No. Okay, I'm just checking because that's what happened this year. Yeah, I know. <laughs> You know, was, I'm sure he was unaware of that, Steve. He's a very sensitive subject. I don't so even want to. Should we? Are we going to get into this right now? No, because we're not. this is like you got to tell me when the Mitchell Oldenburg segment is. Okay, I'll let you know. It because, won't stop because right now it's the X brand goggle tear off segment. That's, right, what, that's what it is right now. Let's do that. It's the X brand tear off segment. Fifteen second rapid fire Q and A. Rapid fire. I thought Moser was wasted on Memorial Day. He was not answering text. He was not communicating. But our buddy Moser came through with these questions. X-Brand Goggles, a choice of champions everywhere. Kyle Cunningham, Kyle Chisholm, uh, Ben LeMay, Alex Martin, Killy Rusk, Luke Resland, Brock Tickle, Nick Way, Jesse Wentland, just some of the guys wearing X-Brand. XBrand.com. Use the code PulpMX15 to save yourself 30% at XBrand. If you don't wear XBrand goggles, you won't win. Look at Alex Martin. Killing it. XBrand goggles. The only thing he changed in his program this year. All right. These are rapid-fire questions. Jimmy, stop doodling. You have 15 seconds to answer. 15 seconds to answer oh, these. 15? Yep. have some pap with some rapid-fire questions? These are submitted by Corey Moser. Okay. And um, the guy you won't return the text to. Whatever. You did eventually, what? right? What does he want me to say when he says, 
when he says, what are you wearing? Like, like <laughs> what, how do I respond to that? Like, wants to know what you're wearing. <laughs> I don't get it. He can say, hey, Jimmy, you want to do an interview? Right. Like, not, what are you wearing? Right. I got that's it. That's his way of ans- asking that's if the, he wants to do an interview. That's the Pulp Mix uh, way we do things. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, let's do it. All right, Jimmy. Which writer, in your opinion, has hit on your wife the most? Uh, Tevin Tapia. <laughs> wow, 2.2. 2. Yeah. It's good. All right. Uh, JT, which other writer can bounce back from a uh, bad weekend as quickly as Reed? Hmm. Uh, I don't know. He's pretty damn good. Uh, Coming up to 15. I don't know. I don't think there is anybody that can do it as well. I don't think anybody is as stubborn as he is. <laughs> hey, your, bu- uh, your buddy. Our buddy, Chad Reed, wrote pretty well this weekend. Good job by him. Nice nice recovery. Yeah, I don't think the second moto ended exactly how he wanted, but did you, you know, it, was a, it was a big improvement. Have you spoken to him? Was it the, the goggle issue that caused him to slow down, or was that a separate deal? Uh, I would think so, but I didn't necessarily okay. ask it, that direct question. Oh, it did look like once the something happened, he threw his goggles, and it kind of was backwards from there. So Right, right. All right, next question. All right, uh, Steve, this next one's for you. Uh, keep in mind, Mosier wrote these, and he's obviously not up to date. Do you think Jimmy should hire a second rider for next year? No, because all his other ones just quit. Clearly there's a dysfunctional team over there at Arma Energy Yamaha. Mm-hmm. It's great that we have to have this conversation at the end of the show. Do you think maybe you're just too hard on people? I'm not hard on people. Okay. You don't seem like that way. You seem no. like a really nice guy. I am like the nicest guy ever. I'm like, it's okay, bud. You had a bad race. Let me give you a neck massage, and I'm going to send you home with these nice oils and lotions for people to massage you during the week so you are stress-free, and I'll see you next weekend, buddy. Jimmy knows what Jimmy knows what it's like to have a bad weekend. Oh, I, I've had about uh, 56 in a row right now. Yeah, I think riders, I think riders especially like current, well, maybe even not, but recently uh, retired or current riders are the most understanding because it's, you know, you know what it feels like. I yeah, feel like, it's um, like they, it's not like they showed up unprepared and they just suck. Like you know, sometimes right. things go wrong. And I know exactly what Mitchell was doing during the week, and I know that he was trying hard. He was just trying to recover. Yeah. So I'm not going to beat the guy down for freaking riding hurt. You know. You you should hire me as your manager next year, team manager, uh, and I'll take that load off your shoulders. Uh, yeah. Do you want, I would why would you want to be my team manager? I'd be your team manager. I'd well, be, be, I'd, I'd be terrible good. idea. No, it'd be good. I know what I'm doing. Do you have you ever had? Like, first of you all, think a mechanic's job is is stressful. First of all, team manager job. First of all, I I'm, I used to be a top racer in Manitoba, so I know racing. You know, you know the line choice. Yep, and I know mechanicing. I, I was factory mechanic, okay. so I know that end of things. Who'd you work for again? Uh, Tim Ferry. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's what it was. We called Red Dog at the beginning of the show, JT, um, to ask him if he would become Jimmy's second rider, and I would turn the wrenches, and he declined to come out of retirement. Yeah, Timmy's uh, 40. Yeah, that's, but okay. that's okay. That's okay. 40 is new uh, 18. Yeah. yeah. You're telling me okay. that if you didn't get Coop, Guy Coop didn't come out of retirement right now, that he couldn't just absolutely thrill oh, the fans? He would definitely. Um, he would definitely catch the biggest air. Coop looks like he could race tomorrow. Coop... He still throws down. Um, right. I, I'll uh, dip into a little Coop story. The titty story? Um, the titty story is always good. <laughs> I think I've told that story already, yeah, though. Yeah. But um, we're riding, and he's built a Supercross track. He says, Jimmy, you got 
you gotta ride my new supercross track. I built a supercross track. <laughs> of course, he's 50 years old. I show up, old, and right? of course, it's typical Guy Cooper stash fashion. He's got a tabletop with a straight up and down face on one side and a straight up and down landing. <laughs> and this is supercross to him. So I'm like, all right, sweet. So first line, he's like, ah, oh, let me take you around the loop. You know, he's wide open. What's he, on? What's he riding? He's riding a Honda 450. Okay, he yeah. just got. He comes over. Seat balances this straight up down tabletop and just lands, cases it straight over the bars. Plow. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm throwing my bag down, getting ready to help him. And he's like scrambling to get up from the bike. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Like, don't touch me. Don't touch me. And like, before I can even get over to him, he's like started his bike and he's hitting the next jump. And then I'm like, guy, are you okay? He's oh, yeah. Like, he was like so pissed off right, like, and right, embarrassed right. about it. But no, he's still an animal. Yeah, he's still beast. So, so, all right, next question. All right, Jimmy. Which team do you try to model yourself after? Toilet Designs. <laughs> you did such a good job. <laughs> yeah. All right, next question. All right, JT. KTM. Hold on, hold on, hold on. That's it. That's uh, what am I? What are, wait, before you ask any more questions, where are I at seconds-wise? Uh, I, I didn't even get time to hit exactly. the button. Yeah. Unlike asshole JT who takes forever. He doesn't abide by the rules. Yeah, uh, I like to I like to put some thought into it and really uh, you know expand on the question. Well, I did put thought into mine. Obviously, no, you nailed our, yours. Our I'm team was not attending. good enough, and theirs was. So I need to be them, mm-hmm. and I will keep Mitchell Lundberg. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next question. All right, JT, what is the best Memorial Day weekend you've ever had? Oh, uh, man, I don't know. Most of them are always at the race. Yeah, so. that's a hard one to ask a, yeah, an old pro. So what, what's your best race you ever had over Memorial Day weekend? Memorial Day. Uh, was it always High Point? Always, right? Yeah, it used to be always High Point. Yeah. I got some top tens at High Point. I don't know. I Yeah, it's tough to say. I haven't had many, like, real party Memorial Day weekends. It's always, like, airport, race, Outdoor home, testing, yeah. Then, like, yeah, maybe, like, relax a little bit on Monday. But, yeah, it's just yeah. not. All right. Next question. All right. I can smell Pookie making some deliciousness downstairs mm-hmm. already. Uh, Jimmy, or no, no, sorry, Steve, this next one for you. Uh, if you could pick the 2016 Supercross announcers, who would you want? Um, Jimmy Albertson, racing and announcing. At the same time. Rocket Rob Bidas, Georgia in the pits, Wygant doing the... Color. Play-by-play, Jimmy Color, and racing. Georgia pits. I colored pretty well already. And and my and myself running the whole pre and post shows. All right, next question. Okay, uh, Jimmy, mm-hmm. if you couldn't have Greg for a mechanic, who would you want? Man, um, ah, uh, man, that's that's hard. Hey, asshole! What about me? Um, no, um, <laughs> that would definitely be terrible. If you build goggles like you build bikes. Um, if you build bikes like you build goggles. That same thing, yeah. whatever. You know what I meant. Um, man, there's a, there's, um, let's see. I, you know, I've actually been wanting to thinking about having um, our truck driver from this year be my mechanic. Honestly, so. if you want to get to the top, uh, I'll take you to the top as a mechanic. Oh, yeah. But if you don't want to get to the top. Just if like you're you did with of, Timmy. Yeah, if you're scared of the top. Don't use me. Can't be that. Yeah. So you got to ask yourself if you want to get to the top or not. I'm trying to think um, who actually I would pick if I could choose any mechanic out there. Ah, oh, man. That's a that's a good question. Mm. I'll tell you what. There ain't too many mechanics in the pits today. And I'm not going to toot my own horn here. 
but toot toot. I did motors. I did tires. Drove. Those guys, those guys don't do that anymore. I did suspension in 02 or Nick Way, like changing the oil. You know, guys I, nowadays I know don't a, do that. I know this is a um, uh, I bad, did that. This is a bad answer because nobody's really gonna. No one knows this person. But my, I was telling you. What about you, Frank Thomas? I was telling you early. I like Frankie a lot. Frankie. And Frank could tear your bike down and do anything on it. Yes, no, Frankie would be awesome. But right. this is um, he's a little hard sometimes. I had though. a practice fight mechanic in Italy that. Um, Taught himself his own English and like just was a diehard dude. Probably made like ten grand a year. Yeah. And if I could bring him over here and have him be my mechanic, like that would be epic because he was just such a hard worker and like dude, like just lived it, breathed it. He would do anything if okay. I told him to tear the bike down five times in one day, he'd do it. Okay. All right. Next question. All right, JT. If you could put any rider in fly gear, who would you want? In the world? In the world. Uh, we already talked about this would, a little bit. I would say Roxon. Yeah. We Other had Roxon. than who we already have. I don't want to. I would, I would not sacrifice anybody we have. Oh, that's a nice answer. We're nice nice politically Way to answer. cover it up. <laughs> <laughs> you know it would be well, the I first like person gone out of that. Team, so. You know it would be the first person gone would be Jimmy Albertson. <laughs> Cut. <laughs> Cut. Cut. It's clear room. We need, a, we need Roxon's. Um, we're going to. Just need that budget for. I don't think what you make though would really like. No, like, no, it would. That's why I was saying they're gonna like give the money that I make to like to Roxon's dog or something. <laughs> right, 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 right. <laughs> hey, um, Roxon's dog is driving a yes, hard bargain. Yes, to he is. Walkie. We, like, we gotta sign Walkie. <laughs> yeah, we gotta sign Roxon's dog too. Um, His name's Walkie. He's looking for a Tempur-Pedic dog bed. <laughs> right. And he wants some golden dog dishes. Um. All right. Next question. Steve. Yep. Uh, what one of Top Jimmy's rides sticks out the most? His LCQ rides, two of them, beating Ryan Dungey were Harsh. pretty impressive. Harsh. Uh, um, what do you mean? Why? No, like it was, oh, they were harsh yeah, in a good way. They were great. Um, I'll tell you what. I told him this earlier. When he blew his knee out at A1 and he was on TLD gear, his own privateer effort, he was in the unseated practice. And I've got an eye for unseated practices. Nick Schmidt, Zach Osborne, I watched these dudes, and I'm like, holy shit, like, these guys are legit. And I was feeling that with Jimmy. Like, Albertson's on it. Like, he is killing it. And I think you were fastest in that group. And then you tore out your ACL the next practice. Yes. But for one practice. I was on it. I was impressed with Jimmy Albertson. I was riding really good. I had a lot to prove because I was coming back from Europe. So right. I had that angry, like, I'm yeah. going to show the world and the United States and Martin JT Honda. has that same thing. But it, his JT's issue is that he has that same issue when he's in Europe and he's, and he's conquering <laughs> Germany. <laughs> just, just, I'm going to show these guys. Yeah. You know. Every year. <laughs> a little different deal, but. Champ. Um, all right. Next question. That has been. X-Brand goggles, the choice of champions everywhere. You don't wear X-Brand, you won't win. All right, on the phone right now. It's an amazing caller. Uh, perhaps you've heard of her. She's the voice, the pit reporter for the sport. Oh, for motocross. No. She, uh, she's from England, and she loves Marvin Muscan, Kenny Roxon, and all the GP riders doing terrific. What's up, Georgia Lindsay? Hi, Booby. Hello, everybody. How are you? I'm doing good. It was it's getting late, and I wasn't sure if I was going to be able to stay awake to like find out who Jimmy Albertson's signing. <laughs> Do team. I hear somebody else on the other? Yo, you have a guy over there. Is there somebody there? I've got two. One's called Harry. Ooh, and the other Django. One's called Django. Oh, but that no dudes. Going down. Yeah. 
And um, the other one's called Red both, Wine. Both black men. <laughs> well, you know. Uh, once you go that way. Um, yes, I know. The, uh, the, we're very excited to announce the second rider for Jimmy Albertson on the show. It's going to be very, very exciting. The guesses, the, the fans in the chat room, the, my internet, the, the, the text messages. How have the guesses been? I haven't seen any, actually. Oh. Yeah, that was a lie. I'm excited, too. Is it Purcell? Hell yeah. Yes. Hell yeah. Purcell. We're actually bringing Tony Caroli over. Yep. Um, and he's going to ride a 450 Yamaha. Yeah, I he's mean. He's like, I'm done with right. No, he's riding a 350 Yamaha, honey. Get it straight. Um, oh, sorry. That would be, be quite a signing. I wasn't sure. Yeah. That would be quite a signing to get Caroli would, over yes. as your second guy. Yes. Yeah. Um, there would definitely be a lot of drug money involved um, because I do not have that type. <laughs> yeah, you don't have that kind of money. <laughs> whose, contract, whose contract is up? Like, uh, Shorty's up, probably going to go back to BTO. Tomac, we think, is going to Cowie. You think? I didn't know that. Like, that's news to me. I didn't think that either. I hadn't even thought, actually. There was no thinking. I thought that Bogle possibly maybe that they yeah, might be Bogle looking at him. Do? I figured they, Cowie would probably be looking at him. Yeah. I have no. I haven't talked to Justin in so right, long, right. but I could see him going over I've there. I've spoken to him since you have actually. I know. Yeah, jo- yeah, I guess he came home and Georgia like went up to him was like, "So, oh, you live in Oklahoma too? I had no idea. Like, we never see we, you. We're friends? We live. Are we oh, friends? we live in the same city. Oh, that's why does he just not go there very much? Um, but when he is home, he fails to contact me and be my uh, friend. Poor- I mean, you know, he's got his you know thug life and stuff. So poor Jimmy in Georgia. It's all right. Um, this is a quiet life. How Can we talk sh- about dirt bikes? Because like, the whole time I've been listening, I've been wanting to talk about dirt bikes. Yeah, we can. Sure. Yeah, let's talk about dirt, dirt bikes. What type of dirt bike? Do you guys talk about Alessi at all? No. Mm-hmm. Did you watch the race, JT? No, but I saw the results. And that yeah. Was, I felt like that was enough. Nobody saw the race. In this. What happened, do you think? And besides Georgia telling us how great the GPs <laughs> oh, are. And like, England, G, British GP. Yeah. Yeah. Jeez, like, on top I'm not, of that. I'm not going to say how good the GPs are, but Massily Basin is a really cool track. Oh, shush. <laughs> oh, shush. Shush it. Um, Stop honest, it. JT, we talked before the show uh, last week and or on a podcast or somewhere, one of these janky shows we do. Yep. And we said like 10-8. You know, uh, nine, twelve, nine, eleven. Like that's what we thought he would do. He was. Well, I think we were texting each other that. I don't oh, know if we talked about oh, okay. it. Okay, and he was seventeen twenty-two. Terrible. Yeah, twenty twenty-two seventeen. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Like. Well, what about his teammate Vince Freeze? Did he race? He was over. He was here. Oh yeah, he was at Glen Ellen. Yeah, and he didn't. He probably went about seventeen twenty-two. Yeah, he did. Yeah. I think Vince probably did about the same. About the same. Hey, let me ask you two jerkies on the phone what I asked Jimmy earlier on the NFAB question of the day. At the end of the series, four fifty MX here in America, who is going to be the top placing JGR rider? Uh, we saw them kill it at Glen Helen. JT, I'll start with you. Who is going to be the top-placing JGR rider at the end of 12 rounds? I'm sticking with Pike. Fly racing, fly oh, yeah, racing yeah, zone, yeah. Western yeah. Pike. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say Pike, too. Ooh. Ooh. Hey, yo, we never yeah. asked you. Who do you think? Um, I was worried about Barsha coming in. You're like, picking Barsha? I was worried about him, like, how's the injury? He didn't have a great supercross. And even in the end, when he came back, it wasn't very good. But he's good. Are you pro like, Barsha now? He's good. You're yeah. Barsha. So, yeah. so we're Barsha. No, I'm yeah. 60-40. Um, I'm, I think that's a bar- close call for me, that I, one, because yeah. 
like Basha does have that like full experience a little bit more of winning like you were saying earlier Jimmy uh but Pike's just so tough he is tough you know what I mean he's just a meathead Ooh. yeah no he's gnarly no. He's, he's, yeah. he's yeah and Phil like what about we know we're all never no, nobody's Phil? saying Phil and look at Phil oh yeah. I just love Phil 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 was the top finishing JGR bike in the first moto at Hangtown? You know that. Right? Phil's in moose gear. Yeah. And this is what he's doing with Phil's moose gear. Moose knuckle. Moose knuckle. Moose knuckle gear. He's about the only person that's in moose gear, I think. No, I think he is. No, I think um, like Mike Brown is wearing it. In, yeah. In Duro Cross. <laughs> right. Josh Strang wears it. <laughs> <Yes>. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> they do not race motocross. No, they don't. No, they don't. Oh, dang. No. But they're still sick. No. Yeah, they're still sick. It. it no. I mean, Phil's obviously, you know, nobody's, none of us has picked him, but none of us have picked him, but he's impressive right Here's now. Here's my philosophy on things. Okay. All right. oh, <laughs> um, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> you like that? Um, I think Phil is going to have his best season, but to say he's going to be better than Justin Barsha, someone who's made championship runs at one point, mm-hmm. and who I believe is going to get better and better because he's coming off of not riding and an injury. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree. I think I it's agree. just hard to uh, pick anybody but Barsha. How about the JGR bikes, JT? On you know, off the starts and they're fast. <laughs> they're fast. They're too fast. Yeah, I feel. Like oh, did you watch the GoPro cam of those two? Shut up, Georgia. JT is trying to talk. I yeah. All I just said is I feel like they've been that way for a couple of years now. Like they may have the fastest bike on the track right for the past couple of years. Yeah, and Georgia, what what about the GoPro? The start. I watched the, like a bit of the race today, but the TV cut out because of storms. But I watched a bit of it, and they had the go. I can't. I don't know who was wearing the GoPro camera, but it showed the two JGR mm-hmm. bikes, and like Basha just absolutely nailed the start and was just like wheelied away it was really cool you and i both georgia were up at the first turn for the second moto and that's a cool spot yeah. to watch for uh pookie said uh georgia that you had very nice nails because your hand was in the screen with the mic oh thanks they're real i grew i told them life. they were real hello thanks, i was here um, i already got told off about my nails you know i had to change my life for my nails so um, remember that steve no. What else? Oh, they were yes, colored, different you told colors. You me about it. I different. got a vital post about my nail polish. Because they, he, she used bad nail polish, oh, and I they were like, she looks like a 12-year-old. Yeah, it was too childish. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, oh, well, you just, told you know, me about I it. I think he probably just made it up. Yeah, maybe I just made it up. I was, I was trying to maybe just, you know, like, like, like I was going to, I made up a mean vital post for you to, like, sympathize with you just so you'd like me better. Like, oh, yeah, Georgia. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think that, though. Yeah, yeah that's <laughs> I think they're beautiful. I love your nails. Um, JT, you're going to Lakewood this weekend, right? You missed Glen Helen, but you're you're back in for Lakewood. Yeah, I'm back. I'll be there full force. Did you did you, did you miss Glen Helen? Not being a Glen Helen. I wouldn't say that I missed it. <laughs> it it was cold. It was it really was cold. Freezing. My teeth were chattering in the second 450 motor. Right. Bloody freezing. Um, Georgia, when you Not watch... really one of my favorite places on earth. No. Georgia, when you watch the TV shows, do you critique yourself? Can you stand your, to, to look at yourself, or do you think of things you could do done better? Uh, I used to hate it and think it was like, oh, my gosh, that's me on a TV. Um, and then I... Last year, I'd watch the races because we'd get home and just watch the races. 
This year, I watched literally like 10 minutes of the race. I barely watched any because we didn't record it. And then I was around Greg and Danny's house, so I watched a bit there. But I don't care watching it at all now because I just see it as a different person. And you have to watch it because I see stuff that I do that I can't stand and that everybody else I'm sure sees and they're like, oh, my gosh, why did she do that? But you don't realize you do that stuff when you're doing it until you watch it back. Mm-hmm. I say the most random stuff sometimes, like these words come out. The Talladega Nights like, first turn? <laughs> Talladega Nights. I was at Talladega Nights. I was at NASCAR with Ricky Bobby, apparently. You, you actually you said say these. You actually said Talladega Nights. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the Talladega <laughs> Nights first turn. Oh, man. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> stuff like that. You say, I say stupid stuff sometimes, like these words, and I'm like, what? Where did that Didn't you come call from? something a bicycle one time? Yes, and I got crap for that too. She called a dirt bike again, a bicycle. I was thinking of like a dirtsicle, dirt bike, dirt scooter. Okay, best story of all bike. time though um, of Georgia, people screwing with Georgia. Um, Tommy Searle. No, uh, let me tell the story in case you get it wrong. I don't think I will, but you can tell it. So we're at the Motocross of Nations at St. Jean d'Angeli and I'm on the start line and that was when Tommy Searle was riding a Kawasaki mm-hmm. and one of his like serious man friends was there who I was I was like friends with that group when I was back in England and uh, he comes up to me and he goes his name's Ed Warren and he goes uh, Georgia you should probably talk about um, you know Tommy's bike and I was like it's it's a like I can't remember what I was like. Class, like it's a KDX. He told him it's a KDX 250. Course. It's the KDX 250, goes, the new ba- the new model. No. Shut up, Jimmy. He goes, yeah, it's a KDX 250F. And I was like, all right, sweet, cool. So I go up to Tommy, do my TV interview, and I'm like, yeah, so the, the KDX 250F is like treating you well, blah, 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 blah. And then I get back, like, off the start line, and he's like, Georgia, did you say KDX 250F? And I'm like, yeah, you told me. Thanks. I appreciate that. And he goes, oh, my God. <laughs> I was messing with you so bad. Uh, and that was, like, four, five years ago. Right. You know? And, God, it was that yeah, long ago. So I learned scary. my lesson on the KDX 250F. Yeah, nice nice move. Hey, Chris is trying to got a guest here on the line for your second rider. Okay. Chris, what's up? Welcome to the show. Who's your guest for Jimmy Albertson's second rider? Is it Richard Taylor? Richard. Oh, you Taylor. saw that, yeah. He's. Been, I don't know. It was so funny because George and I were looking at um, um, Rich's son, who's uh, Rich Taylor's son. Yeah. And he's he's got some plastic of mine or something. I I don't think it's not one of our bikes because I know who I sold our bikes to. Yeah. But he's got like a fifty three number plate and running like Mika bars, but he doesn't have everything quite right. He's not doesn't have a recluse cover on the side, uh-huh. and I'm like, George and I are looking at the phone. I was like. Did they have our bike? Like, is that our bike? But yeah, it's, maybe. it's not. I think he's got some old plastic of ours or no. some graphics or nice something. Nice try, Chris. But no, that's but not it. But it could okay. be him. Yeah. Richard! All right, thanks, Chris. Um, all right, hey, um, we're going to let you two guys go on the phone. We're going to take a commercial break because Sean Collier's coming up. So- I just wanted to say goodnight. Okay. Oh, night, Georgia. No, thanks for calling. It's always great to hear your voice. And, um, Always great you guys to hear your voice. Great, as always. And JT, I'll see you at the weekend. Steve Mathis, Pookie, you're awesome. Yeah, Pookie's and, not here. Thank um, you Pookie's downstairs. I'm going to go to bed probably and watch um, some really rubbish TV.
rubbish. <laughs> Even when she says like rubbish, it sounds good. No. Yeah. <laughs> no. Terrible. Jimmy calls it rubbish now. It's awesome. Yeah. Blame. I don't call it rubbish. I call it a bin bag. Uh-huh. Like trash bags have been I'm bin winning. Bag. Right. Thanks, Georgia. All right. All right. Night, guys. All right night, see baby. ya. Bye. JT, uh, we'll get you back on for the BTO uh, Gabba Gibbs segment after Sean Collier. So stick around right. if you can. And uh, we'll get to back to JT. Take a quick commercial break here. Pop Mech Show presented by BTOsports.com and Fly Racing. Come back with uh, Sean Collier, KX500 uh, champion. Mm. I'm going to ask him about riding 500. I used to race 500s. Oh, God, so much in common. Yeah, exactly. Can't wait, to talk. Can't wait mm-hmm. to talk to him about it. Stick around, everybody. Jason Thomas. I wanted to talk to you for a minute about Fly Racing. Fly Racing has grown by leaps and bounds since I started wearing it back in 2003. If you go back and look at a picture from back then and flash forward to now where you see guys like Trey Kennard, Andrew Short, Justin Brayton, Weston Pike, and the 250 Rockstar Husky team wearing, you'll see what I'm talking about. We're now producing premium products, but our goal to give you more bang for your buck hasn't changed since those days. Our F2 carbon helmet, worn by all of our pro riders, is what I consider to be the best value in the motocross world. Our new Evolution 2.0 and light hydrogen lines have been continually improved and perfected over the past couple of years to give you the ideal fit. Whether it's off-road, supercross, motocross, or just riding in the backyard with your buddies, we have something purpose-built just for you. I invite you to check out our website at flyracing.com and, of course, your local dealer and online retailers to learn more about what we have been working on. Follow us on social media at FlyRacingUSA and post pictures of you riding on our Fly Racing wall on our website. From all of us at Fly Racing, I want to say thanks for listening and support companies that support Pulp MX. The Pulp MX Show is brought to you by BTOsports.com. Whether you are looking for new gear, helmets, boots, or you need to rebuild your bike from the ground up, BTO is your source for all of your motocross needs. As a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM race team and the heart of the BTO Sports amateur motocross team, it is obvious that we are about more than being just a store. We support the sport that supports us. us. We at BTO Sports want to give back to you, the listener, for supporting us and the Pulp MX Show. Use coupon code PULPMX when placing your order at btosports.com for a VIP listener discount. Certain brand restrictions will apply. Race Tech. Privateer proven. When riders choose, they choose Race Tech. Supporting the world's fastest racers. Providing factory-level products, support, and service to the everyday rider. Each setup and product is 100% guaranteed and made in the USA. When racers choose, they choose Racetech. Visit Racetech.com for a full listing of suspension parts, tools, and information. Or check out Paul Feed's Motorcycle Suspension Bible, your guide to everything suspension. To receive 20% off parts and labor, enter discount code PULPMX2015 when ordering. Racetech. NFAB is the undisputed leader in high-quality accessories for your truck, Jeep, and SUV. For products that are as unique as your vehicle, check out NFAB Off-Road Accessories. 
from Nerf Steps and Lighting Accessories to the all-new Adjust Step and Endura Step. NFAB has you covered. NFAB products are handcrafted in the USA, delivering unsurpassed quality and durability with cutting-edge style. Available in cab length, wheel-to-wheel, and fed access models, NFAB Nerf Steps offer the widest array of configurations to access your vehicle. NFAB also offers a wide range of mounting solutions for auxiliary lighting, including pre-runner light bars, light cages, and full replacement front bumpers. All NFAB products are backed by a lifetime craftsmanship warranty and a five-year finish warranty. To find out where to buy NFAB products, visit www.n-fab.com or call 866-806-NFAB. NFAB, truck products for truck people. How's it going? My name is Chris Laredo. Patrick Barker. Scott Lewis. My name is Ben Schiermeyer. I'm a mechanic for Jason Anderson. Weston Pikes mechanic. Wrench on the number 10, Justin Brighton. I work for Justin Barsha. We are running uh, Galfer. Galfer. Galfer brakes. That's the best thing, yeah. It's like you've got to run Galfer. For 2015, X-Brand has added stellar new colorways to our exciting Volcano, Phantom, and Limited lines. You know Nick Way demands the illest style, and now with RCH Racing's Brock Tickle on board, we have assembled a motivated squad. Our simple approach to a fresh look, unmatched comfort, and elite performance remains pegged in the red. You can rest assured knowing X-Brand has you covered with a full offering of lenses, tear-offs, laminates, nose guards, and our zip-off system. Order direct through the EKSBrand.com store and enter discount code PULPSHOW15 to save 30% now. The leader in design and development of high-performance dirt bike camshafts, Hot Cams is now a proud supporter of the Pulp MX Show and its listeners. Looking to increase the horsepower of your engine without spending a fortune? You need to get a set of Hot Cams. Engineered using state-of-the-art valve train software and CNC machined from 8620 billet steel, Hot Cams camshafts are one of the most economical, reliable, and easy-to-install ways to add 5 to 10% power gain to your engine. By selecting one of our three stages of camshaft profiles, you can specifically tune the power band of your engine to best suit your riding style. Designed, dyno-proven, and made in the USA, Hot Cam's performance camshafts are used by privateer riders like Jimmy Albertson, Mitchell Oldenburg, Michael Lieb, Adam Entignap, Nick Schmidt, and the Monster Energy Leading Edge Kawasaki team. Hot Cam's wants to help you get the extra power you need by offering all Pulp listeners a 30% discount on all orders placed online at hotcamsinc.com. Type in the discount code HOTCAMS2015 at checkout. Hot Cam's unleash the power within works connection is proud to be a sponsor of pulp mx because just like you they're passionate and dedicated to the sport for over 23 years now they've been producing innovative products like their pro launch start device and the 123 easy build elite perch line just take a look around the ama pro pits and you'll see works connections proving ground for products under the canopies of yoshimura suzuki rch racing star racing and other top teams plus they now stock hints and clutch components peg armor arc levers and fasco products too works connection your one-stop shop for cutting edge products visit them on the web at w www.worksconnection.com and use the keyword PulpMX for 20% off your order or visit your local outlet and check out the new lineup of products for 2015. Do you own a KTM like Andrew Short? Then listen up. 
stop searching for the best place to get genuine KTM parts and accessories. Grab a whole shot like shorty. Go directly to KTMPartsExpress.com, your number one online source for KTM parts and accessories. There's no shortage of genuine KTM parts in our huge warehouse, as well as a full selection of KTM power parts and power wear accessories. We also offer the same aftermarket parts and accessories that you see on Shorty's bike for your own KTM. 29 years of experience would be impressive, but we have over 35 years of experience in the motorcycle industry. We're here to serve you with a huge inventory, great prices, and fast, dependable service. The staff at KTM Parts Express is not short on experience. We'll process your order with speed and accuracy. Our goal is to get you the parts you need in the shortest amount of time. If you're in need of KTM Parts or accessories, this is the place to shop. KTMPartsExpress.com Roost MX. Roost MX, the official graphics company for both Cobra Moto and Cycle Trader Rock River Yamaha team. For over 16 years, Roost delivers professional level graphics for every rider from amateur to pro. Choose from our huge selection of graphics online and make yours one of a kind. Roost also offers a wide range of other custom products from t-shirts, sticker kits, helmet kits, trailer graphics, and more. With our quick 48-hour turnaround, shipping orders is top priority. Be sure to check out the new Pulp Nation section to get your Pulp MX swag. And follow us on Instagram at RoostMX for monthly sales. Get your equipment looking fresh by visiting RoostMX.net and use the discount code PULPNATION to save 20%. RoostMX. Motocross bikes have become very advanced over the past seven years, and yet ignition coil technology hasn't changed for almost 40. Almost 40. As a rider, you change sprockets, exhaust, ECU mapping, and even engine internals to gain an advantage. So with four times more energy than that of a stock ignition coil, the Black Ops Moto ignition coil is race-proven to help engines starting, throttle response, and acceleration when it's needed most. The Black Ops Moto coils are designed for two-stroke and four-stroke engines, as well as vintage and Evo bikes. Replace those tired, worn-out ignition coils with proven performance coil. Stop overlooking the obvious and contact us today. Hope MX listeners will get 15% off just by emailing or calling us directly at Black Ops Moto. You can also visit us on Facebook or at BlackOpsMoto.com. Black Ops Moto. Hey, 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 hey. W-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-
They all use and trust W for all the wheel needs. If they trust W, why don't you? Don't buy a, a set of cheap wheels. Just because you paid $500 for a set of wheels, you're not going to put those on your bike. They're not that good. Really, seriously. WUSA.com. Anything you need. Cool colors. Better strength. They've got it. And they've been proud supporters of the Pulp and Mech Show for many years now. And we thank those guys. WUSA.com. Do it. Don Emler had a simple vision for FMF racing when he started it in his garage back in 73. Provide top-level U.S. racing equipment at the grassroots level. 43 years later, FMF racing is known for delivering the world's top performance exhaust products. Today, Don's vision continues to guide the family-operated company in its 100,000-square-foot, state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in the heart of Southern California, where 100% of everything is built under one roof. FMF is factory. Vortex Racing, the leader in top quality racing components for over 15 years, is now a proud supporter of the Pulp MX Show. All Vortex Racing products are made with the best materials and the tightest tolerances. All because Vortex Racing is owned and operated by guys just like you. Enthusiasts and riders that demand the best. We have over 1,000 different gear choices to suit your needs and track conditions. All sprockets are cut from 7075T6 aluminum and come in an assortment of colors. Want something even stronger? Check out our full line of laser-cut steel sprockets. Besides sprockets, Vortex offers V3 oversized motocross handlebars that are 29% stronger than the competition. With years of research into these bars and top riders like Arena Cross champion Tyler Bowers putting their trust in them. You know these these bars bars can take the abuse you'll give them. them. Remember, there's a reason champions choose Vortex. So the question is simple. Do you want to join the ranks of James Stewart and FMX legend Ronnie Renner? Choose Vortex. For more information, check out VortexRacing.com. All Pulp MX listeners are getting hooked up with a discount on any Vortex Racing product. Just email Roger at VortexRacing.com for promo code PULP2015. Or call him at 800-440-3559, extension 222. See you on the track. Hey guys, it's Brady Chisholm here. Listen up. You'll spend $9,000 for a new bike, $3,000 for bling, and you wonder why I have monkey butt? I'll tell you why. You didn't go to GutsRacing.com for new seat foam and cover. Guts Racing has been the leader in seat technology for 25 years. They've worked with every top rider at some point in their life, and that tradition continues. With riders on teams such as Cycle Trader Yamaha, Moto Concepts Racing, RCH Suzuki, Yoshimira Suzuki, Pro Circuit Kawasaki, Geico Honda, they have worked with them all. They have riders like Cal Chisholm, <laughs> Ben LeMay, Matt LeMoyne, Ryan Sipes, Brett Metcalf, and many, many more. They have been working behind the scenes with factory riders for over two and a half decades. So here is your chance to join stars of Supercross, Motocross, Arena Cross, GNCC, and FMX by taking advantage of the discount they have going on. If you head over to GutsRacing.com and use the code PulpMX2015, it'll save you some money, save you from having monkey butt. It's a win-win. Head over there and check them out, guys.
Mix Show, presented by BTOSports.com and Fly Racing. Coming at you! Live in Las Vegas, Memorial Day. Thanks for listening, everybody. Show 200 and, uh, 213. Je- Jesus, Jimmy, we've been doing this uh, five years. Is that the first time I was on? What? You've been doing this. Oh, no, I thought you, you meant we've been doing this. Yeah. We haven't been doing this. No. You, it's been all you. Five years. Damn. Pulp Mech Show. Where's F- life gone? FML. FML. The FML Pulp Mech Show. KTM Parts Express, the number one online source for genuine KTM parts and accessories. Our warehouse is stocked with a huge inventory of genuine KTM parts. If Jimmy rides KTMs again, which he could. No. He, you never know because he switches bike brands a lot. KTMPartsExpress.com. Pulp Mech 15 saves you 15%. This is no good for me. What? When you say stuff like that. Wow. During a BTO segment, I'm sponsored by Motorsport.com, Motorsport.com, Motorsport.com. I mean, you switched. <laughs> you had three bike I brands had in, no, in six months. I had no factory support. I know. No sponsors. I know. Why, why you got to do this to me? I didn't do anything to you. <laughs> very angry. KTMPartsExpress.com. 35 years of experience in the motocross industry. Uh, motorcycle industry. They'll help you. KTM hard parts, aftermarket parts. KTM Express. PartsExpress.com. Jimmy Albertson in the studio. Top Jimmy Albertson. Number 53 in your program. Number one in your heart. And a different number next year. Uh, you're going to have a shitty number next year. Yeah. What are you going to be, you think? Probably like 976. <laughs> 702, bro. Yeah, 702. We can bring it back. Now, I have a national number. Somewhere probably in the 80s. Yeah. Thanks for listening, everybody. Appreciate it. Uh, hot cams. Hot cams. Uh, the leader in design and development of high-performance dirt bike camshafts. Hot Cams is a proud supporter of our show. Hotcamsinc.com. Go check them out. All the extra power you need by offering all Pulp and listeners a 30% discount using Hot Cams 2015 code. Hot Cams unleashes the power within Jimmy. Putting a set of cams in your bike, uh, probably the easiest way to manage the power on a modern force. Yeah, I only use Hot Cams. Hot Cams is a proud sponsor of Arm Energy Racing as well. Yep. And uh, no matter whether you have 250F, 450, whatever you want, um, they have different profiles, so you can kind of tune your power selection to what you want. If you want to mellow your 450 out, they can do it. A camshaft is a cam, pair of cams is a really easy way to do it, or one cam if or you have a Honda. what's better than having hot cams in your bike, having hot cams and vertex pistons at the same time. Yeah, or and pivot works, and using oh. pivot works as well. They're all on board with us. Unstoppable. Hot cams, Unleashed Power Within, Hot Cams 2015, is prou- pleased and proud to bring you on the Pulp Mech Show. Uh, a real American hero on this Memorial Day. This man. He won the two-stroke race, which is like the most American thing you can really do. I would have liked to have seen Ronnie and this guy go head-to-head in Ronnie the two-stroke race. Ronnie was too race. busy freestyle at Nitro Circus. Yeah, he was. He was at Nitro, right? Yep, yeah. he did Nitro. After he wins the 20-minute plus two-lap two-stroke race, he goes and lines up for the 450 moto mm-hmm. and gets points in that on a Cowie 450. And he has the practice on the two-stroke, practice on the four-stroke. Definitely rode the most laps. Yeah, he gets the award for that. Hot Cam's bringing you Sean Collier. Sean, welcome to the show, man. Man, I love to be here with you guys. Thanks. You guys for- sound like you have a lot of fun. Oh, it's terrible. Well, I don't really like Albertson that much. Sean, it is awesome to speak with you again. I haven't got to <laughs> know, see you this know, season buddy. yet. I always seen, I always make it over to you at one point, but it hasn't been yet. Maybe Washougal. Are you going to do Washougal again this year? Yep, that's part of the plan. We were going to do the first two and then see how they went. And after getting my ass thoroughly checked at the first two, then it's time to take some uh, 
take some time off and recoup a little bit and just do some family time and, and stick to the job and get caught up there because uh, the boss man is pretty, uh, <laughs> pretty pretty heated with me with taking off a couple of days here and there. So What do you, what do, you uh, do for work? I'm a water treatment technician, so nice. something that's completely separated from motocross. I yeah. won't even get into that boring that's, stuff. That's what my grandpa uh, was into, water treatment purification it's systems a good, it's a good gig it's a good gig so it pays the bills and that's what it's all pretty much uh comes down to us make sure you got to keep the banks off our backs right yeah, <laughs> yeah no kidding 702-586-7857 you got a question for uh two-stroke hero sean collier plus uh um so you mentioned that you weren't that pumped on your results to the first four motos of the california swing um i thought you did okay i mean were you hoping to do a little better no, not not so much that I wasn't pumped. I mean, I love to be out there, and I don't really have, you know, expectations for myself besides I just really wanted to qualify and put in two sol- or four solid motos. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just, it takes a toll on you, though, it, you know, with, <laughs> with having a, a new baby at home and then just all my obligations with work and then going out on the weekends. I mean, I've been pretty much going six days a week. I mean, you could even call it seven, mm-hmm. maybe six and a half, you know. So it just it takes it out of you, you know. I, I just want to have a couple of weekends where I take off and just chill out a little bit. Um, racing professionally, it's, it's intense. Um, right, right. It's a lot of fun, you know, riding your dirt bike and having a good time with your buddies. But when you line up on that gate, I mean, Jimmy knows all about it. It's business, you know. Oh, None yeah. of those guys are out there to give you high fives and thumbs up. I mean, even right. though I try, but, yeah. you know, hey, we, we all, we're out there to uh, – you know, all of them are out there to do as, as best as they possibly can, and they put it out there. So, I right. mean, it's, it's gnarly. Even when I'm racing in 25th, trying to just scratch myself up there for one point, you know, it's super, super difficult. So, um, it's it's just time to kind of chill out a little bit, and uh, and then we'll come out swinging for Washougal and hopefully uh, run up, you know, run onto you and on the line. I know last time we were there, we were chatting it up a little yeah. bit, right. talking to you. Always, so, yeah, always good times. Um, yeah, absolutely. So, did you get twenty at the second? Did yeah. you get twenty at the second moto? Yeah. No, it was actually first moto at Glen Hill, and I I got up to twentieth, and then dude, my brain was just like shutting down. It was so <laughs> weird. I just I could not keep up straight in the rut, and I totally just lost my balance. Total brain fade moment going up one of the uphills, coming out of a or just before one of the uphills coming out of a left-hand corner, and I just stood up in the rut, and then I almost didn't even make it up the uphill. I was, like, <laughs> almost looping out. <laughs> like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> so, uh, I can't remember what the, the guy's name is, but uh, something Ames. Is it Zach Ames? Or... Zach, the, no, the, was he racing? That's a Or not Ames. I'm sorry, not Ames. Archer. Archer, Archer Tony yeah, Archer. Tony Archer, yeah. Yeah, so he was he was breathing down my neck, man. We had a good little battle going on, and... Uh, yeah, he ended up passing me, so I got, I think it was 21st, the first moto, so I, I lost that darn point, but yeah, yeah. it was no big deal. And then second moto, uh, I think the highest up I got up to was like 21st, maybe, or 22nd. Yeah. I can't remember. There but. was like um, you and Chisholm, and I think Freeze, and maybe Cunningham, or like it was an intense battle around those yeah. guys. Yeah. It was a good pack of us. I mean, yep. I had horrible starts, man. I don't know what the deal is with my damn starts. Like, you know, it was funny because... On the 500, I swear to God, when people line up next to that 500, they look at it and they psych themselves out because my reaction time this year is so damn slow. It's uh-huh. pathetic. I mean, I'm not kidding you. It doesn't matter if there's a 250F next to me. You know, I'm, I'm always just, it's, it's right. baffling. I don't understand. I'm like, God, I've been racing for over 20 years. You think I know how to get off a starting line, you know, decent. Yeah. But for some reason, I can't do it. So, um, um, did the, yeah, uh, but other than, 
What's that? Go ahead. Did the four stroke, did the two stroke race wear you out? Were you feeling it? How was that extra 20 minute race for you? I mean, you won it pretty Dude, handily. Yeah, you're but, cruising, it looked like. Yeah. I was definitely not cruising. It, well, I, you, I, it's hard to tell with you because it's like, yeah, it never seems yeah. like you're, you're really I know. putting it down. I'm boring. I'm really boring to watch. <laughs> no, boring is good, though. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I, I totally know what you mean. Um, you know what? That, that moto and then doing the practice, so it was two extra sessions out on the track, roughly like 40 minutes. Mm-hmm. I didn't think it was going to be that much gnarlier, but I'm seriously still like so spent. I cannot believe <laughs> how much harder that was. Yeah, well, you and, work a normal job, and you have the normal family life. <laughs> to, then, to do more than what everybody else is doing on right, top of that. Right, Yeah, I was kicking myself in the ass at about 10 minutes into the first moto. Yes. Like, oh, my God. Of the 450 class, I'm like, <laughs> oh my gosh dude i was just cramping my hips were cramping and i'll tell you what though dude, i was so lucky that it was what maybe like 42 degrees out oh, yeah. it was freezing <laughs> yeah which was awesome because if it would have been like 80 degrees or higher 75 i would have just been totally or 100 degrees you know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, Christ, usually it's triple digits by this time of the year so yeah. Totally lucked out with that. So totally you you uh, you should have won the two stroke challenge, whatever, a month ago or so. I understand you dominated the one moto, had bike problems the second moto. This two stroke race, you won it pretty pretty easy on a KX five hundred. Talk about whose bike it is, who approached you, what do you think about the KX five hundred? How'd that all come together? Well, basically, the bike is my dad's. He used to cruise that yes. out in the desert. <laughs> you know, he's always been a a lover of the desert, and you know, back in the day, that was the bike he got with yep. Danny Hamill's cruising. So, right, Pops got that back in '97, and it sat for years and years after he dedicated everything to my racing, and pretty much the KX just sat in the garage and then collected dust for a long time. And mm-hmm. I told him, like, man, I really want to ride that thing. I've been saying it for years and years. So, eventually, we finally. We dusted it off and we took it out to Dan the Dirt. I believe it was in 2012 was the first year I, I brought it out there. Mm-hmm. And uh, since then, it's kind of like evolved into this awesome thing because I would always tell people that, you know, were supporting me or were really interested in racing that, man, if we could just get this thing just a little bit more competitive because how it was was just really sketchy. I mean, the bike had been sitting for so long and right. part, parts are pretty difficult to find and and my skills, wrenching on a motorcycle isn't the greatest, so I knew the thing needed to be torn down all the way, you know, need to be thoroughly inspected. So yeah. we got Frenchie from C4MX this year to step up big time, and he, uh, him and uh, Gasper Racing, Manny and Debbie, great people, and obviously the Fast House guys, Kenny and everyone, they all stepped up and tore the thing down and got it totally race-ready for the two-stroke nationals back here in April. Uh-huh. Um, unfortunately we had a little malfunction with the bike. Uh, one of the shock bolts wasn't Loctited and it just vibrated out. Yeah, know, yeah. It was just one of those things, you know, you gotta be super, super thorough putting those things together. And it was last minute. And I totally understand. I mean, shit, if I put the thing together, it probably wouldn't even last the practice. So, <laughs> yeah. you know, it, it's a rattle trap. That thing is, I mean, anyone who's ever started one of those beasts up, it's the thing just rattles your brain. So, yeah. Um, and you know, there's some decent hits there at Glen Helen. It was just kind of just an unfortunate thing. And shock bolt came out. It was only like three laps to go. And oh, bummer. Boom. Yeah. That was it. But, uh, man, I'll tell you what, we're so stoked to have that thing as good as it is now. We have a, a new KX450 front end on the bike. Oh, you do? So it has, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So it has awesome front brake now where before it was 
Uh, uh, that's how I did it. As I stole the WR front brake system off my dad's enduro bike that he had, and decided, all right, let's try to mount this thing on. Got that on there. It was so Jerry rigged. I mean, you would have laughed, <laughs> especially you, Steve. You would have been like, really, guy? Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> but hey, we ran it, and it, it it worked okay. It was better than the '97 front brake system. That it was so pathetic after. One race, the thing would be all the way to the handlebar. You'd be trying to stop the thing, and it just wouldn't stop. So, Which is, when you think about uh, it, like Lachine and Ward, that's what they ran. Like, they stopped. Yeah. <laughs> they had their, I don't know how they did it. I know. I'm thinking they shifted a lot. Momentum. <laughs> a lot right, of right, right, right. Yeah. Momentum. <laughs> exactly. So, but, man, riding that thing is such an awesome, nostalgic feel when you just fire it up. And everyone yeah. freaking loves that oh, bike. I love it's it. so crazy, man. I love it, though. How about, like, uh, so, I've raced a 500 quite a bit back in the day. How about, like, when you come into turns and you just, like, shift up into a turn? You're like, I got some momentum. I'm just going to grab third or fourth and just roll it on because it'll jerk your arms. You know what I mean? So you just want to – you just got to ride it smooth. You just got to ride it tall. Yep, yeah. absolutely. Absolutely short shifts of thing. That's that's the name of the game on that beast. I yep. mean, it is crazy though. That that bike has so much power from mid to top. Yeah. It it actually makes the I mean my four fifty that I got is impressive and it, it puts it to shame when you get it up to that speed. Mm-hmm. Um out of the hole it doesn't have that real awesome tractability that you have with a four fifty. The thing likes to break loose quite a bit. Right. Um and it's it is a beast though, trying to maintain that you know, in a smooth way without having the thing jerk out on you. Yeah. But uh, it's such a bitchin' bike, though, man. I I truly love riding it. It's uh, it's really a pleasure. It truly is. Yeah, just trying to keep the front end down, short yeah. shift it. Just. Yeah. But for people who don't really know your story, uh, Sean, like when was the last race? What, last year you rode a full season. Full season, dude. Seriously, 2006. Yep, it would have been 2006 because I was a I was yeah. a replacement rider. I had the last four races for Star Racing, and you were riding for them. Um, yeah, dude, I remember that was awesome times. Dude. Yeah, but Back um, in the day. But then that next year, you raced a little bit of Supercross, and it was just like done for a while after that. And then like all of a sudden, we'll just forget all about you, and then you'll show up. And there for a while, you were showing up to the nationals and just out of nowhere top 10 top 10 yeah. and then you'd go hide again you'd come out of nowhere top 10 again and it was just like <laughs> know, every year <laughs> it was like honestly like oh collier didn't show up again this year he's probably gonna like be another guy to beat me <laughs> you know <laughs> you, you know but um but kind of what was your what was the whole deal with the 07 season going into that and what were your, your reasonings for kind of just backing it down 07 man i well it pretty much we really want to get into it um 2006 is when it really started. There was some stuff internally on the team, not the team themselves, but there was another rider on the team where we had an altercation, um, something more deeper than that, something real personal I don't really want to bring up and throw all the bullshit into it. But uh, it really fucked me up mentally. Um, excuse my language. But yeah. no, by the time 07 rolled around, I was so just mentally disturbed and the way everything was going, I just... I needed a change of pace, and I just seriously walked away from a two-year contract. At that time, I signed another two years with those guys. Yep. So I was totally secure with them, but I wasn't jiving with what was going on behind the scenes, and I decided, you know what, I just walked away. In hindsight, obviously, I could have handled it a lot better, but the way I was back then mentally, I just packed up my crap and, and went home and tried to just recharge my batteries. I always kept riding. So that's why every time I would just show up out of the blue, people would see, oh, well, he can still ride a dirt bike. Well, it's because the skill set was still there. You know, it wasn't Mm -hmm. like I 
went off the deep end and was doing drugs and, <laughs> yeah. you know, was a, was a total alcoholic or something like that, you know. It you was, just had really long hair. That's all that yeah, happened. Yeah. Like, your hair oh, just hell yeah. grew well, a lot. I grew his hair out. Yeah, that's the thing is I didn't cut my hair from the moment I walked away from Yes, yeah, no time. Seven. You're like you're like when uh, Forrest Gump went off the deep end and just started running. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, for sure. Dude. I mean, I had, I had a kid. It was a full, full deal. I got married. You know, marriage failed. I mean, no, oh, dude, it was just a – there was a lot of drama in my life from, like, 2006 from then till all the way to, like, 2000. And, well, shit, there's still drama with my ex-wife. But, <laughs> but, you know, there was, like, gnarly drama for, like, a full year. And then, you know, after that, it slowly kind of tapered off. And, you know, now we're here. And, um, yeah, it's just oh. it's life. You know, life oh, yeah. stuff pretty much. Anybody, you know that, I mean? anybody that knows you, though, like, and I can speak from experience, like, anytime you see Sean, he's smiling. And, like, it's always a good yeah. conversation. You're not, like, you don't ever leave the conversation with Sean Collier. No matter what's going on behind the scenes with him, you never leave the conversation going, man, he's miserable. <laughs> you yeah. Know? Yeah. yeah, so, no. so it's good. not miserable. Yeah, you know, you. it seems to, like you handle situations well. Yeah, you know, get, getting down, but, you know, I don't want people to think, you know, generally, you're a pretty awesome dude. Yeah. I, well, remember, I appreciate well, that. <laughs> when you were doing the top tens on the Cowie with the recluse help, you know, everyone yep. was like, why doesn't this guy just keep racing? <laughs> like, just he's really good. He should just keep racing. <laughs> well, I was. I was racing works racing. So, yeah. But okay. I was really, really poor at that, which was really humbling. <laughs> because, yeah, I mean, I expected, honestly, to go out there and be like a top five guy. I was like, all right. You yeah. Know, I'm, I'm putting in the time. I love riding, you know, off-road stuff. Like, mm-hmm. I always love doing that. And then when I showed up at those races, it was like, damn, these guys are seriously gnarly. They are not scared to pin it in like seriously life-threatening situations yes. here. I mean, I was baffled at how fast they were on the most just sketchiest sections. And oh. I'm like, dude, seriously? This is like the perfect <laughs> training for the U.S. Nationals. Like, right. let's sign up and start racing some Nationals, too, because I'm ready. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it was crazy. When I went to the U.S. Nationals that year, just from doing some works racing, you know, in the off season, uh, so to speak. It was crazy. I mean, I'd show up at a national where it was the most brutal, rough track, and it was like, this is nothing, boys. I mean, I can actually see the track. I'm not in a dust cloud with rocks and freaking just, I mean, it's gnarly. Anyone who races any off-road GNCC or or works racing, it's intense. And it's a two-hour wide open. I mean, we're talking to my buddies, Kurt, you know, I'm like, so what's the deal here? How... You know, how, how's the pace and, you know, what, what do I got to expect? He's like, oh, you know, it's it's nowhere near like moto. It's probably like 80%. Yeah, yeah. Bullcrap. Bull yeah. <laughs> <laughs> These guys were 100% wide open. I mean, yeah, maybe for Kurt and those guys in the beginning, kind of pacing themselves. But for me, I was having to ride at my at my absolute best ability from the beginning all the way in to the end. I was like, oh, my yeah. gosh, these guys are, this is the real deal here. So, that took me by surprise a little bit, um, but it helped me so much. Like when I got to the nationals, I mean, I my first national I raced that year. We had a actually had a, a malfunction with the uh, uh, something inside the motor where the oil lines supposedly were clogged. I don't yeah. really understand what what exactly happened there, but from the manufacturing process with the Kawasaki, I guess they use some type of sealant with the cases, yeah. and they can get drawn into the oil lines. Well, anyways, make a long story short. I pulled off both motos and got like 36, 36. So then, you know, that was obviously very disappointing, but we mm-hmm. went to the second round at Hangtown and 
boom, I, I think I, I got a fifth place and I came from outside the top 20, I believe. Wow. I started yeah, it was yeah. really bad. So second moto, I ended up getting blasted in the face with a rock and, and had to pull in and get new goggles and stuff. Yeah, I remember um, that. Yeah. And, and I think I got like a 21st or something. We almost got to, got into that top 20, but that was a tough moto. Um, so yeah, but it, it just showed me, I'm like, holy crap, I, I just got yeah. fifth as my best finish ever. And, you know, I mean, I, I'm on a full privateer bike, but you know, what it was, was just that phenomenal amount of training I had from racing those works races. And it just, I was strong all the way from the beginning to the end. Uh, so, hot cams, big difference. hot cams bringing you uh, Sean Collier, hotcamsinc.com. Uh, Let's get to the phone lines here. Jay, what's going on? You got a question about Glen Helen? Yeah, I do. Um, I'm on the East Coast, so I've never done snow angels in the dirt of Glen Helen. I wanted to know, it looks like silt on TV. It's not sand. It's not dirt from Mars like Salt Lake City had. What is the dirt like at Glen Helen? What do you think, Sean? The, the dirt at Glen Helen is really unique. It's it, For me, it's got like a harder base. Obviously, most of the time, it's got a harder base. And it's got kind of like what you're saying, like it looks like moon dust almost, like mm-hmm. a uh, decomposed granite or something. I don't really know how to explain it. It's a really unique soil, but when it gets saturated, the ruts, they get kind of deep, and it, it's almost like a brownie mix, um, not a real sticky soil. It's a really fun soil for me. I, I love riding on it. It's nowhere near as challenging as riding on the East Coast where you're from, and and riding on soil that's got that real just sticky structure where you got mm-hmm. a lot of clay and nutrients in it, you know, it's it's a completely different feel. For me, it's a lot easier to ride. I don't know. What do you think, Jimmy? Um, yeah, I, I think East Coast tracks, when it's super sticky, like you were saying, the ruts just drag you down and you're dragging peg and getting squirrely all over the place, yeah, I would definitely pick <laughs> Glen Helen Dirt over that. But, um, but, yeah, I don't know. I think it's just whatever you kind of grow up on. I never... I rode a lot of hard pack growing up, but never got to ride any of. I mean, I, we are from the East Coast, but it is. It's Sean's right though, um, Jay. Glen Helen, it's Hangtown's different. Um, yeah, like Glen Helen, yeah. Paris is different. Milestone is different. <laughs> yep. it's, it's 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 Glen Helen, man. Yeah, the dirt is weird. Yeah, very unique. Yeah, uh, absolutely. What is, what is your what is your tire selection for Glen Helen? What are you guys running? Thirty-two. I use a thirty-two. Yeah, yeah. Thing for me. Everybody, everybody. everybody, does. everybody I asked Brian at Dunlop. He said that everyone's doing that. I mean, so. they run the spec what thirty-two. Did, obviously, they run at Hangtown though. Thirty-two. Same thing for me. <laughs> thirty-two. Yeah. Same thing. It's right. hard to beat the thirty-two. Yeah. You have your grip. Yeah. Thanks. Okay. It's good. Right. You Thanks, know what Jay. It is? Thank you. Oh, sorry. Yeah. That's all right. Um, I hey, help me out here. I'm confused, Sean. Yep. What is Fast House? Uh, is I, it, I is don't it, know what it is either. Is I'm it a Troy company? Or what, what is Fast House? <laughs> no, no, no. They they collaborate a lot because Troy and Kenny, who is one of the owners of Fast House, they're, they're really, really good friends. So they collaborate a lot. That's obviously why I wear the Troy Lee pants, the gloves, um, and then Troy Lee helmets as well. So basically Fast House is an apparel company, but they do a lot of media stuff as well. Okay. Pretty much you just go on their website. It's a website. I mean, that's what I love about being a part of this whole crew is it is a whole crew. It's not like we exalt one guy or this guy, you know, it's, it's everyone from the dude who grills the burgers to, to me who rides the bike and everyone in between. We're all part of this, this movement and it's, it's something really unique and, and it's fun to be a part of and go to the fasthouse.com and check it out. Cause they got a lot of cool stuff on there to, 
to watch whether or read, you know, a lot mm-hmm. of good media stuff. And Brendan Lutz is, uh, he does a lot of great work with them and, um, I'm stoked to be a part of it. Cool. Hey, is there anything else coming up? Like you said, you're going to get back to work and race while Shugo, but two stroke wise, cause is there anything else coming up for that bike or any plans? Yeah, you know what, actually, I think this weekend, I know I was saying I need to chill out, but I'm sitting here thinking, I believe it's Scott Burnworth's um, vintage race this weekend, if I remember correctly. So I'll be out there for that. Yeah, good job. Good job on that getting away from the dirt bike. Yeah, I really right. Yeah, I know, I, I know. Well, you know what, it's, it's, that type of event is so low-key, it just kind of, it's all, it's like the Hell on Wheels event that uh, mm-hmm. Von Zipper puts on and all those dudes. I'm sure or that they uh, that they host. It's really cool. It's just it's low key. You have a lot of great friends that you run into. You know, maybe even sneak in a couple of brewskis in between rides. There you, know, you go. Riding like old vintage bikes. Um, they might have a class, I believe, for for like the 500. If I remember correctly, I think I did it last year. But it, it's a you know we just go out there and pretty much pop some wheelies and throw some high. Well, you know who so will pro- cool. you know who will probably um, be there uh, is. Uh, Dogger, the oh. KX500, the KX500 specialist. Jeez. Absolutely, that's bitching. <laughs> so maybe maybe get him on that thing and uh, and just uh, you know he can show you a thing or two or or, or whatever. Um, you know. So you know what's funny about that is Frenchie was mentioning to me. He's like, dude, you know it'd be cool is if we could do a test. Is maybe one of the magazines could pick it up and do a feature. Is have have the dogger ride the 500 and the 450 and then give us his scoop on what well makes, you know? he actually did That'd that cool. dirt rider magazine did, did that dirt rider did that and i and, and chris Kiefer's in studio a lot here so he works for dirt rider and yeah dogger did that although the 500 they had broke it right away it didn't didn't it didn't make it through the whole test but that was a real okay. cool story yeah but maybe <laughs> you guys can do it again and the bike won't break <laughs> so there you go i didn't know they had already done it that's so funny but it's wow. fun and it's funny you <laughs> talk about the brakes because dogger used to tell me those brakes and those things <laughs> they weren't very good <laughs> no dude i don't know how they did it i'm like when i first was riding that thing it was scary right seriously scary especially uh, glenn helen i mean i literally in between motos the brakes would fail on me i'd have no brakes i'm like uh okay well i guess we're coasting this beast down the hill and we'll just have to downshift it you know what i mean yeah. it was like holy crap it was scary Right, yeah, exactly. Um, hey, uh, Sean, thank you for uh, coming on the show. Um, appreciate it, man. It was uh, impressive to see you do that at uh, at Glen Helen. The two-stroke thing was cool, and, and to ride two motos. And, and like like Jimmy said, you're one of those guys that shows up, and everybody's like, oh, yeah, Sean Collier's here. Oh, yeah, Sean Collier's really <laughs> fucking fast. You know what I mean? Like, Every year. It doesn't right, matter. Right, right, right. Oh, yeah, that guy. Every year I would be like, ah, he just can't have it and then yep he's got it still <laughs> <laughs> well i thank you guys and it's been a pleasure chatting with you dudes and uh hopefully we can do this again soon yeah awesome. thanks a lot man appreciate it talk to you later see man. you all right take it easy guys bye hot cams bringing you sean collier uh galfer galfer breaks with the power of today's motocross bikes doesn't it make sense to be able to safely and efficiently bring the power to a stop talking yeah. about brakes on the kx 500 Break. Galfer USA just does that. Galfer manufactures premium braided brake lines, brake pads, oversized routers for BTO Sports KTM, JGR sure. Yamaha. Rotor. TLD Lucas Oil KTM. Are you familiar with them? They're not routers. They're rotors. A router is what you do for your Did I internet. say router? Yeah, you said a router. I bought a router today. Yeah, I know. You got routers on your mind. Have you heard of TLD Lucas Oil KTM team? Oh, man, I just want to be like them. Please. Yeah, they, they use Galfer. And uh, Galfer USA, check them out. Go fast, brake faster. 
And uh, exactly, uh, great stuff. Fantastic guys at Galfer. And uh, yeah, they gave me some stuff for Project 88. I'm pumped to have them on. Yeah. So check them out. JT, welcome back to the show. Appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. Um, Sean Collier was just on. Uh, did you did you get a chance to see any highlights of uh, the KX500 show we put on? Uh, I saw that he raced it, but I mean, I just, you know, saw him in the lap times. They didn't really show him too much on TV. Uh, so. I, didn't, I didn't know if you saw anything on social media, you know, maybe Pulp MX, Instagram, you would have saw that on that, but I guess not. Um, I don't know that I follow you. <sighs> Your pay is going to be docked this month. <laughs> Race tech. What did, he have, what did he have to say? He said the brakes weren't so good. <laughs> and you yeah, have sh- they have drum brakes, right? No, that's a that's a uh they have discs on that. Brakes yeah. only yeah. slow you down. I think his bike was newer the newer ones that had brake that had discs on it. So um Race Tech, Race Tech emails, Race Tech World's Artist Aftermarket Motorcycle Suspension Mod Company, thirty years. Race Tech is supplying racers, riders, and tuners with factory level suspension. Vince Freeze, Cody Gilmer, Ben LeMay, just some of the guys that run uh Race Tech, are we going to see LeMay at Nationals, I wonder? I know he's trying to put together his own deal. Oh, he is? I didn't know. Obviously, it didn't work out. But Yeah, well, you know, Keeley Rusk ain't working out very well either. And anyways, 20, 20%, 10% off Race Tech parts of labor. Use discount code PulpMX2015 when ordering. Rusk will turn it around this weekend. I'll, oh, he's good in Colorado. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, he's yeah. from Durango. He's good in Colorado. Um, so he should turn it around. Looks like it's going to be muddy. Yeah, that's what I heard. Oh, this is gonna Blame. be this is gonna be more goggle work for me. Uh, check the weather. Uh, Race Tech. Here's some emails from uh, from the best of the week here. So, hey Stephen, on Wednesday Bobby Canari was doing some laps at my local track in Ontario. Mm-hmm. While I was watching him, I noticed he was hitting the exact same lines every lap. Is that the way most pros practice? Do they always just practice against a stopwatch? Wouldn't it benefit them more to use the whole track? By the way, I still think you should go by the name T-Bone around the pits, Derek. Who's T-Bone? This Derek. is one of your uh, big arguing De- points, isn't it? Yeah. Derek, one, a long time ago, we were trying to think of a nickname for me. Somebody said, somebody said T-Bone, like from Seinfeld. Remember when George called T-Bone? Yeah, no. Okay, so what about this? Hitting the same lap? Oh, the same well, I mean, lines. I don't know. It's whatever. You just need to practice with guys. <laughs> like, practice with guys? Practice with other dudes. It's the best. That's like what Phil's star. doing. Phil's riding. Yes, exactly. Like a porn star. Phil's riding um, with Barsha, and look at how much better he's doing now. Alex is riding with Jeremy. Yeah, it's just, and that forces you to take different lines, obviously, when you're racing. JT people. rode with Chad Reed, Sebastian Tortelli, and Tim Ferry. Yep, and look at JT's German champ, like a hundred billion times Two in time. a row. Two oh, time. Who's counting? Um. All right. Okay. Um. Steve, I would like to start by thanking you again for the content. It was really great. Please consider charging us $100 a year a piece before jumping to hockey. I would pay it in a second to keep you in a sport, and I can't imagine I'm alone. $100 subscription to the Pulp Show a year. <sighs> well, I mean it. Would you pay it? I don't even listen to it, and it's free. I was curious slash disappointed that the JS7 podcast that you did didn't mention his IV nurse and was curious as to why you didn't bring it up with him. Isn't that possibly why he was given a harsher punishment when he was led to believe he would receive initially? Uh, I know you keep it 100, but thought maybe he hit you with a Tony Alessi type stipulation, which you caved on for the benefit of your fans. Thanks, Sean. No, Sean, um, the IV thing at Millville with the nurse did not have anything to do with his suspension. I talked to James about the IV because I wrote about it. 
He says that she was there for after the motos, and that uh, that's the only time he was using her. And do I believe that? No. But if he was on the podcast, I'd say, hey, James, what about this IV and nurse? he the same thing. He'd say, I, it was there for after the motos, man. And, I, I mean, he's not on a lie detector, so um, I just have to move on. So I didn't really feel like we were going to get anywhere, him and I. And I but say, you, like, everyone should be aware that the, you can go to the asterisk truck and get a free IV. You don't have to fly a doctor around the country to, to Absolutely not. So that's, that. a, that's, a, that's a huge hole in the story. Right, right, right. I mean, um, he's going to say, oh, he well, wants privacy and all that. Yeah, he, he doesn't trust her. He doesn't trust Asterix. He wants his own. He's going to say all that. So if he would have said, it was there for after the motos, I go, no, it wasn't. He goes, yes, it was. And we just go five minutes of, no, it wasn't. Yes, it was. So yeah, that's call him a liar and hang up the phone. Yeah, so and that's why I didn't bring it up. So um, Austin sent this in. Steve, you are completely accurate in your assessment of Michael Sleater. He is, oh, a, he is a complete douchebag, and Josh Grant is not far behind. Hands down, two of the biggest pricks in the industry. Ouch, you don't like Michael Sleater. No, he's a I don't even know him, but yeah, he's, a uh, yeah. he's a douchebag. Ouch. Uh, Mark said, Steve, I'm planning to attend the Race Tech seminar in November, and I wanted to ask you your opinion on how much other companies in the industry will recognize their certificates when I'm finished. Do you think it will help get a job with another suspension company or even be able to start my own company? Of course, I mean, assuming I do well and learn everything that's being taught. Thanks. Love all the content. Yes, Mark, the Race Tech suspension seminars that go off in November are a great help. Many suspension guys in the pits have started with Race Tech or worked for Race Tech or whatever, and uh, it, it would definitely help. And starting your own business, also, lots of guys are Race Tech outlets across the country. Um, it's a terrific uh, seminar they do, and I'd like to make it down and get taught myself, but I highly recommend it. I can think of three or four suspension guys off the top of my head that um, uh, started got their smarts at Race Tech. I am. So, um, hmm? Say the three or four. Uh, Scott, Kaipo, show us Scott. What is, that's not a company, those are people. No, I'm saying people got their start at Racetech. Mike oh. Batista. Batista. Show us Scott, Kaipo, um, I'm probably missing two or three. All right, that's uh, close enough. Um, Will sent this in. I listen to you all talk about getting bad starts often with Webb, Tomac, Kennard, Mookie, but you all don't really have a saying to go with it. Around here we say... You start with the squirrels, you get the nuts. Just a little one-liner you all can start using with bad starts. Thanks, Will from Georgia. That's good. I think we should start using that. Yeah. You start with the squirrels. You get the nuts. Right. JT, you like that one? I don't I don't love it. I don't get it, really. I mean, I yeah, get I it, really like you get the nuts. Alone. Like I don't yeah. think that really means crashing. Is it like these nuts? Is that tied into it? Or these nuts? Is it like a real animal squirrel? Or are you talking about like squirrel, like squirrely riders? Yeah, he's ta- starting with the squirrely riders because you yeah. got a bad start, and then yeah. the, by getting the nuts, I imagine means falling down. Or yeah, or whatever. I don't think actual nuts, yeah. like balls or nothing. I think we're digging too far into um, this. Jay said, "Mr. Mathis, you think Reed will get better farther into the series? Uh, this is after Glenn uh, Hangtown." Was his bike off, or was it an off day for him? He's my favorite rider, so his age catching up to him. Wilbur is a bad dude. I hope he can be Kawasaki's number one and for a long time. He seems like a really good dude. Is he healed up after his injuries? I live in Baja, five hours south of San Diego. If you ever come down for Baja races or whatever, you got a friend here. That's very nice, Jay. Thanks. I'd like to go to Cabo. See Sammy down there. Mm, uh, Cabo well, this, this email was sent to me after Hangtown, and Reed is better. And Glenn Helen, much, much better. Way so, better. Uh, and like, Wilbur, 
completely Wilbur, different rider. And Wilbur, we all love Wilbur. Uh, he improved a lot also from Hangtown. I felt felt like 11th in one moto is a good score. And I think he's all healed up. So good luck to Wilbur. Uh, last one from Bob. Race Tech email segment. Hey, Steve, I'm a big fan of Pulp MX and a lifetime fan of motocross. I truly believe that this sport is my passion and I would love to make a living working in the industry. I am currently a junior in high school. What grade is junior? I never get you guys. It's 11. 11. 11. Okay, all right, you're, 11. You're your second to last year. Okay, all right. I'm a junior in high school, and I was wondering if you had any advice for me. I also write for a school newspaper, but I'm really not able to publish anything about motocross because there isn't a high interest. Any reply would be excellent, and I keep up the good work with your show. Maybe I'll even see you at High Point. Sincerely, Bob. Well, Bob, you crafted a nice email, proper punctuation and spelling and everything. Um... Bob, I'm going to tell you the same thing I say to a lot of people who want to get in the industry. Don't. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, it's not a lot of money. It's uh, a lot of work. You be prepared to probably work for free at first, volunteer, intern, that type of thing, and produce, if you're looking to get in the media into things, produced, produce original, interesting content, and people will find it. You've got to be so passionate about the sport to be able to stay in it. You've got to really love it. 20 years for me next year. Yeah. 20 fucking years. But you're telling me how you're sleeping in, on floors and stuff like that oh, because yeah, you absolutely love it. That's yeah. what you want to do. No, so. Absolutely. So uh, there you go, Bob. Racetech, racetech.com. Use the code PUBLMX2015. Save yourself 10% off. You want the same suspension that Cody Gilmer has? <laughs> happy. He's happy. He's happy. He's, <laughs> He's happy. happy. And uh, he's got Race Tech, so Race Tech, they offer a full line of Race Tech high-performance springs as well. Uh, parts, uh, get your suspension oil changed, get the bushings changed, get something done. Probably so many of you jerkies are riding out there with blown seals and changed dirty-ass oil. And golden valves they have. <laughs> they got golden valves, exactly. 24-karat golden valves. That's worth it right there, right? Okay, look, I'm going to spring Merge this. racing. I'm going to spring this on you two idiots without telling you, and I apologize. You're using the word spring because of race tech? No, nah, good what one. We're going to spring ahead here to this next section. Turn. Through through four motos, I want one surprise and one disappointment in each class from you two guys. <laughs> and I know I, I meant to tell you about this, Albertson, during the commercial break. Like, this is what I want you to do. But I want you to look at the four motos, and I want to give you one surprise and one disappointment in, in each class. And you too, JT. Right. Just in the one moto, though. No. Not one moto. Through four motos. Through four motos. Oh, just out of all four of them? What's wrong with your headset? What are you doing with your headset? Because my ear hurts. Jamming it into me. You, I don't have Beats headphones like you, okay. Dre. I've got these janky Walmart things. Nah, that's a $400 headset, but thanks. <laughs> yeah, Walmart, though. Um, JT, you go first. Give me time to think. Are we doing each class or one in each? Just one guy. One guy. Um, How many times did I say one in each class? You know, one guy in each class, both classes, four, three, four models. I said it like 14 right. times. I, really, I don't really listen to you normally, so. Uh, 450. Um, I would say the surprise has been Barsha. Good. Good surprise then. Yeah. 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 I did not expect him to be a second overall this weekend. Uh, disappointment. I'm going to go. But I mean, with... this, this is through Hangtown. So Barsha, remember he DNF'd one moto at at uh, 
but okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I know, but he was still, I mean, four, he's going like four, what? Four, and then top three, five, the other two? Four, two, four, I think. Yeah, that's good. That's right. really good compared to what Supercross was kind of a shit show. Right. Disappointment. Um, I don't, I, I want to say Brayton, but I don't, he always struggles at these early rounds, and, and I know we've talked about it a lot on the show. So I don't know, is, it, is that really a disappointment or is it just what we kind of expect early in the season from him? You know, that's a tough one. Um, but I feel like he's better than his results have been thus far. I know he, you know, he had a crash on the first lap and, and all that kind of stuff. So I think you're being an asshole a little bit. Really? Yeah, I do. Um, he got a 10th. He got a 10th. Uh, in first moto this weekend, eleventh. I don't feel like I'm being an asshole. I feel like I asked a question if that was fair. Yeah, to you gotta be honest. I mean, I'm gonna say my, my disappointment rider. You guys are like, oh, yeah, but it's hold like, on. He didn't do his other class. Well, shouldn't that. we split this up? Okay, Dave's on the line. Dave wants to know. I, what, I don't feel like there is a way to have a disappointment without being an asshole. No, oh yeah, no, for no. sure. Well, screw you and your screw your stupid question. I know. Right, you know what? Dumb for, question. I, I, screw you and your Cabo dinner we had yesterday. Um. <laughs> Dave's on the phone. Dave wants to know that I'll give you time to think here, Jim. I know exactly what uh, I'm going to say. Dave wants to, to know the thing on the riders' helmets, which I've answered this 20 times over the email, Twitter, on the show. It's a GPS sensor on the riders' helmets to help with the data acquisition. Little black box on their helmets. GPS sensor. Everybody knows that now, I hope. Sure. So, okay, Jimmy, surprises and disappointments in the 450 class. Well, I mean, Eli Tomac's got to be surprised, right? No one thought he was going to beat everybody by that far. Okay. Yeah, and then um, if not Eli Tomac, I thought just uh, Jason Anderson. But you know, I'm gonna go with Eli Tomac because there can only be one. And then uh, disappointment. I'm sorry, but I love Will Hahn to death. But Will Hahn. Will Hahn, huh? Okay. Mm-hmm. Wow. You're nice. I, he's you're, better. He's you're better than that. Comment. It's not an asshole That's comment. An asshole it's comment. an asshole comment because I believe he's better than that. You're an asshole. Uh, what, you're an asshole for thinking Wilbur just should be a 17th place guy. <laughs> way, How about that? Way to flip it. Okay. You. All right. 250 class. Surprises and disappointments. Um, surprise was uh, just Justin Hill. I didn't think he was going to do that good. Um, get a second place. Or no, wait. I'm going to change my surprise. Kyle Peters. Yeah. Good one. That Absolutely. Is, he is the surprise for but me. I'm, I want you to take Hangtown into account, too. Don't just go off Clint no. Helen. Okay, Hangtown just... isn't count. He ran, did you not know his mechanic no, no. forgot to fill his bike up with gas in the second moto? <laughs> I heard that. So that's not his fault. Right. That is not his fault. What about Cade Clayson? Cason Clayson. He, he, he had a guy fault, uh, screw up his ignition. Yeah. Detune his ignition. his ignition. Yeah. Did you hear about that, JT? Yeah, we told you. About yeah, that. I, I did. I did hear a little about that. Um, what a bunch of ass clowns. Uh, yeah, so Nick Schmidt stepped up and uh, and uh, gave Cade Clayson his bike. Because, fly Racing's Nick Schmidt. Yeah, Fly Racing's Nick Schmidt because, uh, um, yeah, after qualifying, uh, a couple people went in, sabotage Cade Clayson. <laughs> like, this, it's not straight up like a like winner's take all or, or Duke's a hazard. Like, that's... That's 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 I mean, something yeah. straight I out of they did that. Like what a bunch of low life. Yeah, that sucks. Um, so okay, so disappointment, and you can't say Mitchell Oldenburg. What in the two fifty F class? Yeah. Why can't I? It's just bias. Huh? No, I'm not. I'm no, not no, going to say kidding. that. 
Um, disappointment in the 250F class. I would I would even think about the disappointment factor. Um, Cincerello. Oh my God, he would have been my surprise. I thought he was going to do better. I had him picked to win the first round. Really? I'm not disappointed in his speed. I'm disappointed in his lack of execution. Okay. Is All that right. is that okay? That's fine. JT, can I get your two of these picks? I love the Justin Hill surprise. That was strong. Um, I don't think I can I can one up that. That's about as good as it gets. Yeah. Uh, disappointment. <sighs> Let me think for a second. Uh, and I, there's so many guys that I want to say, but it's all been like injury stuff. You know, like it's hard mm-hmm. to. Yeah, like the the Cooper Webb thing is is for sure a disappointment, but it, but it's not yeah, in riding. It's getting just hurt. I thought he should be a title contender and be in this thing. Yeah, yeah. So I'm going to say Webb, but it's kind of like with an asterisk of it's just disappointing in general. Right, right. All right, okay. Mm-hmm. Good, good to hear you guys. Uh, good to hear your pick, Sinjin. Welcome to the show. Hey, what's going on? Your hero is sitting three feet away from me, relaxing. I know. I wish I was there. Yeah, what on his doing? on his lap. Did you go to Glen Helen, Sinjin? I did. Now, I didn't know uh, Greg. I texted you guys, and then Greg said he wasn't going. You never text so me. I, I not know Sinjin text. No, you were in the group text. It was you and Jim, uh, you and Greg. Oh well, I, all mine says is the person who's got the low, like the 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 first name first of name of the yeah. list. So oh. I probably thought it was Greg or my wife. So I probably didn't answer back. <laughs> oh yeah, I, I was there, and uh, I I was trying to look for you but i couldn't find you so i was just like all right whatever he's busy now he's too good he's, whatever uh, he's coming, i work coming. me like a dog at the races now it sucks yeah i know that's also why i wasn't looking for you but um my question for you guys is well first of all fuck oldenburg i don't care what you say jimmy we, fuck him he's he's done he's dead in my book he's, done, he's dead in your book yeah you know, when i when i met him in anaheim I'm like oh this guy's nice his girlfriend was nice no fuck him they're dead they're they mean nothing to me now. Okay. Jeez, All right. Uh, do All I right. need to hire you as a team manager next year? I like Mitchell Oldenburg. No, I like Mitchell too. Okay. No, no, we don't. Fuck him. No. All right. Let's see. And um, my question is, Matt Mishaglia, do you think that guy is going to keep his ride for next year? Ooh. He's been all right through the first four motos. Um, nothing awesome and incredible, but I think he's, he's been, been okay. better than the rest of the people, yeah, right? Yeah, I mean, he's God, Geico Honda is just like, they, they're about ready to jump off a ledge, I think. Yeah. Maybe I'm, I'm wrong, but it seems like even in the past couple of years, he's never really stood out. Like, he's never someone who I think could win races. Nothing against him, but... He's got a couple top and, and fives, even, I think. He's got two podiums, yeah, but, Vegas. Oh, he podium in Vegas two years in a row. Oh, yeah, podium, two, and he had a podium, I think, last year in Vegas, too, but... Yeah. I I mean he put that's in the not shootout that great for Geico standards, you know. Like, wouldn't you think that he should be doing better by now? Uh, it's a big year for him if he wants to keep his rod. There's no doubt. This is a big, huge outdoor season for him. So, and then do you, do you think? Uh, I know the question's been asked a lot. Do you think uh, Alex Martin would try to get onto a better ride? Maybe like uh, the Star or whatever the hell that team is called now. Or I think like- it's going to be hard for Rock Alec- River to keep a hold of him. I don't think so. No, like as far as money goes, budget well, wise, fly racing will step up. Well, maybe brand can step maybe up. Um, maybe what was I going to say? Uh, maybe Yamaha will help pay a little don't, bit of his salary. Don't you think, JT, that he's a little old for Mitch Geico star? Um, nah, whatever. I mean, okay. I think you. I'll go Ryan Morse. 
<laughs> exactly. <laughs> Sorry, how old was Ryan Morris when he got picked up? By yeah, I was going to say, I think old. if you can win, there's really no age limit. Like, look at John Dowd when Yamaha put him on 125. You know, like... Or Hanny. Yeah, it's 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 all about winning. You know, if you're capable of doing it, Mike Brown, I mean... It's only a number, how, Steve. Uh, how old is Troll? 26? Like, no, like 24. Oh, is that it? Yeah. Okay. He's two years younger than me, I think. Okay. He's younger than Trey. He is? Yeah. Wait, okay, now, okay, right, well, fuck that, We're, you answered it. Now, the next <laughs> thing is, who, uh, who's Jimmy picking up on his team? I didn't hear it. You we haven't announced it you'll yet. You'll find out yeah, in, the, in 10 minutes when we, when we announce it. You said 9 p.m., you're a liar, you said 9. I said in the 9 o'clock 9 hour. 9 o'clock hour. In the 9 o'clock yeah, hour. That could be 9.59. your listeners to get more views, I see how it is. Yeah, why don't you stay stay tuned and give us some, you know, some hits, and, and yeah, you'll find out. Okay, all right, I'll stay tuned. All right, you give you give Jimmy a blowjob for me tonight. All right, awesome. Okay. We'll do, Sinjin. All right, sounds good. Thank, you thanks for your input. Always interesting. Um. Okay. Yeah. So, so coming up with your rider. Let me. What? Yeah. Speaking of my rider, Phil texted me. Phil did. Yeah. Phil texted me and he said, uh, who, who "He was? said, knowing you, you just resigned yourself, idiot." <laughs> We're gonna ask Jimmy's new rider. It's Jimmy yeah. opposite again. <laughs> That would be a good one. Yes. That would be a good one. Um, all right. So um, let's get into this Oldenburg thing. All right. We're going to do that Because now, your huh? brother was mad at me. Your brother's working for Kyle Peters, by the way. Somehow he's back at your old team. Yeah. He just He's helping those guys out for the next three for rounds. three rounds. Because the Kyle Peters thing running out of gas. And they, you they, know how They it's, literally it's, fired the dude, though? Oh, yeah. They said... He I was, guess not putting gas in is That's a, bad, and he was terrible, I guess. Um, so Okay, yeah, so next. your brother is back with his old team so for three races, guy, and yeah, Peter's guys, killed it. Guy come to my to me and asked me, hey, would you mind if I hired your brother? And right. talk to talk to my brother as well. And you know, he's Your not brother do- has the magic touch, like a little bit like, you know? <laughs> he is. Like a super mechanic. Like like a Gosler. Yeah, like yeah. a Gosler. Or Frank I would put him on the same level. level. Or Frank Thomas. Yeah. So... So yeah. okay, so um, what were we talking about? He's helping the team out for no, three rounds. I know, Greg, but we're talking about the Oldenburg no, thing. Yeah, because your brother was upset with me over because he listens to the show. You don't. Yes. And a couple weeks, a couple of shows ago, I was saying, "Look, I know Jimmy's what a good move for him." Yeah, I know Jimmy's upset. I've seen these guys. I've seen this role before, and the team owner is never happy. It's not like you're like right on, like you know what I mean. You're pissed and you're upset, and I get it. But it's a great opportunity for Mitchell. It's a factory KTM team. He's got to take a step up and see what he's got. This was before. There's value, valuable information missing. I had no idea that this was a five-race tryout. Neither did I. And he has to get three top 12s in the five races. Now, he got 12th this weekend, so chop one off. Yeah, he squeaked um, it in, though. And, and if he doesn't do it, they'll reevaluate it. But that's the thing he has to have. Mm-hmm. Now I'm not so sure that's a good move on Mitchell's part. Yeah, I know. We we I have complete. Um, I think Mitchell could be sky's the limit. With he the has kid. some skills, man. He's got yeah. super good skills. I'm pro Mitchell Oldenburg, um, but saying that, knowing everything he went through in Supercross season, and then going into this, if I mean, I let him do the. I was just like. Uh, okay, I see it. A, a whole race, a whole season deal for outdoor season for KTM. I, I kind of understand, and that's you were on the same play. How can he be upset? Well, yeah. when I, I found out, it was five races the next day after he signed it, and then after thinking that, like it's a big for, risk on for his him, part. only having a week on the bike and then not having a week off at all before that 
yeah. that deals up to build or to get better because he didn't ride much at all during Supercross because he was hurt. Mm-hmm. And he would just race on the weekends. So a lot of people don't know that he's going in very – I mean, it's not that he's not a fit kid, but he hasn't been getting much bike time in. And he just – it just – he. I don't think he was ready to take that next step yet. And with us, we had offered – um, you know, we had offered him a, I believe it was 18 months or, you know, it was till 2016 outdoors was over. We'd offered him a contract for that, mm-hmm. which he went on a, he went on a, um, interview after and said he had no ride after Supercross. That kind of really upset me. Um, but at the end of the day, I all said this to everybody. He's young and, um, you know, I've did the same stuff when I was growing up too, and I'm not holding it against them. Obviously, I get a lot of flack, and I like to act like I'm, you know, I'm fired up about it. And right. It's just, it's competition or whatever, but at the end of the day, like, there's no harm between Mitchell and I. You know, I still see if I saw him tomorrow or Would you hire him again? I, I, I just can't. Yeah. At that point, you know, and that's what sucks about it is I believe in him 100%, but at that point, like, I mean, I shouldn't say I'll ne- I, we never will or whatever, but, like, mm. I mean... It just basically it's hard to explain to our sponsors and explain to my you know partner Jimmy Sloan like oh you know, we should take this guy back well, right. like it's just like then you're just that that girl who the boyfriend goes and fucks around on all the time and then all of a sudden like oh you're uh, you're back single no, that happens okay, a lot in the motor yeah. industry they take a they take him back well, in the I motor don't. industry sorry <laughs> hey JT did you know that five race deal or did you uh, I yeah well Jimmy filled me in. But I, I didn't know that before. I didn't know it when he signed it. Big risk by Mitchell, huh, Jason? JT. Bold move, like, Cotton. Like five, like jump on a KTM, five rounds? Yeah, I mean, it's it's hard to say. It's hard to say how things are going to turn out. I've made decisions that I regretted, but mm-hmm. at the time I felt like it was the right move. Yeah. Know, so yeah. Those, uh, those... I can't. I can't judge because I've been in his shoes and made the wrong call, and we'll just have to see how it pans out. He told me that yeah, he can't the- get used to the gear, and it's just awkward, and the fly stuff fits <laughs> so much better. <laughs> well, um, now I'm pissed. Yeah. <laughs> and with if he could have the fly gear on that bike, what he could do. Yeah. You know. Flyracing.com. Yeah. <laughs> um, is your guy, is he, is he ready to come on when we when I said? Huh? Did, he re- did he, your guy reply back that when he would come on? Your rider? Yeah, 9.30. Okay, so he's good with that? Yeah. All right. So I want to do the BTO Sports Gabba Gibbs, but we can wait because... Yeah, we're going to get We'll our get our guy. guy. So, okay. Well, Mystery let's, rider. Let's, let's keep talking then, and then we'll have him on. Um, Fuck it. Muscan won Glen Helen. Yeah. J-Mart, bike wouldn't start. Missed the start of the first moto, then crash in the second moto. JT, I'll ask you first. Who do you like for the title right now? Out of Marvin and J-Mart. Like, is there... Obviously, Marvin's got the points lead now, but J-Mart was pretty damn impressive at Glen Helen. Is there... Where we stand uh, between these two guys? I'm still going to go with J-Mart, uh, but I, I think it's it's a real toss-up. I mean, there's no wrong answer at this point. Mm-hmm. You know, I just like what I saw from J-Mart last year, and I don't have... You know, he had a rough weekend, but he obviously salvaged it from what it could have been. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to stick with him. You know, he lost some points, but it's all right. Yeah. It's a long season. What do you think, Jimmy? I think Colorado for, for Marvin, um, it, it might not be – I think J-Mart probably faster in Colorado, but um, I think for – 
Thunder Valley and Mount Morris. I think you're gonna. You said uh, Colorado, then you said Thunder Valley. Yeah, waffle, waffle, not waffle. Thunder Valley. Um, what is the other one? Muddy uh, Creek. Muddy sorry. Creek. Yeah, for Muddy Creek and uh, High Point, you're gonna. I think Muskan will be good. Yeah, at those two tracks. Are those the two guys? Are they gonna break away? Um, who else? Yeah, they I mean, they are gonna third. break. Jesse was good though. Um, you know, and Glenn Hill. I think. I I still believe that Cincerello will turn it around, and he's got that talent to to run. I know he hasn't showed much, and that's why he was my disappointment. But I think that halfway through the season, we'll see good stuff from him. What do you think, JT? Is is can AC get in there, or are these two going to break away? I think he can. I just don't know if it's going to be in a title contention type way. No, not in a title race win win races, but yeah. uh, for sure, he he has the speed. He's got a he's got to fine tune his his craft a little bit right now. Execution he's been is gone for so long. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but he certainly has all the tools. It's just those two are are firing on all cylinders, and he's still kind of trying to trying to get it all together. Still, yeah, should be interesting too when Webb comes back, which is after the break. Like, can he come back at the speed and start getting in the middle there between those two? And does Webb ride for Martin at all? Probably not. Oh no, you know what I mean. Yeah, they're so, like two different human beings. So it should be interesting to see what happens with that. Um, uh, Ryan Dungey, um, what, do you, what what happens first? Dungey catches Tomac and starts racing him for the win, or Roxon catches, starts passing Dungey and puts Dungey to third. What happens first? I think I'm gonna say Roxon. Rocking, Roxon. If they keep on leaving the tracks rough like they are, I think you're going to pick Rock. I'm going to do Roxon yeah. on that. If they start prepping more, I think uh, Dungey catches Tomac and beats Tomac. What do you think, JT? Um, man, yeah, I think you know Tomac's winning by 25, 30 seconds still, even this weekend. So I could see Roxon closing the gap. Before I see you know Dungey making up thirty seconds, but I do think Dungey will contend into motos. But mm-hmm. man, when when Tomac's on it, he just seems like he's on a different level right now. Yeah, yeah. it's gonna be interesting to see when 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 uh, Roxon gets himself straight, healthy, running. You know what I mean? Running the pace. So, yep. Kenny Roxon, you're our only hope. Kenny Roxon, you're our only hope. Um, all right, it's t- It's that time. It's that time, Jimmy. Oh, it is. Is he on the line? We've been teasing people the whole show who this rider could be. This is the highest viewed show ever because they're waiting. Well, it's not viewed. It's more listened to. Listen, but, yeah. whatever. Um, you've an incredible, uh, an incredible job lining up your team already. I mean, I imagine negotiations with yourself are really tough. Yes, But I you know. got yourself under contract. Not yet. Okay. So this will be the first rider for okay, your team. Okay, so this actually. is the first rider for yes. your team. And you've already got your 2016 team set. Yeah. So Well, well I mean, obviously, um, this is what we can do right now. Depending on budget, I would possibly like to do a, uh, a young lights rider. Mm-hmm. Um, a couple kids I would what like to What about getting JT of. out of retirement to ride Put a bike? Put him on a light no. bike? Yeah. No. Let's, let's get back on topic. All right. But anyways, back to what I was saying. Um, yeah. As of right now, with what we got, yeah, this two-rider team. Something else falls down. We might go three, but yeah, this is it. The second rider on the 2016 Arma Energy Motorsport Yamaha team is Matt Gerke. Welcome to the show. 
Hey, how's it going? <laughs> you sound so pumped. <laughs> wait, start it over. Start it over. Okay, hold on. Hold on. Right. Your second. Wait, wait, no, shut up, Matt. You're gonna, you gotta start this over. All right, the lead second, us in. The second rider on the 2016 Arma Energy Motorsport Yamaha team for next year is Matt Gurky. What's up? How's it going? So. <laughs> oh, man. It was a little better. Yeah, it was a little better. It was a little better. Yeah, he was laughing at us, though. Matt, very... Well, yeah, ex- I didn't know if you wanted me to wait for that cheer thing. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, uh, congrats on the ride. You're, you're, uh, you're Jimmy Albertson's teammate. You sound stoked, beyond stoked about it. So. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, I think it'll be good. I think it'll be fun. We'll push each other, and I think it'll be a good season. You're going to ride Supercross for them. You're still going to ride Canadian Outdoors in 2016, or at least that's the plan right now, right? So this is a Supercross-only uh, deal? This is a Supercross-only deal, yes. Yep. Yeah, just for Supercross and then Canadian Nationals for the summer. Right. Year and next year. JT, you have, uh, you have Matt Gerke in fly gear once again, I believe. Well, that's that's the goal anyway. I think you know we'll, have, we'll still have to get Jimmy's deal oh. done, I would, I would think. Oh, oh yeah. Well, oh, the I mean, fly deal's not done. Oh, no, of course not. But I didn't know I that. I mean, it's kind of one of those things. I'll like, be your agent, Jimmy. Let me deal. Let me negotiate with Fly for a while now. Let me negotiate with Fly. They took care of us this year, Matt. Uh, and actually, Matt, you've got the 2015 Canadian Nationals coming up this weekend. So last time we saw you, JT and I saw you, we were calling the action from Arena Cross in Vegas, and you broke your collarbone. How's that going? How's that healing going? And have you been back riding? Uh, yeah, I started back riding, and it's fine it doesn't bother me at all i've had way worse so (laughs) (laughs) yeah i don't think matt's really ever started any championship healthy so it's it's all good this is normal stuff right for him Uh, i feel fine i'm ready to go (laughs) riding the otsf uh yamaha team up there teammates with uh, bobby canari so um looking forward to the canadian nationals what what do you think your past champion up there uh metcalf's there fasciati's there uh, Cole Thompson is back. Uh, Tyler Medaglia should be a good series. Yeah, I think it's going to be a really good series this year. There's a lot of competition, and uh, I'm, I mean, yeah, there's some good teams. My team seems great. I, uh, I, I haven't got to test much yet, but I'm going to start testing tomorrow since I was injured, and I think I'll be good to go at round one. And then, uh, of course, there's three sand tracks on the schedule, so you're just going to wait yeah. for those. Disgusting. Yeah, over <laughs> hey, talking about signing with Jimmy, though, Matt. What what made you want to do it? What, talk about that decision. I mean, you had a you dropped down to Arena Cross, and you had a pretty successful Arena Cross season. You didn't win the title, but you were right there. And why did you want to you know leave Arena Cross and jump into Supercross? And why with Jimmy's team and all that? Well, I mean, Jimmy has all his stuff together and ready to go, which are like that, of course. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I mean the. Arena Cross is fun and everything, and I would do it again for sure. I'd, mm-hmm. I'd like to win that championship. I feel like I should have won it this year. But uh, the couple things, like the motos being so short and the invert and stuff, were stuff that right. kind of messed me up throughout the year, whereas Supercross and motos are longer and stuff. I'm used to that. and I'm just, uh, I don't know. I mean, I'm, I, I would do either, but it seems like, good deal to go with Jimmy on this team and Mm -hmm. I think I learned a lot in arena cross this year like it was just different I learned how to ride like with more intensity and be more aggressive and stuff and Mm -hmm. I feel like now I'll be a better supercross rider so I'd like to see how I can do 
Jimmy, did you put in his contract, you know, no TLD allowed anywhere? You're not allowed to, yeah. you're not allowed to jump to TLD? You're not allowed to talk to – no looking at the TLD guys? Yeah, or no. Yeah, not even allowed to look at them. You know, um, yeah. <laughs> I, you know, we're not gonna get we're not going to get onto this again because I've already talked about it I, once. No, you have, yeah. And I wanted to bring up more stuff just right now, but then I refrained. <laughs> but put yourself back. I'm not going to cry about Mitchell Oldenburg anymore. We don't need – you got Matt what? Turkey. We got beef. You got beef. You, you got no. We you got beef. We got beef. That's that's gonna be our slogan. Got beef. Got beef. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Back to Supercross for you, Matt. And of course, I mean, you've really turned your Supercross game around the last couple of years too. Uh, with some, you know, you moved to SoCal and you you rode the hard track, hard pack tracks more. Your Supercross game has improved a ton. So you got to be stoked yeah, about about getting back. Uh, yeah, that's another thing too. Is the whole time I never got to practice at a rain cross track, so all season I was practicing supercross, and I feel like I got even better this year at supercross. Mm-hmm. So I've gotten better each year. It's just this year I didn't race in supercross; I raced arena cross. And it was tough too for you in the the BTO years because I mean I'm, we're good friends, and um, you know, or your fiance, my wife, are like you know too close, and um, yeah. <laughs> and um, I know, like, how hurt you rode both those years, and I think that's what led me to the decision, like, hey, I want to put Matt Gerke on the team because mm-hmm. when you were starting to get healthy and were riding good, you were a top-ten guy every time you were healthy. But, you know, people had no idea you were riding with pins sticking out of your fingers, with screwed-up <laughs> wrists, you know, yeah. ankles. Like, I can remember watching, going to the track with Matt sometimes, and it would literally take him 30 minutes to get dressed because he's having to tape every single joint on his body <laughs> before he goes out. <laughs> So, um, so yeah, no, I think it's going to be a good year. Yeah, I do, too. I, I don't have to tape anything right now. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm feeling good. No tape. No tape. Yeah. And, uh, um, yeah, no, it's, 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 uh, it's going to be good to see you back. And, and Yamaha is a bike that uh, you get along with. You, you know, you rode him before, so um, you're fine that way, right? Yamaha is a good deal for you. Yeah, I've gotten some supercross podiums on the Yamaha mm-hmm. and outdoors, and then my win at Southwick was on the Yamaha too. Right. I feel like I've done my best on the Yamaha now that I think about it. Right. Hey, when it comes to arena cross, and JT and I were there doing the webcast, the Jacob Hayes move on Regal, I mean, that's the kind of stuff that happened every weekend, huh? Like That was the, the stuff that kind yeah. of went on. Yeah, it was gnarly, the aggressiveness. Like, I had to get used to that. Mm-hmm. At first, I was kind of shocked, and then I started getting better at it. Right. I mean, I got taken out a few times, but I, I took out a few people. It's just, it's different. I guess the tracks are tight, and they're pretty easy besides the whoops sometimes. Mm-hmm. They're hard, so. Right. Yeah, it's, it's aggressive, and I feel like they everybody starts hating each other when they restart the championship game. <laughs> Nobody, like, they want to hurt you. They want to take you out of the championship. Yeah, they only have to make you miss three races and you're done, or just one race yeah. and you're done, you yeah. know? Yeah, that's yeah really exactly. It. So, um, uh, well, I mean, it, uh, that's arena cross. <laughs> thanks for coming on, Matt. I appreciate you yeah. just jumping on real quick and announcing this signing, and uh, I'm stoked for you and Jimmy. It should be a good team. Hopefully the negotiations between... Arma Energy and Jimmy Albertson go well. Yeah, so I I'm hope. on the team. Yeah, I don't know. I'll, I'll we're hope. we're like I said, we're in deep discussion. Yeah, you're with uh with myself. <laughs> right, exactly. So, <laughs> um, so I hope that works out. But uh, thanks for coming on. Congrats. Good luck in the Canadian Nationals too, man. I'll be I'll be following you. Maybe maybe going to a round or two. So, yeah. 
All right, well, thanks. Yep, I'll talk to you this Congrats, week. Congrats, Matt. All right, thanks. All All right, right, see you later, Matt Kirky. Oh, Matt. Oh, Matt. Oh, Matt Gerke, <laughs> one of a kind. <laughs> What's your best Matt, Matt Gerke story, uh, JT? Oh, man. Um, I think I would have to say this is going way back to probably 2004-ish, maybe 2003, uh, when he lived in Florida still. He lived with his parents at the time. He was uh, – he and Matt Skinner – or, I'm sorry, Sean Skinner were um, – like best friends growing up. They were both amateur kind of prodigy kids. They were winning, you know, like Florida's and stuff. And they were both Suzuki amateur sport guys. So it just made a lot of sense for them to ride together. Well, Forrest and his brothers went over there to practice with them at uh, Matt's parents. Jimmy's already laughing. I know this story. (laughs) Yeah, they had a track at their parents' house. And they're just doing just motos. Like, and, and this track was pretty sketchy. Like, trees and like hidden limbs they're just motoring down all day with no shirts on <laughs> what yeah all well, day. you know skinner was wearing that big old chest protector yep just no shirts that's how they <laughs> rode every day shirtless <laughs> well if you wear, if you wear a clear chest protector you get a pretty good tan so <laughs> no shirts shirts yeah, and so forcing them roll out there and they're just just railing around doing middle motos in the middle of the day with no no jerseys on or no shirts no nothing uh, and, and the butlers are like, "What do you like? What's going on?" And they had, they had no idea what they're talking about, like because this went on every day. So it's just <laughs> pretty standard. If you know Matt Gerke, it just com- totally makes sense. Like you're just like, "Oh yeah, that sounds about right." It's so awesome. He didn't sound that. I, I was expecting more. I was expecting more excitement from Matt, but then I realized it's Matt Gerke. I was living with him this year uh, for Supercross, and we were George and I were living with uh, Matt and Aaron, and and uh, he comes down one day, and uh, he'd been watching a lot of Kenny Powers. He's like, "That's my problem. I need to be more like Kenny Powers," and like that was his thing. Like, <laughs> like I just need to have the Kenny Powers mentality. So I'd text him the night before the race, and remember, you're Kenny Powers. <laughs> so you're right. Oh, that's funny. Hey, uh, btosports.com, Gabby Gibbs. Let's do it. btosports.com, Gabby Gibbs. btosports.com, proud sponsors of the BTO Sports KTM team with Andrew Short and Justin Brayton. Use the code PulpMX when you're checking out. Great guys. Uh, terrific company. Anything you need, they got it. Biker body. They got fly racing if you need it. Hell, they got everything that's, that's sponsored on our show. They have it. Well, they actually don't, they don't have KTMPartsExpress.com. Yeah. I'm um, sure Motorsport does, though. Uh, and uh, use the code PulpMX. Save yourself money there. And uh, great guys. And these are the questions submitted to at Show on Twitter. And our own Devin Gibbs goes through them, picks the best ones. And uh, for Jason Thomas and Jamie Albertson, let's do it. All right. This first question is from Tanner. He wants to know, between JT or Jimmy, who is owed more money by teams? Definitely JT. He's been around a lot longer than me. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm six figures. Uh, I'm six figures as well, though. All right. Well, then it's well, probably you because I'm, I'm right at the right – Oh, at the wow. I am owed more money than you. You have the Martin Honda deal? Yeah. Do you have anything else, Jimmy? Am I Martin missing something? No. That's okay. It. JT has DNA energy. DNA. And right. uh, I'm missing the other big one, JT. Oh, Subway. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Nice. And then I kind of got burned um, in that Excel Yamaha thing. Oh, yeah. I signed, That's a, right. I signed a contract for the year, and then, like, two weeks before Anaheim, they just called me and said, yeah, we're not, we're not racing this year. <laughs> neat. <laughs> I, I'm owed about 500 bucks in Moto XXX. Oh, neat. In 02. Yeah. So. Cool. Um, 
All right, next question. All right, this next one's from Mim. Hey, ask that one about the fly n- okay. knee guards or whatever to JT. Oh, okay, okay. okay. Uh, well, then I'll ask that one right now. Is oh, okay. it Ernie? Ernie? Yeah, I think Ernie. Ernie Roach wants to know, JT, are the new fly... Are you sure it's not just Ernie? Whatever. Uh, JT wants no, to know if... No, no. Hold on a second. Ernie? Ernie. Can you spell it? I don't know if I want to. It's I'm going to get some shit for this. Is it E-R-N-I-E? Yeah. That's yeah, that's Ernie. That's yeah. Ernie. Ernie. Like Bert and Ernie. Don't. Bernie. Just, just leave him alone. Thanks, right. Jamie. Like, no, I'm not trying to... We're trying to get to the bottom of this. I know, but you There's know no he meant Ernie. No, There's okay. nobody called Ernie, all right? <laughs> okay, well, the real Ernie is waiting for his question, and he's probably at home like, what the F? No, I'm pretty so, sure he realizes Ernie is him. Well, can we just get to the I bottom of it? I think the track in France. I'm sure, once <laughs> I, <laughs> I'm sure once I ask the question, Ernie or Ernie's going to know who it, that it's his question. Okay, So let's we're just go. wasting time at this point. Yeah, let's go. Okay, f- he wants to Will know... Will you take that test? No. Okay. Not anymore. Okay. JT. Do, when you look at the letters, do they seem to be vibrating? No, they don't. Okay. I don't read all fucked up sentences either, Jimmy. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, you don't read sentence backwards. I'm not Delexis. Delexis, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Are the new fly mountain bike knee guards bulky? Will they work for MX and off-road? I need some comfy guards that don't chafe. He has a chafing issue. Yeah, will they work, JT, you think? Uh, I don't know. We have this new one called the Prism. He could That's be talking what I would about recommend. that one. I'm not, I'm not super experienced with the mountain bike stuff because I, do, I don't partake in the testing of that stuff, but the Prism one, I think, would work. Okay. So. All right, there you go, Ernie. All right, Mim. Don't get mad at us because you can't say Ernie. Yeah, well, I mean, he gets mad. Well, it's not that I get mad. It's just like constant. It's like we're trying to get to the bottom of what. If you're Ernie, you're pumped that your question is being asked on the show. So you want your name pronounced right. It's just, you know, part of just being pumped to have your question on the show. It's a really good excuse to give me a lot of shit. Not really. Mim wants to know. Mips. Mips. Mips wants to know. Uh, what happened with Crosslands Racing, and why did it move to its own team being made? Oh, and then there was a follow-up, right, from somebody? I think so. A follow-up that said, don't let Jimmy dance around this question. Ooh. Like a guy was... So what was the Crossland, what's the whole Crossland thing? Why is it its own team now? Oh, and not my deal? Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, we basically, going into the 2015 season, um, they were kind of... I'll just lay it all out for you. There was somebody else who was setting everything up that was not Chris. And um, he had told me basically that, well, hey, look, um, you need to find $80,000 if you want to be on this team. And I said, all right, I'll find that $80,000 and I will find other money and I will go someplace else. (laughs) And I left. I will get that $80,000 and I will take it with me. (laughs) There was no conversation between Chris and I. This was just between... um, did you try to call Chris? Random man and I. Uh, I try to call him, but I'm not the person who's just going to sit there and blow his phone up because right. I'm not going to be desperate like that. So right. I'm just going to. You're not a whore. I will give him a call once, and then maybe two days later, hey, well, maybe he was busy. I'm right. going to call him again, yep. and then if you don't pick up, then you know what? On to the next. Okay. All right. Nate wants to know, should we be seeing Reed on the podium in the near future with his solid ride at Glen Helen, which is one of his worst tracks? Read on the podium. Who are we asking me? 
Sure, yeah. Oh, I don't I wouldn't even uh, listen to no, the question. No, it's for anybody. Because I, I wasn't answer. down with that. No, it's, for, it's for anybody. I, I was waiting for an answer, but. The, but the, let me finish uh, on the on the crossing thing. They, oh, I they, thought you were finished. They, Sorry. Well, they called me back um, later that day after they, he told me that he needed $80,000 and then told me, oh, don't worry about it. We got the $80,000. Um, you're still on the team. And I told him I wasn't on the team. So. <laughs> and then I told him I was not on the team. Yes. Right. So that, okay, that's the end. What was the next question? Right. The next question is, do you think Reed can get on the podium this year? Oh, yeah, for sure. Futures? No doubt. All right. His Glen Helen ride. Almost got him. I haven't right. looked at the results, but I think that was better than anything he did last year. JT, am I missing a race? Am I not? Am I? No, that, that should have been better. I think he got fifth at Mount Morris in one moto. Oh, okay. He went 4-8. Oh, no, that's Pike. <laughs> My bad. Well, um, Morris is he definitely went... the best moto he's had. In a couple of years. Oh yeah, he did. He went four eight. That's that's Reed. Yeah. I, yeah, yeah, he got Reed fourth the four first one. Okay. All right. Next question. All right. Nate wants to know which was a bigger si- surprise to you guys: Pike getting third in points or Martin being third in points? Martin. Oh, by far Martin. Martin. Right? At yeah. this point, Martin. All right. Four fifty. Yeah, uh, Two fifty no class being pushed together. It's not Supercross. You know, a third, a third in a Supercross isn't as gnarly as a, um, a third in Supercross isn't as gnarly as third in outdoors. It, it, you would almost say it's half as impressive. It, yeah, but you, you know what you should do? Would? You know what you should do if you're the AMA? Award those 250 Supercross should, guys full points. coming to the races. What? Award the 250 Supercross guys full points. Full points. What do you mean full points? They get full points towards uh, their national numbers. I think that's stupid. You know, like towards their national numbers. I think it's stupid. Do you? Absolutely, it's the stupidest thing ever. I know. Next to next to calling the class the supercross class. I went to being like in the thirties to being in the fifties. Yeah, let's let's reward the guys who ride a regional coast as if that was a as good as a four fifty ride. Like, yeah. hey, you got third and two fifty east, uh, Kyle Peters. Congratulations, you get the f- full amount of points that uh, Ryan Dungey just got. Now, I had some I had some harsh words for Dave Prater when they changed that rule. Yeah. And Jeff Myshek at Geico was one of the guys behind changing the rule because yep. they wanted to market their riders and have their riders have you know permanent numbers. And him and I disagree to this day. And I and he, why are you worried about having a lights rider have a permanent number? They're only going to be a light if they're good enough to have a permanent lights uh, yeah. number. Yeah. they're going to be a 450 guy soon it's, anyway. You should not be trying to be a a permanent number in the 250 class. Exactly. It's a, it's a feeder. It's a feeding class. Like, yeah. what are you we even talk, doing? We had this talk earlier, didn't terrible, we, Steve? About decision. how every single other racing sport has their lower tier class is like their lower tier class, yeah. and motocross is so um, so equal. Yeah, like if you want to change that, you should. The TV guys should just start featuring highlights of the 250 class. We're going to highlight the 250 main event for you, but here's the class we're featuring: the 450 class. Yes. And we'll show if you. you don't, if you don't, you know, sorry, let me cut you off. Uh, I mean, if you don't think it's a theater class, if, you tra- if you're trying to market guys as a permanent number, then why are you having Kicking guys them out. able to point out? Exactly. That's exactly what I was thinking. What are, you, what are you even doing? Our sport is so fucked. There's so many things that are fucked because there's 18 people in charge and not. not well, there just, just makes no logical sense. You no, know, I, I agree. can't have, make both arguments. Yeah. All right. Next question. All right, Hobo Nick wants to know. Hobo Nick. Hobo Nick. Wow, he's a frequent. Oh, he's a frequent oh, caller oh, that's slash awesome. question guy. Yeah, at least every week he calls in. Or that's awesome. A question. I love him. Calls in the Moto Sixty Show on Thursdays. Fly mm-hmm. racing Moto Sixty Show. Good dude. Who's anybody in fan? All right. Uh, well, he wants to know. Uh, first off, do you guys think this is going to be Reed's last outdoor series? 
He's yes. Chad said that, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, saying if this is Reed's last outdoor series, should we be making a bigger deal of it and honor him each round, or is that too much? There goes my hero. Watch him as he goes. I don't know. Ah, it was off. It was out of tune. I think. I think they will. Whenever he, if, when and if he announces that it's his last Supercross season, I think they will. They will do a great job of that. Uh, I personally think that Supercross is just. It's better, and they have a better venue to do things like that. Yeah, so I think you'll. I think you'll see that happen. Just. I don't know that they've ever done that very much outdoors, and I don't think they ever will. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, they could at least let them take off with the top five, I guess. That'd be about the only thing they could do. There goes. Yeah, I don't even know if he would want to do that. I feel like he would feel like they were like patronizing him. Watch him as he goes. Yeah, Chad wouldn't be down with that because he expects like, to be in the top five anyways. About stuff like, yeah, he gets all sensitive. Like, I don't don't put me there if I'm not supposed to. You know what I mean? Like, if I'm not supposed to be there, then don't do it. Yeah, he didn't yeah. want to come on the Pulp Show either because he had a stupid family trip to, to the Grand Canyon. What a dummy. <laughs> Asshole. What a jerk. <laughs> what are your priorities? Putting right? family first. What like, like, yeah, your stupid family. Yeah, your yeah. stupid family is more important that, to... They're going to uh, be there for years. Must be right? just an Australian thing. Pulp Show is just going to be tonight. I mean, come on, bro. You know? Yeah, they're like, going to be in bed anyway. That's what I'm saying. You want me to ask that question, or are you going to play that? Play what? This is Chad Reed. Chad Reed, everybody! Coming out for his last ever High Point National. It's Tim Carter. John Ayers up here in the booth. Chad Reed, never to appear again in Outdoor National. Here he goes, folks. Hey, the drunk's in the back. Hey, drunk people along the fence. Stop Wake lighting up. that couch on fire. <laughs> Stop lighting that couch on fire. Here comes Chad Reed. He's coming up Bradshaw Boulevard that we completely fucked up. <laughs> hey. <laughs> speaking of drunk people um, at the races, um, I, I, inter- I like basically um, commentated a fight that happened for the post show on Racer X. Doubt it's going to make it on there. What'd you do? What happened? Well, you, I told you the story, right? About... Yeah. Yeah, so. but for radio purposes, I'm going to well, pretend you didn't. I watched um, I watched the uh, AMA take down a drunk guy um, pretty hard after the races were done. Uh, what was the drunk we guy doing though? Like, what happened? What he, did he, he do? He tried to steal John Ayer's golf cart. I'm pretty sure. Terex. Oh, just out of nowhere, like yeah. Yeah, not steal it, but like be funny. I don't know. And he was dragging a cooler full of beer, and then he just like got taken down hard. On the ground. Did he get any swings on at John Ayers? No. Damn it. Yeah. And he didn't. John Ayers. Um, John Ayers had a bruiser next to him that took care of things. Well, I'm sure John Ayers, being the people person that he is, uh, you know, was reasonable, calm, collected. Calm. Had a nice discussion with the guy. Yeah. On the ground. Everybody in Utah, get up around the fence. Hey, all ten of you, get up to the fence. All ten of you come away from the chicken shack and get to the fence. Here comes Chad Reed. It's his last Utah National. It is by the last Utah National, too. Everybody, get off the tarmac. Get off the concrete. Come to the man-made tabletop and say goodbye to Chad Reed. But first, we have a dust storm. (laughs) 
Everybody, get everybody. Put your goggles on first, <laughs> so you know, don't lose your eyeballs. We know you can't see Chad Reed yeah. right now, but and Lyle, Lyle of us there too. He's out on that dust. He's in that dust. And say goodbye to him. <laughs> there he goes. <laughs> As he disappears into the dust of Utah, never to be seen again. <laughs> Chad gets carried off by a dust cloud. <laughs> This show's going nowhere. (laughs) I'm going to get fired from Racer X. Yeah, I mean, (laughs) I work for him too now. We'll both be fired. I'm going to shortly be fired from Racer X. Let's start Racer W. I got in a lot of trouble the last time I made fun of the Utah track, so. Oh, you did? You did? Yeah. From who? When you look like Soul Man? Hey. Let's yeah, let's, let's talk day. some let's oh. talk some good about the Utah track. It actually was good last year. I'm gonna say that as a racer, the track was sick last year. Um, no comment. No, yeah, I mean whatever. It, it was. They got it was a lot good. of rain. It sort of yeah. Oh, it, ended it, up so being, it ended up being it ended up being pretty epic. good. Yeah. So suck it, Mathis. <laughs> what about the dust cloud though? <laughs> that was bad. <laughs> that was bad. <laughs> JT came back. He was out in the middle of the track. <laughs> he came back. He looked like Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. How did his hair look, though? How was JT's hair? Oh, not his hair even, was on point. Not even oh, bothered by it. His hair was it. on point. His hair said nope. JT, by the way, we had dinner yesterday in the Cabo Wabo, and my source tells me that you had a very expensive belt on. A very expensive belt. I can't, I can't confirm or deny who it was, but that's what I hear. Your jeans were on point, your hair was on point, and your belt apparently he was... He was looking like a man died. What the hell happened? He... I'll tell you what. There's people who dress good, and then there's Jason Thomas. Yes. Above them all. Right. I had... going down. I had flip-flops and cargos and a t-shirt. I know. It was shocking. Mandingo pickles. Represent. He, he's still today. wearing the same shirt. I'm wearing Lovely. the same shirt right and now. He's, you know, he You're wearing the out. same shirt. Really? He did not work out today. I put it fresh on for dinner, and I just kept it on all day today. Yeah. So, wow. uh, all right. Next question. Do you want to keep going with Chad Reed farewells or no? <laughs> no, please. No. <laughs> Should we? What in the rounds next? Indiana. Uh, yeah, Indiana. Yeah. We could do Washugal. Hey, everybody, it's in the shadows. The shadows in there. Yes. You can't he's see him. Lurking them. in the shadows. <laughs> he's in those shadows. Yes. <laughs> oh, lovely. <laughs> okay. All right. This next one's from Stephen. Uh, will Blake Baggett get a podium next weekend or this year? And what has gotten into Barsha? Somebody said they were disappointed with Baggett on my Twitter so far, and I'm like, I don't know. He got shitty starts to Glen Helen. He charged hard all moto. He was pretty fast. There were times in the in the indivi- in the lap times that he was the third or fourth fastest guy on the track, like yeah. multiple times. But I did rewatch the race, and he was with with uh, Pike off the start of the race, and then Pike pulled away from him quite a bit. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. But Pike was riding good, too. Uh, Barsha's a surprise. There's no doubt. So good job by Barsha when he what asked. What do you mean, Barsha? Well, the guy said, what's up with Justin Barsha? Oh, I thought he said Baggett. No, he said Baggett and Barsha. Oh. Yeah. Barsha? Yeah, Barsha was good. All right. Uh, Jason wants to know, hey, guys, with Eli having great success on the Honda outdoors, could this keep him from signing to Cowie? I don't think so. What is this? Cowie? JT, Cowie? what do you think? JT, do you know about this Cowie thing? Tomac? Yeah. Uh, I... I'm almost positive he's going there. Oh, okay. Well, if JT says that, I believe you. No, I think me and Matthew are getting the same information, but I think Honda will try to keep him, but I think his heart is set on going to Cali. I yeah. mean, they all have a right to match, you know, but 
uh, I've never seen a team be like, hey, you want to leave? No, we're matching. You know, they just don't do that. Yeah. So. All right. All right. Uh, Sean, or at Laser250F, wants to know, JT, will there be any Pulpamex branded kit or F2 carbon helmet? Uh, that is not going to happen, no. Okay, well, that's, some, that's bullshit. That's news to him. That's what? <laughs> what? The pulp. That he's not having a custom helmet. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's bullshit. Maybe a mountain bike helmet. We have these things called stickers. That work <laughs> what about pulp fly cargos? <laughs> um, I think we're trying to uplift the look of our stuff. Yeah, cargo is kind of what about, kind of cargo, the wrong what about the cargo pants that Weege wears? Ooh, and the Skechers. Uh, no, we're not I doing think, that either. I fly doing a, co- uh, a collaboration with Skechers <laughs> for Weege. I don't understand. Like, I don't wear Skechers, but what's wrong with the Skechers? You keep making fun of Wigan Skechers. Like, what's like? No, honestly, like they Skechers were brown bad? and light brown were oh. the colors of his Skechers. Okay. Brown and light brown. Okay, all right. What do you? What are your thoughts on Skechers, JT? Let's ask the guy with the expensive belt. Uh, I would say brown on light brown Skechers are not in my wardrobe. Yeah, <laughs> Skechers. Period. Leave it there. Um, if my choice is a brand new pair of Skechers or some clapped out Nikes, I'm taking clapped out Nikes. Yeah, I think so. And I, uh, you know, um, what about Crocs? I think they were shaped. What too. about Crocs? Can I wear Crocs? I'm Crocs. Barefoot. Your brother runs Crocs. Oh, hard. I used to run Crocs, and I still do if I'm gardening. Okay. But um, <laughs> I uh, I try to stay away from them in public. Okay. Now that I'm in the big, um, now I got a team. Yeah. I've got to, you know, right. present stuff. Okay. If I ever want chicks to leave me alone, I bust out the Crocs. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, definitely. Mm-hmm. I took a photo. I don't, JT, did you get a photo of me standing in the mud on a group text on Saturday? I don't think so. No. I don't know if it went through or not, but again, with the wash base, we talked about what I would take from GPs. I would say, I said wash base. Wash base are good. I've been saying wash base for years because what I'm walking. What would you take if you had one thing? Wash base. Wash base. You'd take that over wash the pit lane. you take that over pit lane. Wash base. Mm. I'm walking around Glen Helen and I'm going to do goggle stuff, media stuff, check on guys. Oh, he's running and, through mud. And dude, I am just appalled at the condition of the pits. Like, they're a mud bog. Think if you're bringing Arma Energy. To the race, and one well, won't wait. That's Jimmy Salone. But wait, say you're bringing some sponsor to the Nationals, and he's got some shoes that he likes, Not and it's just no mud everywhere, dude. Yeah. Mud in your pants, mud every like in your pants. Yeah, like say your oh, pants are dragging in the like, mud. You know, in your pants in the top part of your pants. No, like I'm just, it's ridiculous. Yeah, no, I it's, agree. It's a mud bog. Well, the big teams dig trenches. It doesn't help. So they flood out the little teams. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, there is a little bit of that too, right? Yeah, there is yeah. for sure. Like, yeah. you put your drain into my pit? Yeah. All right. All right. We got to let JT go, so let's wrap this up. Okay. You, you keep talking about Chad Reed's farewell thing, and it's not working out. Okay, no problem. Uh, James wants to know, do any riders get bonuses if they make it on the box in a moto, or is it just overall finishes? No, it's moto finishes too. Should be both, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, this TJ wants to know about uh, Clayson's bike being sabotaged, but we kind of talked about that already. What does he want to know? Just what's the story with it? Yeah, uh, yeah. What happened and who? If they found out who the culprit was, we know who the we culprit know, was. Yeah, we, we didn't just, know if we should uh, talk yeah, about it or not, but it's yeah, tough. we it, don't know the exact information. But yeah, so. Cade. Is it Clade or Cade? I Cade. Cade. It's Cade Clayson. Clayson. Cade Clayson. Cade or his sponsor owed some people some money. May or may not have owed some people some money, and these people may or may not have came in and disabled his bike after qualifying in 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 
in lieu of getting paid. It was just so mafia-like, wasn't it? Dude. Jeez. Motocross. What's the craziest? Geez. You know what, actually, though? I was in Germany. JT, you might have been there when I was working for Knipe and all that and those German supercrosses. Mm-hmm. And they took Robbie Skaggs' ignition. The team took Robbie Skaggs' ignition box off his bike. They did. They did. That was a year before I went, but I know the whole story, yeah. Why did they do that? What happened? Uh, It it didn't have anything to do with Robbie. It was the team. Um, The team and and there was a big fight between the team and the owner, the bike shop owner. Okay. Um, And Robbie was just kind of caught in the middle. Yeah, so I'm there, and and Robbie's just like, they took my ignition box. I'm out. I'm out. I got a good I got a good Greg story um, uh-huh. about somebody having owing him or owing us um, yeah. in 2007. It was we let a kid name um, what was his? They called him Moto Joe. He raced, and Moto Joe. We gave Moto Joe a radiator to use and said, "Hey, use this for the day and give it back to us at the end of the day." Mm-hmm. Well, Moto Joe decides to leave with our radiator. After okay. We were being nice and took a radiator off one of the practice bikes, gave it to him. Well. Mistakes happen. Moto Joe's going to leave. That's 2007. Okay. Now we're at circa 2009, and Greg is looking on the entry list and sees Moto Joe's name. And he says, I am, and he's like furious. I mean, this is when I put Tim Ferry into retirement. So at this point, we're, we had bigger fish to fry other than finding Moto Joe's radiator. <laughs> but this really like hit hard with Greg. Yeah. So, I mean, did you text him after? Oh, I mean, yeah. He, oh, he, Greg. Oh, we, Facebook, anything he could do um, to get a hold Moto of Moto Joe. And Moto Joe was, was not. So, Greg Joe goes Olaf? over. The, no, this okay. is just Moto Joe, some kid from Florida. I don't even know his last name. So, Greg grabs a screwdriver out of his toolbox, and he walks to Moto Joe's pit. And he says, either you give me money for the radiator that you stole from us, or I'm jabbing this screwdriver through your radiator right now. <laughs> oh, wow. And then he's like, oh, I don't got the money, man. He goes, then why are you out here not even qualifying for the motos, wasting all the money that you owe me, and just going off on this kid? <laughs> and it was absolutely awesome. So he gave him all the money he had at that point, and he said he was going to go get more, but still um, still owes Greg money, I think, believe <laughs> to this day. But Greg at least got like 50 bucks out of him. <laughs> Moto Joe, everybody. Moto Joe. just It, it was I'm going to stick this screwdriver into the radio yes and he was like ready and then he just gave him the talk like dude quit like and it was just so <laughs> remind, hard remind me to never oh this is but this is like between motos like greg is so fired up on it. he like ah screw prepping jimmy's bike we're we're gonna solve this moto joe radiator <laughs> the bottom of this right yes. now but no it all was right. brutal all right next question all right this is the last question and we got a question from Brittany chisholm i had to put it in there from Brittany. from Brittany. oh yeah okay she wants to get your guys's opinion Maybe even mine. Top three hottest motors wives out there. Go. Oh, Brittany was in the running until she changed her hair color, so she's out. Georgia, Georgia, Georgia. Yep. Uh, Give us us yours. Give us yours. JT's going to also not contribute to this, but give us yours, Gibbs. Uh, Nick Way's wife. Nicole. Mm -hmm. Isn't that her name? Yep. Okay. Uh, Britt. She's number one, obviously. And Moto Wife. I don't know. In all honesty, it's a toss-up between Nicole Weimer and Georgia. You're just saying the people that have been in studio here. Yeah. No, some, I've met. new blood. No, these are the people I've met, and I've met other motor wives, and they're not cool. Yeah. What about Ryan Dungey's wife? People seem to think she's hot. She is hot, but if you go up to her and you're like, hey, what's going on? I try talking to her. It's really awkward, like how it is talking to Dungey. Really you, awkward. You tried that? Yeah, dude. You ever try and... Do you, Why would you do that? You go to the pits and you see people you recognize like you. I have a picture with you before I met you. Yeah. 
Why, yeah, why but that's different. Hate? That's How different that than different? a moto wife. A moto wife, she doesn't have a show or she's not a rider. Oh. You know what I mean? Like that kind of stuff. But I'm walking by factory Red Bull KTM and, oh, hey, look, Dungey's wife. Can I get a verdict on that? Um, it's, don't look at me. You already give them crap for everything. Uh, can, I ju- can I just get a verdict on that? And you wonder why people don't like them. You're constantly breaking them down. Who doesn't like them? People and say You said he- that people were, oh, yeah, he people don't a- like, he's make fun of his... His he, he, spelling he and got talking. A, he got a tweet last week that he deserved a raise. The guy said, "Really?" The guy said, awesome. uh, "Up with Gibbs or something." Hashtag right. up with Gibbs. Gibbs. JT, can I get a verdict on this? No. JT, yeah, meaning me, JT's meaning that yeah, he sides with me. I mean, Obviously, uh, the, the, oh, you're, are you just trying to say that he can't go talk to people? I think a wife is a little out of bounds. Or well, but how? I think if if you if if. Devin has spoken with him on the phone. No, I think it's okay. No, not, not Lindsay Dungy. He's never spoken to her before. I have. At a okay. Supercross. So I think it's, it's not okay. She you. I think it's okay to say, "Hey, uh, I, I just want to say hello. I've spoken to you on the phone. I work for the Pulp Show. Nice no, to meet you." No, this Lindsay Dungy doesn't. He's never spoken to her on the phone on the Pulp Show. Okay. Correct. Well, then that then it's a little weird. <laughs> <laughs> what is he? What do you think he's gonna do? But who am is I, he gonna, like rape Dungy's wife? Yeah. No, the no, I don't think he's like, gonna rape her. No, I do not think he's gonna rape he's her. He's so not a raper. Like, am yeah, I, I don't go, think he's a rapist. No, I, I do not. Are like, you a rapist? No, I'm I don't not, think so. I don't think so. Right. But no. am I gonna go up to any one of these moto wives and the after fact and be like, yeah, Gibbs, fucking talk to me? Like, who the hell am I? Who no, I'm saying like you, you. For me, a media guy, why Gant, any rider in the pits that you you know is 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 a racer. Uh, people like that are cool to go talk to and, and, and try to, you know, and get a photo or whatever. But a, a wife, I think, is a little weird. Well, you're talking to the wrong person then. Well, not yours. Yours, yours is a public My figure. She's on TV. more popular than me. No, I know, but she's on TV. She, she, you know, yeah. that's fine. I mean, she falls into the category of, like, people you can go talk to. Yeah. Do you follow Lindsay Dungy on Instagram or anything? No, I don't think so. She's no. got fans. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, no, no, I have okay. no doubt. No, no, yeah. But I got – there's people that are George's fans that aren't my fans. <laughs> I guarantee every person that's a, that's a Lindsey Dungy fan is definitely a Dungy fan. I'm not a Dungy fan. I just want to say what's up. <laughs> what's up, girl? What's up? <laughs> what's the problem? Hey, holla. Hey. Here's my digits. Yeah. No, I just – I think it's a little weird. That's right. just me, though. All right, cool. I don't know. I think a rider or somebody else is fine, but – like, it's like going up to Beaker. Would you go up to Beaker? Pookie came up to me. No, but you're a rider. Huh? You're a rider. No, not this time. No, you're. Yeah, you are. No. Oh, okay. But what if? <laughs> this okay. <is> separate. <laughs> what if I went up to Lindsay Dungey and just pulled her though? And what? And just pulled her. Like pulled her. Got hair? the digits. Took oh. her home. Ooh. Then it's legendary. Then I'm legendary for trying to talk then to Lindsay. Legendary. See, now you're getting creepy, though, that even came to mind that you were talking to her. So that was on your mind the whole time. Ooh, I'm not, starting to sway really. towards. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Right, look, people in the chat room are saying it's creepy too. I don't care about really. The are in the they? Chat room. Yeah, they are. Look, creepy, creepy. Gibbs creeping. Anyone? Any good response? Just creeper. These people know. act like they don't see hot chicks, and we're like, oh damn, dude, I'd fucking bang the shit out of her, dude. Yeah, wait, so yeah, wait, yeah. now are you talking about banging the shit out of? I didn't Lindsay say that. Dun- I never said Gibbs that. Gibbs wants you to bang the shit out of Lindsay Dungy. I want to bang the shit out of a lot of chicks. There's millions of hot women in this world. Wait, that I would love to have my yes, way with. Gibbs is trying to. Um, I didn't try. We I need said to get I the bottom of this. Do you want to bang Dungy's wife? Okay. Did I? Okay. The question is, do I want to or did I try to? Do you want to? Then yes, yes. Ooh. Honesty. Hey, there you go. 
I just think going up to him and being like, hi, how are you? And she doesn't know who you are, and you're just a fan, is a little weird. Okay, that's fine. That's all. That's all right. I did the same thing to you, dude. That, that's different. How, How many times I got to say that? I don't know. Because I have a radio different. show. I'm a media guy. I'm in the sport. I'm, I'm you know, I'm not kind of, I'm out there. So you know what I mean? So. so is it less weird that a 20 year old dude grabs a, f- a fat, big gentleman? Hey, can I get a picture of you? Or like, hey, look at that chick. I'm going to go talk to her. Hey, yeah. Well, no. it's less creepy. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm on both sides. Whatever. You want to go take, you want to talk to a good looking girl? Let me talk to a good looking girl. All right. I think I think you were fine up until you started talking about banging the shit out of people. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of let him into that. The line there. Never seen a ring plug a hole. <laughs> so she You're was rude to you? Or no, she, was she wasn't blue. rude. She oh. was just awkward. Just like how Dungy is awkward. That was all my point was. Have you ever tried to talk to Dungy? Other, like, yes. uh, without like a mic in front of him? I've tried. Yeah. Have, you, have you ever tried yeah. to have sex with Dungy? I, not, awkward. That's not, awkward not too. Ryan. Yeah, not Ryan. Ryan. <laughs> not Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> which dungeon? Yeah, which dungeon? I mean, it's about? gonna be awkward because she doesn't know you. That's fine. She's probably thinking, "I'm just a wife. Like, who is this dude?" You know. Yeah. I don't think Dungeon's think... awkward when we just like talking to him normally. Yeah, no, a, I don't he's, think so. He's a very casual, normal talking yeah. dude. Yeah. Yeah. A little bit interviewish. He gets a little bit um, repetitive, but yeah. I just think he's yeah. I just think he's uncomfortable in front of the camera. Yeah, that, nothing wrong with that. Whatever. Um, he's a good dude. Yeah, there, there are. Yeah, <laughs> real good, dude. <laughs> he's man. I don't like. Hey, you can, I don't really care about the shit that I'm gonna get. I know I'm gonna get a voicemail next week. Fucking Gibbs, creeper. Yeah. Oh man, I can What'd you say to her? Here. I just went up to her. What's up? How you doing? Like, How's the race going? How do you like Vegas? Da, 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 just stuff like that. How'd she know. smell? I don't know. She's not like Burberry. You didn't get close enough. To mm, her. She was behind that banner. <clears throat> banners mm. yeah i mean it's, all, he could, all he could smell was the, the sweat of, gibbs. of mace, <laughs> mace. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean i, I hey, does georgia My eyes were burning too bad <laughs> I guess. Does, uh, does georgia have creeper fans like yeah. some regular dudes oh, yeah. that are yeah, like yeah Sinjin. like like uh we had a monster girl in here maybe it was uh mercedes somebody was a was a model and they're like yeah dudes like full grab the, your, my ass you know what Ooh. i mean like they like creepy dude no not like, like that obviously you know, I mean, no no george is different but you know what i mean like they have creeper sort of stalker fans and they're not scared to get a little busy the no, monster sure. girls i get a lot on my instagram like i'll post a picture and people will be like oh i like to tap that and i'm like right on that makes me feel good right i'm doing see, something that's, right let's see that's something like i wouldn't do i wouldn't like go up to like mercedes or Lindsay or anyone like that and grab their ass i'd go up to them like hey can i get a picture with you yeah that's fine yeah yeah it's still a little weird but um, <laughs> hey JT, uh, thank you for coming on the show, man. I appreciate it. And uh, good times at Cabo Wabo. Um, hey, how was Kevin Hart? <laughs> amazing. Oh, yeah, See? Amazing. Really and funny. Steve wouldn't even bring me to Kevin Hart. He's still bitter. I wouldn't buy him a Kevin Hart concert ticket. Dude, it's expensive. He didn't care. He doesn't seem to care. He still thinks he deserves one. He's just so rich from this show, and he can't even afford a Kevin Hart ticket. <laughs> You're an asshole, Jimmy. You're going to be headlining. You're like opening for Kevin Hart. I want to be their team manager next year. I'm making so much money on this show. I'd like to switch jobs. I, Never. I, sh- I should be a team manager. Well, you would be a worst team manager ever. I would not. I would rule as a team manager, Why actually. do you say that? Because I know riders. I know mechanics. I know industry people. I know how I know how everything runs in this There's, field. A team manager's job is so hard. 
It'd, it'd be cake. I'd be the best one ever. Like, you're good at this. I'd be I'm going gonna, gonna to give you a compliment. You are good at this. Nope. You are very good. I watch you do all your openings and everything. You do, you do an awesome, fantastic job. You found your calling. I think you should stick with this. No. Yes. No. I agree. Nope. I need, off. I need to be a team manager. All right. I don't think so at all. I don't you don't so think either. so at all, JT. Do you think Steve that would be a good team manager? That, that hurts, JT. JT, because you're a good friend of mine, and I'm. You said I'm going to yeah, be. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to give you the best advice I can. You said I would be in your wedding. You said I would be in your wedding. And we just yeah, said how good are you manager. are at this. This. This is your thing. This is no, your calling. No team manager. You're more than welcome to be in my wedding. You're more than welcome to be one of my top three best friends, probably on earth. Mm-hmm. But you should not be my team manager. I don't want to be in your wedding, but I want to be at your wedding. So please, can I be invited? And four. Yeah, I don't. Right. I mean, I don't even. I it doesn't look like I'm ever getting married at this point. The way I'm, the pace I'm going. But oh, did you have a bad, bad, uh, bad Kevin Dar- Hart <laughs> no, experience? No, Just saying, I'm 35 and not married. So well, you I, look 25. I, you're at a belt too. Your belt was unbelievable. You look good. Um, I, he, he would not say that. Like I would assume Chad Reed would be his best man. I would assume that. And, Ch- and JT said, I don't know. Maybe you, Mathis. No. That's what he said. I don't know. I don't. I feel like Steve would always text me back, even if he had a bad race. And Chad, if he's having a bad race, he's not texting me back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. No. Exactly. Absolutely. So, um, all right, JT, thank you. Appreciate it. And uh, hey, J- uh, Jason36 at AOL.com, BTO Sports VIP program. Yep. Uh, yeah. Also, appreciate that. Uh, um, BTO Sports, uh, you can go on there and you, is the truck... Uh, the apprentice mechanic thing still going on? You guys still doing that? We're not doing that for summer just because it's such a heavy load on the oh, mechanics. Yeah. Like they don't really have time. Yeah, true. Um, but, yeah, the same old deal with the VIP thing. And then uh, me and Jimmy will be doing a little work together again on Saturday. Sure. So good, good, to that. Well, I look good, for- uh, good guest on look, the show. Good co-host on the show I for look me. forward to you guys screwing it up again. No, not no. Not you guys, but the, the production. Oh. <laughs> well, the foul say the first round I was – pretty bad but i'm getting better and yeah, no. um, now i am looking forward to color make sure the people in your ear tell you when you're on commercial That's you all. know that well if you saw everybody was like putting earpieces in. yeah, yeah nobody no one, seemed to no know one knew, no one seemed to know it's gonna be this show this weekend pre pre-show everybody listening watch it because jt and i are gonna kill it yeah without a doubt jt will no be doubt. looking good with his hair oh. shirt belt I'm gonna. I'm gonna. That's creepy, Steve. I'm gonna upgrade. I'm you're gonna, you're gonna try to dress up. Nicer. I'm yeah, gonna yeah. try to dress up over right. JT. Yeah. Good luck with that. Yeah, I don't, I don't think gonna you're happen. gonna do it. No way. No. All right. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate it. All right. See you. See you, Jason Thomas, Fly Racing Zone, uh, BTOSports.com. Gabba Gibbs. Use the code PulpMX to save yourself money. Commercial break. Third commercial break of the show. Coming up right now. Then we will wrap up with uh, some voicemails. Yes, the crazy lady is back. And uh, maybe a little more Glenn Helen talk. Kenny Roxon, Phil Nicoletti, Sean Collier, Matt Gerke, Tim Ferry, Georgia Lindsay, JT. This has been jam-packed. This star-studded show. show. Uh, stick around, everybody. we got lots more. Listen to this commercial. Buy some shit. Jason Thomas. I wanted to talk to you for a minute about fly racing. Fly racing has grown by leaps and bounds since I started wearing it back in 2003. If you go back and look at a picture from back then and flash forward to now where you see guys like Trey Kennard, Andrew Short, Justin Brayton, Weston Pike, and the 250 Rockstar Husky team wearing, you'll see what I'm talking about. 
We're now producing premium products, but our goal to give you more bang for your buck hasn't changed since those days. Our F2 carbon helmet, worn by all of our pro riders, is what I consider to be the best value in the motocross world. Our new Evolution 2.0 and light hydrogen lines have been continually improved and perfected over the past couple of years to give you the ideal fit. Whether it's off-road, supercross, motocross, or just riding in the backyard with your buddies, we have something purpose-built just for you. I invite you to check out our website at flyracing.com and of course your local dealer and online retailers to learn more about what we have been working on. Follow us on social media at FlyRacingUSA and post pictures of you riding on our Fly Racing wall on our website. From all of us at Fly Racing, I want to say thanks for listening and support companies that support Pulp MX. The Pulp MX Show is brought to you by BTOSports.com. Whether you are looking for new gear, helmets, boots, or you need to rebuild your bike from the ground up, BTO is your source for all of your motocross needs. As a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM race team and the heart of the BTO Sports amateur motocross team, it is obvious that we are about more than being just a store. We support the sport that supports us. us. We at BTO Sports want to give that to you, the listener, for supporting us and the Pulp MX Show. Use coupon code PULPMX when placing your order at btosports.com for a VIP listener discount. Certain brand restrictions will apply. Race Tech. Privateer proven. When riders choose, they choose Race Tech. Supporting the world's fastest racers. Providing factory-level products, support, and service to the everyday rider. Each setup and product is 100% guaranteed and made in the USA. When racers choose, they choose Racetech. Visit Racetech.com for a full listing of suspension parts, tools, and information. Or check out Paul Feed's Motorcycle Suspension Bible, your guide to everything suspension. To receive 20% off parts and labor, enter discount code PULPMX2015 when ordering. Racetech. NFAB is the undisputed leader in high-quality accessories for your truck, Jeep, and SUV. For products that are as unique as your vehicle, check out NFAB Off-Road Accessories. From Nerf Steps and Lighting Accessories to the all-new Adjust Step and Endura Step. NFAB has you covered. NFAB products are handcrafted in the USA, delivering unsurpassed quality and durability with cutting-edge style. Available in cab length, wheel-to-wheel, and fed access models, NFAB Nerf Steps offer the widest array of configurations to access your vehicle. NFAB also offers a wide range of mounting solutions for auxiliary lighting, including pre-runner light bars, light cages, and full replacement front bumpers. All NFAB products are backed by a lifetime craftsmanship warranty and a five-year finish warranty. To find out where to buy NFAB products, visit www.n-fab.com or call 866-806-NFAB. NFAB, truck products for truck people. How's it going? My name is Chris Laredo. Patrick Barker. Scott Lewis. My name is Ben Schirmeyer. I'm a mechanic for Jason Anderson. Weston Pike's mechanic. Wrench on the number 10, Justin Brighton. I work for Justin Barsha. We are running uh, Galfer. Galfer. Galfer brakes. Uh, the best thing, yeah, it's like you've got to run Galfer. For 2015, X-Brand has added stellar new colorways to our exciting Volcano, Phantom, and Limited lines. You know Nick Way demands the illest style, and now with RCH Racing's Brock Tickle on board, we have assembled a motivated squad. Our simple approach to a fresh look, unmatched comfort, and elite performance remains pegged in the red. You can rest assured knowing X-Brand has you covered with a full offering of lenses, tear-offs, laminates, nose guards, and our zip-off system. 
Order direct through the EKSbrand.com store and enter discount code PULPSHOW15 to save 30% now. The leader in design and development of high-performance dirt bike camshafts, Hot Cams is now a proud supporter of the Pulp MX Show and its listeners. Looking to increase the horsepower of your engine without spending a fortune? You need to get a set of Hot Cams. Engineered using state-of-the-art valve train software and CNC machined from 8620 billet steel, Hot Cams camshafts are one of the most economical, reliable, and easy-to-install ways to add 5 to 10% power gain to your engine. By selecting one of our three stages of camshaft profiles, you can specifically tune the power band of your engine to best suit your riding style. Designed, dyno-proven, and made in the USA, Hot Cam's performance camshafts are used by privateer riders like Jimmy Albertson, Mitchell Oldenburg, Michael Lieb, Adam Entignap, Nick Schmidt, and the Monster Energy Leading Edge Kawasaki team. Hot Cam's wants to help you get the extra power you need by offering all Pulp listeners a 30% discount on all orders placed online at hotcamsinc.com. Type in the discount code HOTCAMS2015 at checkout. Hot Cam's Unleash the power within. Works Connection is proud to be a sponsor of Pulp MX because just like you, they're passionate and dedicated to the sport. For over 23 years now, they've been producing innovative products like their Pro Launch Start Device and the 123 Easy Build Elite Perch Line. Just take a look around the AMA Pro Pits and you'll see Works Connection's proving ground for products under the canopies of Yoshimura Suzuki, RCH Racing, Star Racing, and other top teams. Plus, they now stock hints and clutch components, peg armor, ARC levers, and Fasco products too. Works Connection, your one-stop shop for cutting-edge products. Visit them on the web at www www.worksconnection.com and use the keyword PULPMX for 20% off your order or visit your local outlet and check out the new lineup of products for 2015. Do you own a KTM like Andrew Short? Then listen up. You can stop searching for the best place to get genuine KTM parts and accessories. Grab a whole shot like Shorty and go directly to KTMPartsExpress.com your number one online source for KTM parts and accessories. There's no shortage of genuine KTM parts in our huge warehouse, as well as a full selection of KTM power parts and power wear accessories. We also offer the same aftermarket parts and accessories that you see on Shorty's bike for your own KTM. 29 years of experience would be impressive, but we have over 35 years of experience in the motorcycle industry. We're here to serve you with a huge inventory, great prices, and fast, dependable service. The staff at KTM Parts Express is not short on experience, We'll process your order with speed and accuracy. Our goal is to get you the parts you need in the shortest amount of time. If you're in need of KTM parts or accessories, this is the place to shop. Roost MX. Roost MX, the official graphics company for both Cobra Moto and Cycle Trader Rock River Yamaha team. For over 16 years, Roost delivers professional level graphics for every rider from amateur to pro. Choose from our huge selection of graphics online and make yours one of a kind. Roost also offers a wide range of other custom products from t-shirts, sticker kits, helmet kits, trailer graphics, and more. With our quick 48-hour turnaround, shipping orders is top priority. Be sure to check out the new Pulp Nation section section for Pulp MX swag. And follow us on Instagram at RoostMX for monthly sales. Get your equipment looking fresh by visiting RoostMX.net and use the discount code PULPNATION to save 20%. RoostMX. 
Motocross bikes have become very advanced over the past seven years, and yet ignition coil technology hasn't changed for almost 40. For almost 40. As a rider, you change sprockets, exhaust, ECU mapping, and even engine internals to gain an advantage. So with four times more energy than that of a stock ignition coil, the Black Ops Moto ignition coil is race-proven to help engines starting, throttle response, and acceleration when it's needed most. The Black Ops Moto coils are designed for two-stroke and four-stroke engines, as well as vintage and Evo bikes. Replace those tired, worn-out ignition coils with proven performance coil. Stop overlooking the obvious and contact us today. Hope MX listeners will get 15% off just by emailing or calling us directly at Black Ops Moto. You can also visit us on Facebook or at BlackOpsMoto.com. Black Ops Moto. Hey, 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 hey. W-E-E-L. Now that I got your attention... Let's talk about wheels. WUSA, based in Orange County, California, the nation's leading supplier of high-quality wheel sets for some of the best teams in the sport. They carry the top brands like Talon, Kite, DID, Excel, as well as Galfer and Brembo brakes. All the W wheels are built by the same guys that build Chad Reed's wheels. Whether you have a new bike or looking for a set of new race wheels or a backup set of wheels, W can get what you need. Complete wheels are not in the budget. Let W rebuild your stock hubs with their OE spoken nipple kits and a quality rim like DID or Excel. WUSA, used by Reed, Rocks, and Millsaps, Anderson, Dungey, Short, Brayton, Grant, Internet, Peters, Partridge, Freeburg. They all use and trust W for all the wheel needs. If they trust W, why don't you? Don't buy a, a set of cheap wheels. Just because you paid $500 for a set of wheels, you're not going to put those on your bike. They're not that good. Really, seriously. WUSA.com. Anything you need. Cool colors. Better strength. They've got it. And they've been proud supporters of the Pulp Mech Show for many years now. And we thank those guys. WUSA.com. Do it. Don Emler had a simple vision for FMF Racing when he started it in his garage back in 73. Provide top-level U.S. racing equipment at the grassroots level. 43 years later, FMF Racing is known for delivering the world's top performance exhaust products. Today, Don's vision continues to guide the family-operated company in its 100,000-square-foot state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in the heart of Southern California, where 100% of everything is built under one roof. FMF is factory. Vortex Racing, the leader in top quality racing components for over 15 years, is now a proud supporter of the Pulp MX Show. All Vortex Racing products are made with the best materials and the tightest tolerances. All because Vortex Racing is owned and operated by guys just like you. Enthusiasts and riders that demand the best. We have over 1,000 different gear choices to suit your needs and track conditions. All sprockets are cut from 7075T6 aluminum and come in an assortment of colors. Want something even stronger? Check out our full line of laser-cut steel sprockets. 
Besides sprockets, Vortex offers V3 oversized motocross handlebars that are 29% stronger than the competition. With years of research into these bars and top riders like arena cross champion Tyler Bowers putting their trust in them. You know these bars can take the abuse you'll give them. Remember, there's a reason champions choose Vortex. So the question is simple. Do you want to join the ranks of James Stewart and FMX legend Ronnie Renner? Choose Vortex. For more information, check out VortexRacing.com. All Pulp MX listeners are getting hooked up with a discount on any Vortex Racing product. Just email Roger at VortexRacing.com for promo code PULP2015. Or call him at 800-440-3559, extension 222. See you on the track. Hey guys, it's Brady Chisholm here. Listen up. You'll spend $9,000 for a new bike, $3,000 for bling, and you wonder why I have monkey butt? I'll tell you why. You didn't go to GutsRacing.com for new seat foam and cover. Guts Racing has been the leader in seat technology for 25 years. They've worked with every top rider at some point in their life, and that tradition continues. With riders on teams such as Cycle Trader Yamaha, Motoconcepts Racing, RCH Suzuki, Yoshimira Suzuki, Pro Circuit Kawasaki, Geico Honda, they have worked with them all. They have riders like Cal Chisholm, <laughs> Ben LeMay, Matt LeMoyne, Ryan Sipes, Brett Metcalf, and many, many more. They have been working behind the scenes with factory riders for over two and a half decades. So here is your chance to join stars of Supercross, Motocross, Arena Cross, GNCC, and FMX by taking advantage of the discount they have going on. If you head over to GutsRacing.com and use the code PulpMX2015, it'll save you some money, save you from having monkey butt. It's win-win. Head over there and check them out, guys. You got some in prison and others in bars. The rest you got working on old junk cars in the daytime. They look like tombstones in our yard, and I never seen him when he wasn't tired of me. He sold used parts to make ends meet, covered with grease from his head to his feet, cussing the sweat and the Texas heat and mosquitoes. And the neighbors said we live like hicks, but they brung their cars for Paul to fix anyhow. He was veteran proud, tried and true. He'd fought till his heart was black and blue. Didn't know how he'd made it through the hard times. He'd bought our house on a GI Bill, but it wasn't worth all he had to kill to get it. He drank Pearl in a can and Jack Daniels Black. Chewed tobacco from a mail pouch sack Had an old dog that was trained to attack Sometimes He'd get drunk and mean as a rattlesnake And there wasn't too much that he would take From a stranger There were 13 kids and a bunch of dogs A house full of chickens and a yard full of hogs I spent the summertime cutting up logs for the winter like the devil to find the Lord Working like a nigger from my room and board Coal burning stove, no natural gas If that ain't country, I'll kiss your ass If that ain't country It'll hair lift the Pope If that ain't country Welcome back, everybody. Pulp MX Show presented by BTOSports.com and Fly Racing. Jimmy, it's unlistenable. 
It's unlistenable. It's very good. No, it's not. Why is that un- unlistenable? It's the opposite of, of... That's like core country music. It's garbage. I don't mind country music. I really don't. No, you like I, R&B country. No, I don't you think like, so. I, I mean... I, you, yeah, you don't like good country. Uh, Garth Brooks. What's Garth Brooks? Whore. <laughs> and he means it. Is this the, what? What year did this guy sing this, these songs? I don't know. He's old. He's is he dead? Way back. Is he dead now? No, I don't think he's dead. Oh, okay, but no, he's not seen anymore. I mean, it's interesting. David Alco. It's definitely interesting. We don't. I don't think we've had anything of this caliber on the Pulp Show thus far. Mm-hmm. I mean, this this country and drop a hard R. It's uh, a hard R. It's uh, <laughs> it's it's bad. It's not bad. It's terrible. Unbelievable. What I mean, does it say on the, the chat? Everyone's just not even talking about it? Sinjin likes it. Hell yeah. <laughs> Shocker. You could have put something with Sinjin's mom is a whore over and over, and he'd be like, that's good music. Good music. Unbelievable. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. Appreciate it. Uh, top Jimmy Albertson in studio. Uh, Kenny Roxon, Nicoletti. Collier. Gurky. Timmy. Georgia. Who was your favorite interview tonight? Um, I like Phil. Yeah, Phil's pretty good. Yeah. What about Georgia? Oh, yeah. I mean, obviously, I'm married to her. I like her. Um, was yours favorite? What was your favorite, Timmy? <laughs> Duh. <laughs> Fantastic. It was cool that Timmy picked up and he knew he actually had your number saved. Yeah, I don't know how that happened. I don't know what what the deal was at. Yeah. Like where he was like, like it just come up as Pulp Show maybe? It does suck. He didn't want to sign with the team though. Yeah, it's terrible. You had to go get Gerke right after that. I like, know. Yeah, hour, like, that was our, yeah, I know. It was hard to get that <laughs> contract sent over. And Matt couldn't couldn't be any more excited to join no, the team. not at all. Couldn't be even. Yeah, he was jumping out of his seat, literally. It was, it was unbelievable. They we know not to expect much emotion out of Matt. <laughs> the guy once raced Supercross with sexy devil race gear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> gear that actually said sexy devil. Had a chick with a with a pitchfork. and Yes. Yep. For sure, Matt raised supercross with that. Yeah, so don't go over to his house ever, uh, ever, because like he'll try to get his. He's got a sword at his house. Sinjin said his mom is indeed a whore. So. Oh. oh, good. <laughs> um, Sinjin uh, also just tweeted us and was wondering when he can get Crazy Lady's phone number from you. Oh yeah, we need to do that. Uh, speaking of that, seven zero two five eight six pulp can call anytime. Leave a message. Here's the best of the best from the uh, week that was on Pulp Mech Show voicemails. And yes, Crazy Lady. She only called three times. Only one message was really made any sense at all in the sense that it didn't make sense, but you could at least make sense of it, if you know what I mean. So here we go. Here's the best of the best. Steve, it's Bo in Louisiana. I was just calling. Uh, it's Tuesday. I'm listening to the, the podcast, the show right after Hangtown. And uh, I don't know, man. I think. Kiefer's given Nelson a hard time uh, for not helping Bogle, but, I mean, he's just a kid, you know. He, he sees him, you could tell. I don't think he was like, fuck this guy. It looked more like, oh, shit, what do I do? I need to get some points. Uh, anyway, and as far as uh, the race, like, holy fuck, man, did Eli Tomac kick some ass, like, so much. And, and like you were saying, you know, it, no matter how bad he beat the rest of them, it's only six seconds six points so should it be like amateurs and uh each national be its own championship because that was like a championship ride anyway see you guys later steve whitey 
Hey, I just was listening to you talk about how Porcel might be filing a lawsuit against you. If he does, make sure you file a counterclaim against him for impersonation of a professional motocross rider. Ooh, I mean, come on. Purcell's not wasn't. He's doing well. Burn. Top ten. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. It's probably the impersonation of a motocross rider. I mean, I wish I could di- be impersonating yeah, somebody. He's not top impersonating 10. me. That's for sure. <laughs> right. Exactly. So, uh, so yeah. Anyways. Mathis, Roger calling back from Massachusetts, listening to uh, Pulp the Next Show What's with the... Kiefer in studio, and like my voicemail, thanks. Um, I was a guy talking about their track and farm women, sure, you know, that definitely helps the leaders obviously pull away, you know, that's kind of the, the Captain Obvious statement of the day. Um, but yeah, you guys are definitely on to something with, you know, some guys are just born with it, and you see it in every sport with Tiger Woods and golf, or, you know, all these pitchers and stuff in baseball, you know, some people just have that gift, no matter how hard you work. At some level, a guy like Chisholm, you know, he's a great guy. But he's, you know, not going to take away and win, you know, if he's up front and gets clear track, like you guys are saying. So I totally understand that point. And you guys definitely nailed it. But sometimes you just have to. That's just it. Um, second comment, Keeper's awesome. Love how he can turn everything sexual. It's hilarious. Keep him coming back. And then uh, as far as uh, that crazy lady, she's awesome. And referencing 8 Mile, uh, 313 is from uh, Detroit, not 303. Is he in like in a butcher shop? And yeah. the, this guy on the phone is... Oh, no, I thought he was beating it. While he was on the phone? Well, people like you, Steve. Okay, all right. So if it's a 313 number, then Detroit it is. Definitely beating it. Definitely beating it. Hey, me. This guy Watch might be crazy, too. I'll call her. She won't be bugging you anymore. Anyways, I got a theory about Dungey. I think the reason why he did so well this year was that smoking-ass wife of his. <laughs> what? <Man. laughs> this is definitely a gift. Yes. <gasps> At least a 10. I really like that Kiefer guy. Real positive. Not that bullshit positive, like Adam in a crab. <laughs> but he's just solid dude. Tell. <laughs> All right. Keep up the good work. Thank you, Creeper. Talk to you guys later. All right. Creepy McCreep. Mathis. His best voicemail was his other one, though. It, yeah, Jimmy. If you get a chance, I think it's like maybe three or four shows ago. He leaves another voicemail. It's it, awesome. It's on. It's so funny. Oh boy. It's so funny. Hey, so I'm listening to the Pulp Show from uh, this last Monday, and I heard you and Kiefer kind of kind of going back and forth on the whole Nelson Bogle incident. And uh, I'm standing with Kiefer. Uh, I think you should have went back and helped him. Yeah, whatever. Um, it was kind of funny how he how he went back to help him. I think that's what made it worse. He kind of he kind of went back like he was gonna help him. And then, like Keeper said, he was just like, fuck it, got back on his bike and took off. I think if he just didn't even pay any mind to, to Bobo and got back on his bike, it wouldn't have made it as bad. But, I mean, if you're if you're going towards him like you're going to help him and then you just back out, that makes it look a lot worse. And I don't know. He was the one that put him in that situation in the first place. Uh, and like Reed always said, human first, athlete second. And, you know, when you see someone, you know, waving, trying to trying to get some help, I mean, 
Nelson was what five feet away from him. Everyone else was, you know, way further away from him. So I think he should have ran over there and helped him. And by and you know at the same time it was good karma too. So I don't know. I'm with Kiefer. You'll probably call me an idiot for siding with him, but hey, what are you gonna do? All right, stop. All right. Idiot. No. Um. It's not like he let. It's not like he let Bogle like. like no. He was let, me, let me. Let me. Can and I he talk? let Bogle fell down the wall. It's can not I like. Talk? He, it's not like he let Bogle fall down a I, well. Here's what happened. He okay. was probably running towards him, thinking he saw Bogle struggling, and then realized the situation Bogle was in, and said, "Oh, bro, you're fine. You can wait." That's what I mean. He was fine, you know, and there was the other bikes, people. And that's probably why he walked towards him, and then realized he wasn't getting burnt. He wasn't like, anything oh, yeah, like that. He's, like, on his Bogle legs. was at his waist, going yeah. like this. There were tons of people coming. You know, fly, I, fly I mean, people you remember stuff. Dallas when I'm just on underneath like 19 motorcycles. Um, yeah, and I'm under there, and both Pickle and Anderson, I'm like inches away from header pipes on yeah. like both sides and I'm like laying like I'm in a casket underneath these bikes and I'm like do not move anything I am like staring at this header pipe that's about to follow me and both those guys were like super cool yeah. they were just like yeah no big deal um, wait right. wait till Albertson's not going to get burned to death and I went up to him after the and when we're lined up for the semi I was like hey guys thanks for not like just completely dropping the header pipe on my face. That was very yeah, nice. Of thank you. you. Yeah. And they were just laughing. They were like, dude. And then, uh, that's another thing I was going to get to. Anderson's like, you were telling me to run your legs over once I got my bike up. I was like, yeah, they're my legs. You, know, you run them over. I'm wearing boots. Yeah. yeah. He's like, I wasn't going to run your legs over, dude. I'm like, it's boots. <laughs> so going back to that story, the bike's just laying on your feet, your yeah. legs, not a big deal. Yeah. I mean, I just didn't think Nelson deserved to be burned at the stake like Kiefer did. Yeah. So that's all. Have you ever been in one of those situations, Jimmy, where you've looked over and seen your buddy just on the ground? Oh, yeah, I've helped people yeah. up before getting them. I've, I remember racing an amateur race one time, and Trey wadded, and he was, like, down hard, and I just dropped my bike, and I was didn't fault with him. Oh. down, I saw him crash, and I dropped my bike and just was like, like, it was bad. Yeah, yeah. But he was ended up being fine. Right. But it was an amateur race, not professional, obviously. Later. Hey, Mathis, what's up? Um, I just wanted to bring up a point about the, you were talking about the other day about how riders are unwilling to disclose their injuries and they're all freaking out about, you know, what they let out of the bag about their injuries, et cetera, et cetera. And uh, you don't understand why it's such a big deal. And every time you bring this up, I think to myself, you know, any other time uh, we talk about how hugely mental this sport is especially at the very top of the sport how every every little tiny mental advantage that these racers can get for themselves you know pays dividends in the race and so i think it makes sense that if hiding an injury gives the rider any tiny bit amount of advantage over their competitors that that's what they're going to do and I think it makes a lot of sense. Um, I don't think it's that hard to understand. I know you tend to have a hard time trying to figure out why racers are so quiet about their injuries. But anyway, I just wanted to bring it up and maybe hopefully get some talking and shed some light on the subject. All right, thanks. Dumb. <laughs> hey, Steve. Sam from Indiana here. Hey, buddy, I was wondering if you and... JT and whoever else is there could uh, give your opinion on neck braces. I feel like there's a bunch of guys out there who kind of hem haul around on 
if they're good or if they're not. Um, you know, I know guys like Chad Reed will say that they hate them, and other guys will say that they're the best thing ever. Um, but, you know, I just I don't feel like there's anybody out there who will give a good opinion. So you guys could talk about that. I'd appreciate it. So thanks for all you do, man. Never miss a show. See ya. Um, I mean, I think neck braces are are a rider's choice, uh, whether they want to wear them or not. I don't think there's enough data to say that they 100% work and you need to wear them. And I don't think there's enough data to say they do not work, don't don't wear them. Yeah, I think I it's don't, a, I'm the same way. I don't believe in them. I um, think it's a personal choice. I wouldn't force anybody to wear one, but if you want to wear one, hey. Yeah. Good. I don't think it can safe. hurt. You know? I don't think it can hurt. Um, I, I disagree. But but based on what though? Like what evidence do you have? It turned you into a human lawn dart, man. On what evidence do you have? What do you mean? Though? What like, evidence like, do I have? How like, many people have died with head injuries with, yeah, with neck braces? We can go the other way too and say how many people would have died, and doctors have said your neck brace saved you. <laughs> no, Every I mean that's doctor true is going to say a protective piece of equipment is going to save. I'm you. I'm just saying there's no proof either way. I wish we did have proof. I wish we had some sort of stats and to All show I know us one is way I've or another. Tipped over in corners and broken my collarbone wearing neck braces. You should like, try the new Atlas. It's lightweight. It's refined. I mean, small. Look at these collarbones of garbage. No yeah, one can I, see. I got one too. Oh, they're not as tough as me. Okay. Anyways, yeah, and it and it helps. It definitely restricts mobility on your bike. Yeah, some guys report that. Um, and again, Atlas is on the show, so obviously we're not gonna talk bad about them. But the new Atlas, is, I will is, say, the is, Atlas does look. If I were to pick a brace, it would be the Atlas it's brace. It's pretty small down. It's pretty far. It's, it's very pretty far slim. down there. It's trim. It's restrictive. It's light. I like how it doesn't press on your spine in the back. Yeah, that's all they're they're designed. Um, they do do a good job. So they do a good job with them, and, and some riders love them. Some riders wear them, have no problems. I, I wish. I think they're just like. A nose guard for goggles. It can no, help you. It can no, hurt you. No, like whatever. definitely not. Nose guards a help all the way around. No, because if I've seen crashes where they dig into your face. I mean, not a lot. I've seen it, though. Yeah, no, that's um, not a good example. Okay, maybe it's It'd not. be like knee braces. Sure. Some people don't wear knee braces because they say it, it'll break your femur. Yeah, it'll break your tip fib or it'll femur or whatever. It'll break your tip fib. Yeah. Um, other people say wear the knee braces because you don't want to tear a knee up. Yeah. So, um, I wish there was, I wish we were a big enough sport where some super safety lab took knee, took neck braces and really did some great tests on them. Now, Liot has some tests on them, but guess what? They're all done by Liot and paid by Liot yeah, and all exactly. that. So, I'm not exactly sure on that. But uh, uh, I know guys like Villapoto and Anderson, they love the, uh, the Atlas, and Atlas is on board with us. So, try them Mitchell out. Mitchell Oldenburg wears Atlas. Mitchell Oldenburg wears Atlas. I didn't want to bring that name up again. Did, were you going to bring it up, though? Did no. you know he wear Atlas? No, I didn't. I didn't. Yeah, so you didn't. Um, and uh, Colton, Fossi- Colton Fossiotti wears Atlas. Matt Gerke wears Atlas. Matt Gerke wears Atlas. And, uh, and so, I mean, yeah, it's it, it would be nice to see. I, I, think it, I don't think it can hurt. I don't know how much it helps. It's your own personal choice. Like a seatbelt, maybe? No. Seatbelts definitely help save lives. There's a lot of testing that go behind that. That is, yeah. See, my buddy's a fireman. And he says that. Well, that's because when people are burning in their cars, yeah, they don't want a seatbelt on. He said he's. That would probably make someone die if they had their seatbelt. I'm with on. you on the seatbelt thing, except my buddy, Fireman Ron, in his 20 years of being a fireman, he said he's seen a lot of people saved by not having seatbelts because they get thrown out of the car while it's. Doing so he's like, hey, it can, it can save you and it can kill you. His, he doesn't wear one. All right, quick story, so, because this is running pretty late, but is that all right with you? Quick story? Nah. 
No, okay. You're, I'm going to listen to one anyways. So anyways, I'm going to get an MRI on my knee, so I'm waiting in a waiting room. I'm going to make it quick. Yep. Waiting in a waiting room. My brother's sitting right next to a lady who is in there just completely beat up, thrashed, older lady. And Greg says, oh, what, you know, she asked me what happened. I said, motor, I raced motocross. She says, oh, I crashed on a motorcycle too. Mm. And my husband's Harley, he was dry, riding it. And he goes, and my brother says, oh, I'm, I bet you're glad you're wearing a helmet. And she goes, oh, I wasn't wearing a helmet. And she, he's like, oh, you got so lucky. And she goes, well, no, actually, helmets cause more damage than they do because what happens is you slide across the concrete and then your helmet will catch an edge and your head will get ripped off. Oh, no way. And my brother turns over to her, no joke, because I've already told two hard-ass Greg stories. Yeah. says, ma'am, that is the most ignorant statement I've ever heard, and gets up and sits over at a different place. <laughs> Those are the only <laughs> words that were said. I, don't, so, I mean, I don't know if I would have said that, but I would have immediately stopped talking to her. Like, yes. Immediately stopped talking to her. Wow. So, on to the next. <laughs> uh-huh. Just got the news that... Mike Babcock is leaving, leaving the Red Wings, going to Toronto. Yes. Really? Yes. The cup is coming First home. local OHL team leaves the city to go up north to Flint, which is a horrible area, I might add, to play hockey. And now the Red Wings coach, Mike Babcock, leaves to go to Toronto. Yes. You're welcome, Steve. Thank you. Cup's coming home, baby. Babs. Crazy lady. Peacock. Bob, we kill high. The psychotic TLA. They drag their asses back to Zurich and then put them on the ground and it says they get burned if they move. And then put the radio next to them and tell them if they touch the radio, they don't say they can't go to the flame. Then take their keys away because I'm killing all of them. Go to it. You know what I'm going There we go. Mm. She's back. I wonder where she was at. It sounded interesting in the background. Yeah, yeah, who knows? Yeah. yeah. Could have been in the bottom of the basement. No. Hey, she's probably beating it with that guy. <laughs> They're, <good laughs> They're hanging out together. <laughs> They're hanging out together. I never thought yep. that. And then maybe they got the voice about Dungey's wife is yep. right there, too. Oh, man. He's, out, look, he's looking in the window. Golly, that'd be creepy. <laughs> they all live in the same neighborhood. These are our yeah. listeners. These are our listeners, Jimmy. That's great. I'm glad I'm reaching out to everybody. Like <laughs> you <that>. are. <laughs> Mathis, watching the race from San Bernardino, California. Glenn Ellen, watching my favorite dude, uh, Weston Pike. Just rip the track. He's doing this little leg swag thing as he goes up the hill. Want yours and Jason Thomas's and maybe a little Jason Wygant too. Uh, want your thoughts on it? Using gravity as his friend. Uh, hope you guys comment on there and uh, hope you have an enjoyable trip to California. See you guys. Bye. Thanks. What do you think, Jimmy? Um, uh, I see. Tomac do that a lot too. If you ever see Tomac, he'll leave the face of the jumps with one leg off the bike. Um, I hate to bring it up, but uh, yeah, the big one five used to do that too. Oh, he did that a lot. You ever notice mm-hmm. that? Yeah, it's a balance deal. It's yeah. just like the GP uh, Moto GP guys. They'll throw their leg off going into a corner. Street bike guys don't need to put their leg off or anything. Yeah, no. they're just trying to weight distribution. Yep, trying to get lined up for those ruts going up that Mount St Helens hill. Yeah, and yeah, there you go, folks. Right from a from a real. Hey, Mathis, uh, congratulations uh, to Marvin Musklin. Uh, 
that dude, I don't know how anybody could not like that guy. He's the nicest guy that you could ever meet. And I love his podium interviews. It's refreshing. He doesn't just lift, lift off his sponsors. He's talking about his race and everything. From the GPs. I've been a big fan of Marvin for a long time. I'd like his nickname to be Marvin the Martian. I know that was, uh, that was said before a couple years ago and it never stuck, but I like that nickname. And, uh, Congratulations to Justin Hill. He got on the uh, podium, so I guess DeCoster will be talking to him now. Um, I asked Marvin about Marvin the Martian one time. I was calling him the Martian. You know the Martian from Bugs oh, Bunny? Yeah, yeah. He doesn't like it. He said he didn't like it. Yeah, he said his weird. nickname is the Marv Attack. Mar- Marv Marv Attack? Yeah. Like Mars Attack? Marv Attack. Like Heart Attack, Marv Attack. I don't know. I don't think that. He liked Marv Attack. He told me he liked Marv Attack. Maybe he just like some movies. He attack. didn't like the Martian. He didn't like moving Marvin. What about this moose? Yeah, he can't. The moose. I like the. And he could change the moose. It wasn't next Fox. Year. I think it was. I think he, Phil's got that moose nickname. What did he wear last year? Thor. Thor. They had the moose head moose and, and a can. can. Yeah, yeah, it was really was good. good. Moose can. It was really good. I don't know. Nick okay. Names. All right. Yeah. Top Jimmy. Top Jimmy. Yeah. Well, that just it comes natural. I stopped doing that. I couldn't <sighs> I keep up with it. It was hard. It's kind of a pain in the ass. But then, you know, after you didn't do it for a while, then you hit one, like, after you hadn't done it. I was like, oh, that's, that's, that's nice. nice. Very nice. I'm going to rename the Vegas post-race interviews the monotone ramblings of a stone <laughs> Kyle Cunningham. Poor Kyle Cunningham. <laughs> it wasn't Vegas either, I don't think. I think it was, he's talking about Glenn Helen. <laughs> Man, he, um, he does have a bit of a monotone voice. Yeah. Yeah, and he's got the whip head when he's riding, too. Yeah, well, that has nothing to do with him being no. stoned. No, it doesn't. He's not stoned. He's not no, stoned. he's not stoned. He's not Kyle, stoned. Kyle would not do that. Hey, Steve, what's up? It's Justin Bogle. I just want to thank Kiefer for having my back out there. I, I help him up. Yeah, I wasn't racing this weekend because I'm fighting with the insurance company on whose fault I'm the crash it was. Hey, Pook, let me get them digits. Oh, it's your boy. Yeah. Hey, Pook. It's Bogle again. I'm, uh, I'm still waiting on that call. I never had no tan like you before. I had five twos last year, though. Oh, it's your boy. There we go, folks. It's the voicemails. Yeah. Kiefer did a good Bogle impression last week. He did? He was good, huh? Did you think? It was. That was probably the closest Bogle impression I've heard from anyone else. Yeah, he was good. Um, who does a good Bogle? Trey does a decent Bogle. I think yeah. Chisholm does a really good Bogle. Well, Chisholm is like, <laughs> sounds like Bogle. Yeah, exactly. Um, 702-586-7857. You can call anytime and leave a message. And uh, and leave a message and we're the best ones to make the air. Okay. Um, that's it. Fuck it. Yeah. We're done. Thank you for coming in. Thank you for doing the wrap-up podcast. Thank you for doing our podcast that's coming out later this week. Thank uh-huh. you for doing this janky show. Um, we had with Cabo Wabo. Thank you for not taking me to Kevin Hart. <laughs> asshole. It's not an asshole. No, I'm just I thank you because I I don't nobody wants to see him. It was very entertaining when, apparently. I'm glad I would have probably went if you weren't around. F you, dude. Um, poor poor top Jimmy. Well. Jerk off. Uh, good job on the um, announcing, too, pre-show, and the announcing at the track. I think it's top-notch. Congratulations on the Matt Gurky signing. Mm. He couldn't be any more excited. He's pumped. Fly gear. He's... Best out there, bro. Hey, Matt Gurky. Matt Gurky is um, 
he is going to be good next year. He doesn't need to do the PR for your team. No, you I'm the PR guy. That. You can no, handle that. No, that's why me and Matt, you know, we're we're super team. Yeah, we, why would you want? You know, you need ketchup and mustard. Yeah. You don't need like double no, you're like you're like Mike and Jeff Alessi. You're thunder and lightning. Yes, we are. <laughs> Shake and bake. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> Remember when they had thunder and lightning? On oh, the, uh, so bad. <laughs> oh, so golly. Bad. Uh, no. Our team's going to be sick next year. Kenny Roxon, Phil Nicoletti, Sean Collier, uh, Matt Gerke, Tim Ferry, Georgia Lindsay all on the show tonight. And, of course, the uh, the one and only. Thank you guys for listening. We appreciate it. Uh, BTOsports.com, Fly Racing, Race Tech Suspension, Vortex Racing, Roost Graphics, X-Brand Goggles, NFAB Jeep and Truck Parts, Hot Cams, Works Connection, Atlas Neck Braces, FMF Racing, W Wheels, Guts Racing, Two Under, Galfer Brakes, KTM Parts Express.com, and Black Ops Moto. Do I get to list my sponsors? All on board with us now. Uh, uh, Energy Racing, Motorsport.com, Yamaha, Wheels in Motion, yeah. Fly Racing. Those are our top. All ones. right. And, um, and FMF. Uh, thanks to Swiss Corps for his help. Thanks to Moser. Uh, thanks to JT. The Gibbs, thank you. Always a pleasure. Appreciate it. Uh, next week we'll be back with another show after Lakewood. And, uh, yeah, thanks, Jimmy. Appreciate it, man. Good times. Awesome. See you, everybody. There's something I want to get off my chest. And it's about that summer when you went away to community college. I got an offer to do Playgirl magazine. And I did it. I did a full spread for Playgirl magazine. I, I mean spread, man. I pulled my butt apart and stuff, and I was totally nude, and it was weird. I I mean, you probably didn't hear about it because I went under the name of Mike Honcho, but I just wanted you to know that. If you could hear me, if it got into your brain somehow, that I spread my butt cheeks as Mike Honcho.